How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 61 with Jacob Kuban. Now, I know you guys may be thinking, uh, is this hours four? Is, is this, whoa, whoa, is this episode four and a half hours long? Yeah, yeah, it was, it's the longest episode so far. It was awesome, and there's like no dead air. And uh, there was a couple times where the program messed up, but I caught it really quick. That was me snapping. Caught it really quick and uh, was able to uh, just pick right back up. Um, so there was nothing lost, nothing, uh, nothing lost and everything gained. If you guys listen to all the way through the, this whole episode, um, you are your own hero. You're my hero. You're, um, you're uh, a brand new, uh, hero. That's a real big fish song. Anyway, um, so it was awesome. We covered a lot and, um, <clears throat> I'll just go in, into the other stuff. Um, yeah, I still, I still haven't, man, I should have timed it better with the whole like email thing. Cause maybe by the time you guys get this episode, I will have gotten emails from the, from the thing where I'm going to send something from my room to five, the first five people to email to Yamatat podcast at gmail.com. Um, if I haven't, uh, you know what, feel free to email in anyway, just, uh, uh, say what you think, just reach, reaching out, you know, reaching out. Um, yeah, still have the facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Please rate, review on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever you're listening to this on. Um, and my Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N, and the show's Twitter is at Yamatat. So yam it up with me and Jacob Kuban. Craigslist roommate situation. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's been um, interesting. Yeah, it's been interesting. <laughs> like, um, I I'm looking for a new place too. Like she's gen- gently edging me out of here. Oh really? Yeah, and it's funny because she's like she's, I say she's fifty year old El Salvadorian lady. She might be like. 40, but I give her 50 because I'm just like, whatever, like, you can't, you right. can't tell. Right, round up. Yeah, also she's like, she's pretty fat, and like, that can age someone, yeah. you know? Most so most definitely. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it all started with like, when I, when I moved in, she was like, okay, if you have, she's like, if you have someone over, they can stay for one night. And that's it. And I'm like, all right. And that was like the only rule. <laughs> and then um, I started having people over for the podcast and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, occasionally she would be home when I was doing the podcast. And then if that person needed to use the bathroom, of course, I'm going to let them use the bathroom because I'm not a monster. Right. And then she, like, talked to me about it. And I was like, what? <laughs> It's like about you, using the restroom. Yeah, yeah, and oh I was like, gosh. "What?" Yeah, because so I guess she's like germaphobic or whatever. And I was like, okay. "I'm a human being. Like, if someone needs to use the ba- bathroom, uh, um, 
I'm trying to I'm trying to write a bit about it, and I I just thought of the tag of like even even prisoners have a toilet. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> right, am I supposed to have like a bucket in my room? Like, that's awesome, man. Like yeah. Hey, well, come do my podcast. Nah, man. I don't want to shit in that bucket again. Like I don't want to have to take a dump and. Dude, but it's like your, your bucket. prison bucket, yeah. It's yeah. your own personal bucket. It like wouldn't how... sho- I, I'm sure it wouldn't shock you if she came home and she's like, no, here's a bucket for you. And you're like, all right. No, for me, it's fine because I live here. Mm-hmm. But like other people, yeah. And I'm just like, what? What the hell? Also, the... they're here. It's <laughs> insane. Also, the floor creaks. So like, I mean, last night I was high. Mm-hmm. All right. And so then I made a few multiple trips to the fridge right, and right. back. And I'm like having to creep on the carpet. And there's so many creaks, <laughs> creaky spots. And I'm just like, fucking, come on. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm looking to move in March. And it was funny because I was like, if I don't, um, I was like, I'm looking, but if I don't find a place by March 1st, can I just pay you for another month's rent mm-hmm. and then... Uh, and then keep looking for a place, and she was like, no. <laughs> I was like, what the oh, fuck? All right, well, straight outie. <laughs> Jesus, that's insane. Yeah. What are you going to personally throw my stuff to the curb? No. <laughs> no. No. All right. <laughs> nice working with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I lived it's in a... It's been real. I lived in a, a couple friends' closet for... Uh, eight months at one point when I was in like Michigan. that big. It was just big enough. It was like slightly L shaped. It was like a lowercase L, where it <laughs> I just imagine a little scoopy corner. Like it, it, well, it was like a hard corner. Like if it was if it was like serif. But um, <laughs> um, if we're speaking fonts here, yeah. we're going serif. <laughs> um, but it bold could, serif it just barely fit a twin mattress. <laughs> So I had a box spring and a twin mattress in there, and then next to it I had one of those little uh, plastic organizers. Yeah. That was my nightstand. <laughs> and, like, I, I could seriously reach over and shut the door, and, like, that was it, but I would sneak out. I was, I, I am a very large drinker, <laughs> and so I would come home super late, and these cats would get up at, like, 5 in the morning. So I'd come back at, like, two thirty three in the morning, <laughs> I'd be creaking around making macaroni and cheese and shit <laughs> just like yeah same thing with you like every single next day or like she what she started doing was uh she would start vacuuming at like six in the morning what if i ended up waking her up yeah it was a really bad like oh there was like animosity there yeah there was, like, and they, uh, they and it was like set up wake where, us up we're gonna fucking wake yeah, you up yeah it was bad it was a bad situation <laughs> i mean they're two of my really good friends still <laughs> But there was some bad, like, animosity when we were living together. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, some people are your friends, and some people you just shouldn't live with. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was with that. Oh, yeah? Well, our floor needs cleaning. Yeah. Work. Well, she was, she was wild, too, because she, it, it, it wasn't even like, oh, you're doing this because uh, I woke you up. She cleaned, like, crazy. Like, three times a week, she would do stuff where it was like, uh, let's play a game. Let's let's see who can take a shower the fastest, in like what? trying to conserve water and shit like that. Like what? just <laughs> insanity. Yeah. But I mean, that's the way she was. I should have known that going in. But it was fun for her. Her boyfriend. They're now married. But her boyfriend. It was great because all I did was skip class, 
uh, order Chinese food and bring like half gallons of whiskey home. And so he and I would just giggle and watch movies and get shit faced. And she was not a happy camper. <laughs> but it was a great, it was a great time. How much were you paying for rent? Oh shit, man. She, uh, cause she, she was like, I have to tell the landlord and he lived above us. And so for that little thing, I think I was paying like three fifty for. No way. Yeah, it was in, it was insane. Uh, I, I was, I mean, you know what? It was good of her to do that, but at the same time, like the landlord really just come on, man, three hundred and some dollars. Yeah, for a closet. I put a, a fucking mattress in a closet. <laughs> dude, like, yeah, that's like a hundred dollars max. Um, but. Yeah, it was a fun experience. It was a so it was a closet in one of their rooms. No, thank or... goodness, it was in the living room. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was actually like a really nice place. It was big. It was like the main level, <laughs> but it was just yeah, it just didn't work out well. I was in a really dark place. I was drinking way more than I usually did. That and... was out here. No, that was in Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was this was like five six years ago. So you didn't like have people over. Sometimes, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like they would, no one would stay in my closet or anything like, but you just hang out in the living room or whatever. Yeah. I'd mostly go to friends' houses too. And then like walk home. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I was, uh, it was insane. That was an insane time, man. I was, I was doing a lot of dumb shit when I was drunk. It's fun. Good memories now, but. (laughs) Oh, dude, I've lived in uh, I lived in a lot of places. Uh, two of those places were furnished, or finished uh, garages. Oh, so, nice. So like made to be bedrooms. Okay. Um, in one of the places, I had my own half bath. So nice. Just walked walk from my bed in the same room to the bathroom. That was pretty awesome. That place I was paying three twenty five a month. Yeah. Out here. Yeah, well, uh, no, it was in Escondido, so San Diego County. Okay. Three twenty-five a month. Uh, or wait, was it three seventy-five? Three twenty-five or three seventy-five? Either way, super cheap. Yeah. Um, and at one point I had a roommate, so we were splitting it. <laughs> yeah. So you're paying like one eighty each or some shit. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Uh, oh, but we got evicted from that place because the guy who the landlord who we lived with who we were paying our rent to for the last like six months that we lived there, he wasn't paying the rent oh. that we were paying to him. Oh, so you got evicted, not by him, but he, by him getting evicted. Yeah. Oh. So it was his fault. <laughs> That's so shitty. Yeah. And he gave us, I, uh, I think it's, what's the mandatory notice that you have to give 90 days, days or 30 days? I think it's 30. 30. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, I think it was like a 30 day notice where he's like, Oh, Hey guys. And also, <laughs> At the end of the month. I just got my 30-day notice, so so did you. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we were like, oh, wait, weird, what? No. What a weird situation to be in, too, because there's no, like, there's no back and forth. It's just like, And there's no recourse, because there was no, like, contract, of course. Yeah. There was, like, month to month, whatever. <laughs> and so I was like, uh, I guess I got to find a place to live now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Definitely not going to be paying 160 Mm-hmm. And I moved from that place into a Three's Company type situation. It was me and two girls. They each had boyfriends. Um, but it was funny because it was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's just a room. Yeah, yeah. And it was from one garage to another. 
What? Yeah. But this other garage that I moved into was nicer. So wait, you had three <laughs> people in a garage? No, no, no. Oh, no. Um, oh, okay. So the, the garage I moved out of was me and that roommate. Okay. And then when I moved into the other garage... It was like an garage, apartment with a garage? It was a house. Oh, gotcha. So it was still one car garage, but... Um, it was nice. It had, like, carpet and, like... <laughs> Shit. All right. Garage living doesn't sound that bad, man. I'm okay with that. Not too shabby. Yeah, fuck. Not, not too bad. Well, that's what was nice about living in that closet is, uh... <laughs> There's a phrase you've never heard before. Yeah, never. It, it was great, man. It, it put a lot of stuff in perspective for me. It, like, really minimalized most of the shit I owned and... And it was mm-hmm. weird because after that, they pretty much did like, the, they wrote me this letter that was like, yeah, we really, you need to move out. <laughs> oh, they wrote you a letter? They were yeah. just like, listen. It was, I mean, it was, it, when I got the letter, I was like, this makes sense. There's no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to fight this. Like, how <laughs> shitty would that be? But, um. Take it to City Hall. Yeah, it was like, this, this is for the best. How, that would be so shitty. If I'm like, no, fuck you. <laughs> Keep in this closet. This is the best room I've ever yeah. had. It was dope though, man. Like it was. It's very. I'm a very paranoid person. I've always had like a weird fear of being murdered in my sleep. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> but it was great because there's no way of sneaking into a closet without me knowing. It's true. I mean, there was, and it was under stairs, so it was like there was a decline. Oh So my shit. M- the feet of my bed was like my feet. If I lifted them a couple inches, I could touch the, the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then you'd see it, it would incline. <laughs> and so, yeah. And then I made the mistake of hanging, like, a long mirror on it. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll make the room look bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and no. instead, is it was just, I would wake up in the middle of the night, and I would be staring at myself. And that was Terrified. the scariest shit ever. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> but. I could, I could see someone doing that price here in LA, mm. but Michigan, like, I mean, yeah, I don't, I, your friends were crazy. It was weird. Or and the it, landlord was crazy. Yeah. And it got weird too, because it was like, uh, I think I still, I owed them like the prorated rent from the, the half of the month when I was moving out and I was, I was kind of pissed and I was like, fuck that. I'm not paying yeah. $180. I shouldn't have even been paying 360 to live in this closet. I'm not paying them $180. And then it comes into it where they're not hanging out with me anymore. They're talking shit oh, because what? they're pissed that I'm, I didn't pay this money. And it's like, I can't afford to, I've been paying 360. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, it all worked out. I paid him and it was good, but yeah, man, it was a, it was a strange, it was fucked up though because strange I found times. a, yeah, I found a place like a couple blocks away and it was this attic apartment. I've lived in like three different attic, two different attic apartments, which are very hot. But, uh, <laughs> I ended up at one point, I had a closet in that attic apartment that was about the same size, if not a little bigger, and I put my bed in there. <laughs> and you were was, used to it. Yeah, dude, it was nice. I was like, oh, it's cozy. It's like... Plus, it probably opened up the room. Yeah. It was like a nice little pod. And <laughs> the funniest part is it was a one-bedroom apartment, and so I just had an empty bedroom. And then I had my like entertainment system set up. And then there was a little walkway behind it that went into the closet. <laughs> it was weird. It was very weird. Like I had I had a girl over one time. And when it got time to be like, oh, let's go to sleep. <laughs> it was like, where's your bed at? And I was like, that's in that closet. 
She's like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> She's like, you're not going to murder me, are you? Yeah, and you're like, was, no. She was cool, though. She was into it. She she stayed over, and we slept in the closet. And, uh, yeah, I still know her. She's cool. She's dope. She works at a, a brewing company in Grand Rapids. She's cool as shit. It's good, it's good stuff. <laughs> It's a very good test, I think, of being like... Yeah? You know? She's like, like fuck yeah, that's cool. How it's, much it's weird, do you but... trust this situation? Yeah, let's like, try yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was too... I... ...recorded on this. So wait. Was this Audacity? Well, yeah, yeah. What what just happened, everyone, is the, the recording stopped for like a second, and I was able to catch it because I have the monitor up on my oh, giant... Oh, it was only a second? Well, it was maybe like maybe 10 seconds. Did, did it cover the memory foam topper? Because that was important. I don't know, but we can go over that right <laughs> now again. Memory foam topper was, Very what, comfy. was what I was sleeping on, <laughs> on the floor. And then I would trifold it and put it away. <sighs> oh, yeah. You were saying about the um, your friends and... Oh, yeah. I have a podcast uh, called House Sadness that I did. We haven't done a new episode in a long time long time house sadness or house sadness okay yeah we always have fucking people be like oh it should be called house of sadness and i'm like maybe you shouldn't fucking listen <laughs> like, why, why is that that's your biggest concern like call it house of sadness and i'm like no we're good like i don't feel like explaining this to you it's like it's like medieval times yeah shit. yeah okay see you like get house it. lannister yeah, yeah fucking yeah. yeah and so that's i would always use game of thrones to explain it to people and they're like no okay i guess like, no you don't guess you now you understand and you can't take back the dumb shit that you said to me like don't listen to my podcast and then and then be like oh hey jake by the way you're a fucking idiot uh you're supposed to put an oven there yeah, the the only thing that threw me is you said it pretty fast, mm. and so it could have sounded like "How's sadness?" Oh, like with a question yeah. mark. That like, could be that could be a good title too. Hey though. man, yeah. how's sadness going? Well, <laughs> still pretty awful. <laughs> yeah, like, still, uh, still pretty bad. I'm still pretty upset <laughs> yeah. all the time. Thanks for bringing it up. All um, right, well, I'll check in with you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, first couple first couple episodes are pretty short. They're uh, they're concise, and every single one after that, exactly the same. <laughs> How's sadness going? Yeah, uh. it's weird. Episode sixty nine. Uh, the guy's not really that sad. <laughs> then episode seventy, right back to it. Back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just right back to it. Oof. I think he was only not sad because he was like 69. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, hey, the number of this episode. Yeah. How sadness. Not that bad today. Just thinking about sex stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I used to record uh, on the computer and uh, on my field recorder because we had several occasions where where someone would would get lost and we'd get too caught up in stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was. um, There's been. I think there's been three episodes now where um, one of them stopped and like I didn't see it until the very end. Oh, yeah, and um, we lost like half of the episode. Oh shit! Yep. So I'm like, all right, here's a precaution. Since I don't have a producer or an engineer, this is it's all on me. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's smart though. Right up there is 
Yeah, because it's also just, it's also a little distracting too. Yeah. And if the bar stops moving, you can be like, uh, "What's up?" And then you're like, "Oh yeah, okay." Yeah, your <laughs> I mean your peripheral kind of gets an idea. Of, there's gonna be something <laughs> moving to my left constantly. Yep. yep. And and then being like, "Oh shit, why did it stop?" You yep. know, and that kind of. Yeah. Oh shit. Why, why am I staring at myself? Yeah. Sleeping? Exactly. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Waking up in the closet and just being like, "Who the fuck?" Oh. That's good. It's, it's important time for me to grow the beard out too. That was good. <laughs> so, so how long you been doing stand up now? Um, you know what? I I don't know the exact. It's it's around four years. Um, because I started, it's a, it's more than four years from the first time I ever did stand up. Yeah, I did stand up. There's always there's always like the fuzzy line where yeah because I I uh, I'm not gonna say I, I doubt it but like there's a lot of people who did stand up their first time and didn't like hit it hard like from right. then on right like, it kind of yeah. like tried it out had fun or whatever but um yeah I did um uh, I actually. I started a sketch group after, uh, when I was living in that attic. What was the sketch group name? Uh, Lampshade Fantasies. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, cause I went to school for film and video, uh, dropped out, but, um, yeah. went <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so, like I said, I was in like a really dark period, uh, up in that attic and shit and, uh, I ended up just kind of like kicking out of it and like getting a job. Uh, well, you didn't get much sunlight up there anyway. So. No, dude, I blacked out all my windows. Because I used to work third shift, and so I was just A truly like, dark period. Yeah, I had no idea what time it was sometimes. It was, it was insane. It was insanity. Um, yeah, it was nuts. I, I downloaded the entire first season of Pokemon. I was just getting shit-faced and watching that, and like... <laughs> yeah, it was a weird time, man. It was weird. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I ended up getting another job working third shift at a hotel, and uh, so that, I mean, didn't help the brain, but ended up, you know, I was there for like a year, and it went by like so fast that I was like, fuck, like I know if I just keep doing this, then your three life or four, will just whoosh, yeah, go. three or four years later, I'm going to be like, what the fuck happened? I was going to do all these things. Yeah. And so I started this sketch group, and by started, I mean, I forced four of my, three of my friends <laughs> into doing it. How's the comedy scene out there? Is it? It's pretty all right. When when we were doing that, it was kind of small. There was, there was a small theater. There was maybe two sketch groups in the area that people knew of, and there was a couple of improv groups. Mm-hmm. One big, two, one or two big ones, and then there was a stand up comedy club that I didn't know about because I wasn't like looking at stand up. Yeah. I had done like acting and writing and film shit for so long that I was like, let's just do sketch, and. Uh, and so then I wrote this whole show and, uh, excuse me. Oh, you're good, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I wrote this show. We shot some sketches and then we did this like month, uh, thing at that small theater called dog story where it was like once every, every Monday we would do an hour and it was a mixture of like a live performance. Uh, and then it would cut to like projected sketches and they all tied uh... together. Huh. Because cool. I didn't like... I, I've never been a huge fan of improv. Yeah. And uh, unless it's, it's hard. done really well and shit. Because yeah. it's so hard. Well, and it's just... It's so hard to see... It's just hard to watch improv because it's got to be... It's got to be like... So on point. It's got to be on point, exactly. Or it's not 
good. <laughs> like, you can watch... Yeah. You can watch some stand-up and be like, alright, this dude isn't as comfy as he should be on stage. This joke's not worked out that well, but I see where he's going with yeah, it. Yeah, I see the potential. And you can still be like, okay, yeah, like, that's a neat idea. But with improv, it's like, if you watch a bad improv troupe, holy shit, you want to kill yourself. Like, it's, it's not... And I feel bad, like... I've been there, man. Yeah, I feel bad saying it because I, I don't like the whole... There's always been, like, a big stand-up versus Divide. improv. Divide, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fuck that. If you're good at comedy, you're good at comedy. <laughs> you're gonna end up in one of them. Yeah. And, uh... Or but, both. Yeah, or both. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. But shit, man. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, but, improv's so hard, because, like, yeah, there's the, there's the fine line of, like, whoa, that was really good, or, like... Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely something you have to build. You have to have a a very great dynamic with your team. Yeah. Um, and or just trust in the fact that other people on stage are good at improv. Because <laughs> you could have one person up there out of say six, five of them are all fantastic. You've got all like big names and stuff, mm-hmm. and then you could have one person that's really bad at it but really excited. Mm-hmm. And they could jump in at the wrong time. They do all this shit, and it yeah. could just really just derail the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. But, uh, there's nothing worse than like, well, there's a lot of things worse. But like, uh, just like you're like trying to riff bits, like just having mm-hmm. fun or whatever. And then the person you're talking to is like, no. And oh yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what do you mean just no? Like, <laughs> you're not gonna give me a reason. <laughs> That's terrible, yeah. What do you think about... So what do you think about this idea? And uh, you get to the end of it and they're just like, no. Dude, what about is there a... anywhere else I could go with it? No. What about a dude, he like goes to the store, right? And then they're like, no shirt, no shoes, no service. And he's wearing sandals, but then like, they fall off as he's walking down the aisle. And then someone's like, Ugh, get out of here, you don't have shoes. No. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being honest, I guess. It's it's just such a lazy thing, because there's no, like, there's no, like, that side of somebody, like, you telling that to me and me just saying no. There's no, like, me being like, huh, let me figure this out. There's, where, there's where no benefit to you being like, this? fucking, no. No. There's no benefit to anybody. It just shows that I wasn't listening. Pretty much. If someone just says no, they... They would have said that to anything. <laughs> okay, but like, will you accept this check for a yeah. million dollars? No. Oh. Uh, let me get some mozzarella sticks. <laughs> you're just like, why did we go? Why did we come here? <laughs> like, why did you ask me out to a creative dinner? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What the fuck is happening? And then, and then you stop talking because you're discouraged. And then they're like, let me tell you about my web series. Like, <laughs> I have this great idea. It's going to include a lot of animation, which means it's never going to be made. <laughs> no. Yeah. And then they don't care if you say no. They're the yeah, kind of people that'll just keep talking. Right. Yeah. Well, I get why you would think that, but you're just not on the same level. Sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Yeah, and then after the sketch group, um, I started just getting the, the urge to be on stage. And uh, 
and the other three guys. It was it was it was kind of weighted, and they know this. Um, but I did all the writing. I I was mm. the one that knew how to shoot mostly. My roommate went to film school too, so uh, he shot some stuff too. But it was very it was very one sided. Like I did most everything for that group. Yeah. And uh, it was just exhausting. And then I found myself getting mad at them, and I shouldn't. And I was like, I don't want to be. These are my friends. Yeah. Yeah. And it just became this big thing where I think I finally just talked to one of them and I'm like, do you guys want to do this again? They were like, it was fun. It was great. But if it's going to stress you out. Like I, none of us really have ambitions to do this. Yeah. So if you want to go do your own thing, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I think I'm going to try stand up out. So I went out to visit my sister in New York. Oh shit. Your first time doing stand up was in New York. Yeah, dude. That was my thing. I was like, if I can do it out here. If I can talk myself into doing it out here, then I can go back home. A, know that if I just eat a bag of dicks, I won't see anybody from that crowd ever yeah. again. Yeah. And B, I'll have done it there, and so I know I can do it in Grand Rapids. Yeah. So I signed up. How'd, your, a, how'd your first set go? It was not great. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like abysmal. Um, but uh, I had it online. <laughs> I had it online for a while, and I took it off. I have my second set ever online. I, d- I wasn't able to video the first time, and whew, whew, I ha- uh, I have like second, third, fourth, fifth, up to like because I used to video all of them. I used to video and put a them ton. all on my YouTube page. Oh, I didn't do that, but, <laughs> but I used to video all of them. Yeah, because like even <laughs> it's fun to have like the ones where you bombed up there mm-hmm. to go back and look at it and be like fuck man oh, yeah. like head in your hand and like you still hear it and you're just like yep i remember this part mm-hmm. and then like if the setup is really long and you're just like skip skipping yeah, skip skip to the <laughs> yeah. here's where i'm putting the audience to sleep that's great yeah i used to i, I would rewatch stuff I would get drunk and then rewatch old shitty sets. <laughs> and it's cringeworthy. It's hard. It's especially yep. from your point of view. You could show it to someone else and, and they'd be like, that wasn't great. But you're like, fuck. Like, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's good, though. I mean, you're not going to be able to get better if you think you're good. Yeah. If, if anyone ever thinks that they're like, yeah, I'm good. It's fine. You're never going to yeah. get better than that, then. Yeah. But... <laughs> Yeah, dude, I used to, I had it up for a while, and I had my sister record it, and so it was like a vertical iPhone shot, oh. and I was just, I mean, I was nervous, that's, I, I had ideas for bits that ended up turning into uh, material, but I, I was just too nervous about my first time that I didn't get, I barely had any, I had stuff written down, but I just didn't memorize it, and I was like, fuck it, let's just go up and do it, that was the mistake. Yeah. I should have rehearsed, and... <laughs> It was also weird because it was like the middle of my trip out there, and so I was like, I don't want to rehearse, and it just felt weird. I'm a very weird person in general. So. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, but it was fine. I mean, I did it. My hands were in my pockets <coughs> at certain points. That wasn't good. Um, Mike in the stand, hands yeah, in pockets. <laughs> yeah, I think it was at the New York Comedy Club, um, and it turned out. <laughs> It also turned out to be uh, a workshop open mic. Oh, so people were yelling stuff out at you? So afterwards, uh, everybody had five minutes to tell me what they thought. Whoa. And some shit like that. And yeah. you like... E- it was chill, though. Like, they were all cool. and they were Yeah, like, it's probably a welcoming... Yeah, they were, they were all nice. They're <laughs> like, well, for your first time, you know, that wasn't that bad, man. And there was a couple things I said just randomly that worked out fairly well, but... 
Like I said, it, it was it, you could tell it was a group of comics because I think they knew where I was going with stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I just couldn't. Yep. I just didn't. Couldn't execute. Yeah, I didn't execute. So. <laughs> but then, yeah, after that, I was I was still working third shift, so I didn't get up as often as I wanted. But when I would work nights, there was no one in the hotel, so I would just uh, pace back and forth and write and just keep repeating shit out loud and stuff that I didn't think was funny. I'd cross out, and it was just, like, verbal editing. Yeah. And then uh, I went up maybe one or two more times uh, at a local open mic, and then I entered a contest, Funniest Person in Grand Rapids. Yeah. And then won that. What? Yeah. For your second time doing stand-up? No, it was like... Oh, uh, you so done it a few my, more times. My finals at Funniest Person in Grand Rapids, <clears throat> I think that was my seventh time doing stand-up. What the fuck? Yeah. Damn, so, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's but awesome. it's all because I was I was my own worst critic. You know, I was like... Yeah, and you were like editing yourself back. all the time. I edited like... more than anything else. So it was pretty much like every night I was working third shift, I was going up. But the difference was there was no audience, mm-hmm. and so it was always silent. Yeah, like, I never got laughed. So if for you any didn't make shit. yourself laugh, exactly. Oh, dude, that's a, so, that's a good test. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, the first the first set I did, yeah, I mean it worked out. But like the first set I did at the prelims was something I tried at one of the open mics and kind of tweaked and did some stuff and got through. And then the semifinals round was something I had written brand new since the prelims and just practiced on my own and no one had heard it. I hadn't done it in front of an audience ever and it fucking worked out so well that I was just like, bah! Like, <laughs> I'm going to use this at the finals then too. <laughs> just awesome. insane, yeah. <sighs> I'm surprised I didn't get disqualified though because I went over my time in the prelims. But they were having such a good time. Yeah. Well, it ended... I, I did such weird shit, man. I still do weird shit. But I did, like, this whole thing where... Because it was a whole bit... My bits used to be way more written out. Like, if I was like, I have five minutes, I would write it out completely and then memorize it word for word. Huh. Yeah. And uh, and so it was like that. And then there was... It, the whole theme was uh, phone sex versus sexting. Stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, and so at the end, I wrote, like, this this letter to the audience that was like if you if you look into the words that i chose and like what i'm saying it's just this like uh it's like this representation of what sexting actually is where like i'm apologizing to the audience for uh for tricking them into certain things or showing their pictures to my friends but then at the end, I convince them into sending me nude photos again or some shit like that. And then at the very end, I hold up a boombox like John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like mouth the words and shit. Yeah. And that's when I went over my time. So, yeah. Everyone, people fucking hated me in Grand Rapids. Yeah? Dude, I was hated. Like, Why? Despised. Because the funniest person in Grand Rapids is like... A huge deal. Oh, really? It's like this. It's I mean, and it's, it's because contest. and you were like just starting out. Yeah, so people had no like, idea like this. who I was. <laughs> yeah, they're like, who the fuck is this idiot? I was I was skinnier. I was uh, slimmer. I didn't have the beard. I had short hair because I was working at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And I just I've always just had really weird apparel. I was wearing like a fucking uh, desert camo T-shirt <laughs> with fingerless gloves on, and like, who's this fucking asshole? <laughs> Holding a boombox over his fucking head. 
I had one friend that I had made in stand-up. Was, was that the set that won, or was that the prelims That was still? the prelims. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, uh, and I did even weird, I did some weird shit with a t-shirt in my semifinals that was just like, who the fuck is this dude? You know? and, and then the finals, none of the comics got to sit in the crowd. It, a, because it was sold out, and B, it was so you couldn't see anyone's sets. Oh, yeah. And so that's when everybody was like, so what's your deal, blah, blah, blah. How long have you been doing stand-up? And I made the mistake of being like, well, tonight will be my seventh time. And they were like, fuck you. <laughs> like, and then there's just this whole thing where it's like, oh, the contests are bullshit. They're all rigged. Uh, he brought the audience, blah, blah, blah. And just all this petty yeah. fucking shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, most, of, most of the guys who are like super mad about the it's your seventh time and you won probably like will will stop at some point no they I, they didn't no they, i mean they became friends oh. later but <laughs> it's because it's just because no one knew me yeah no one knew me i'm just this dude coming out of nowhere and so it's easy to use the excuse he brought the audience but the way that the finals work you can't win if you bring the audience it's all based on how many points you get based on where you're written in the ballots so the person who's written on the most ballots wins. Not like, so it's like, it's like you would be given, the audience is given a ballot and uh, you vote who you think should be one, who you think should be two, and who you think should be three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so for one, you get three points. For two, you get two points. Oh, fucking, yeah. 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 And then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I got the most points. That's That's how you win. But, yeah, dude, people hated me. The dude that got second place, his name's uh, DK Hamilton. He became a good friend of mine. He's a very funny guy. Um, still in Grand Rapids. But um, he, at, we had a showcase at my home club once, and he introduced me. Mm-hmm. And he introduced me by, like, saying, he's like, when I first started, uh, when I first met this kid, I fucking hated him. <laughs> like, I hated him. And he's like, I'm not joking when I say this. Like, I despised him. And then he kept he kept coming out. And I saw him more and more and kept seeing him go up. And now he's like one of my favorite comics in Grand Rapids. And I was like, dude, that is the nicest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. And he's a black guy. And then I went up after him because it was like he did his set and then you introduce the next person. Yeah. So he did his set and then he introduced me and he said all that nice shit. And I went up and I go, but I know what you guys are thinking. Great. Another black guy. (laughs) It was just something silly I thought of to say and it got a big reaction and then I was right away like man I feel like such a dick for doing that because he just said all this nice stuff <laughs> but he's great yeah we had lunch before I moved out here and just a great guy he's a, an attorney he's an attorney yeah dude he's got his shit together whoa yeah <laughs> but you know he's he likes stand up and uh he does it consistently hmm. yeah it's a good time that's awesome uh so how long go how long have you been out here now uh, I got out here late September. Okay. So. So you're newer than I am. I was here. I got here in July. Okay. Yeah. 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 September. Man, I wasted so much fucking time when I first got out here. <laughs> I saved up so much money, um, and I don't know what it is with me and money. I've always just I've always lived in a very like paycheck to paycheck kind of thing, mm-hmm. and anytime I have money, I'm so quick to become broke again. <laughs> it's like insane. It's insane. Dude, it's so it's easy to just like 
be like, oh, yeah, there's another show? Yeah, I'll totally go to that. Or like, oh, a grocery store? Like, yeah, yeah. I'll buy some, I'll buy, yeah, yeah everything. Just yeah. give me everything. My great aunt died <laughs> uh, last year. And uh, she left uh, my dad's side of the family some money. And that's pretty much the only reason I was able to move to California. Oh, wow. So that was great. And that helped me out quite a bit. <clears throat> but, like thank, I said, Thank aunt, you, Aunt... Yeah, uh, Aunt Alice. Yeah. God, wouldn't it have been weird if I fucked that up? Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in your eyes. You're like... Uh, <laughs> I had an Aunt Alice, yeah. too. Great Aunt Alice. She was, she was awesome. <clears throat> but, um... Yeah, and I... Fuck, man, I blew through that. I mean, because I, I bought a car... And then just moving out here with expenses and shit. Yep. Fuck that all up. And it's expensive as shit. Yeah. And I was just... Uh, as soon as I got out here, I was staying at a buddy's place. Um, and they let me stay for a week in their guest bedroom. It happened again. It happened again. I caught it, though. Uh... <laughs> All right. Something so about moving or whatever. When you first moved out here, you were living in your buddy's guest room. Yes. Uh, but it, it was just like this weird limbo. And again, I re- uh, went into just drinking heavily. Like I went <laughs> I went to Target and I bought like, this is like the shittiest. I took a picture of it because it looks so shitty. I went quote unquote grocery shopping and ended up leaving with a pack of white bread, some, uh, uh, some honey roasted turkey, uh, mayo, uh, two liters of Coca-Cola, um, two, two liters, <laughs> and then two fifths of, uh, Jim Beam. And, well, What's uh, a fifth? I don't know, I don't know, uh... A fifth is, like, the usual, uh... Usual size that yeah. you see people with. Yeah, that's, like, because <laughs> the next step up is usually, like, either, like, 1.75 liters, I think, or, like, a half gallon. I don't know if those are the same. <laughs> But half gallon is when you're like, you see the dude and you're like, you're either throwing a party or you're living <laughs> in what you think is a party. <laughs> but, um, well, a two liter bottle is almost a gallon, I think. Oh, okay. Why don't they just fucking unify everything? <laughs> like, quit it with the gallons and liters, yeah. like, just make it one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, the fifth <laughs> is what you usually see, like behind a bar or something. Okay. Um. So, I went through that first fifth in the first day. First evening, <laughs> I should say. So, all I did was, all I did was spend, I spent every day, every day searching for apartments. And then every night just sitting. And Zach, Zach's on the show, Mulaney. Yeah. That's my friend. Yeah. Uh, and so Zach he Perlman. was, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, he was out, sh- he was shooting every day until late. And so, I never saw him. And his roommate, John, was gone. Uh, I can't remember where he was, but... So I was just home alone with his two cats and his girlfriend's dog. My friend Alice's dog. <laughs> so I would just get shit-faced just drinking whiskey and Cokes mm-hmm. uh, one after the other. Like, so much so that I trained... Her dog started uh, getting up and following me to the uh, refrigerator when I would make a new drink because I'd give him an ice cube every time. And so it was just like this weird, like... <laughs> Uh, it was, it wasn't great. And then they finally would come home and they're like, holy shit, there's like four empty fifths of the fridge. I've been gone for like five days. I was like, yeah, man. (laughs) 
it's not going so great. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I found a place. I'm I'm paying way too much. Uh, so I'm moving into a one bedroom, and my cousins moved out, and we're gonna split the rent. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm currently paying here five seventy a month, all mm. utilities included. That's pretty nice. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, and um, especially for the location too, because mm-hmm. I've I've been w- able to walk everywhere. Right. And, I mean, you could walk to Sunset, and then Sunset's a yep. vein of, you know... Connects to everything. Yep. I walked to Las Feliz, to the Palace and all that. I walked oh, okay. To, um, I walked to Meltdown from here, which turns out just under three miles. Oh, okay. <laughs> but in the interest of, like, that's the only exercise I do. Right. I don't want to pay for, pay for parking, like, deal with traffic, and, mm-hmm. like, pay for gas... And stuff. Dude, I've saved, I've saved a too. lot. Yeah. Yeah, I've been yeah. taking the bus and the subway a lot. I live... So I live uh, in between Sunset and Hollywood. Tell them your exact address. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good on that. <laughs> I've made that mistake way too many times before. <laughs> One, two, three, fake yeah. street. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to... I don't even want to do that in Michigan. Shit. <laughs> It's like, it's like, Michigan is like Canada as compared to here. You know, there's no, like, front gates or anything that lock, so you have to get through in order to get through to the actual door. Like Canada leaves all their fucking doors unlocked. Yeah. Oh, they're way too trusting. Yeah. But, I mean, hey. It's, I, what, you whatever. don't hear about murder that much out there. Nope. You just hear about Mounties and people playing hockey. Yeah. And maple syrup. Yeah. Hey. A friend, a friend of mine um, is Canadian, and I was asking her one day, I was like, this may be a, a, like a dumb question, but like, is there a maple syrup distillery anywhere uh-huh. near, by, near you? And she goes, you know what? Actually, yeah, there is. <laughs> I don't really think and about I was like, it that much. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Let's see. I have a few questions I, I, I pepper in throughout. I got a quick one. What's, so what's the name of your cast? Oh, it's called You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah, and You and Me and Thoughts and Talk is shortened to Yamatat. Okay. And so that's the website is yamatat.com. And then I've been calling my listeners Yamatators. Because mm. I'm like, whatever. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Just it came up with like, it one day. It sounds like, like an off-brand of like a jet ski. Or anything made by Yamaha, I guess. Or like a, or like an off-brand potato chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, sour cream and onion yamitators. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. I had those. Oh, cheddar, dude, let's cheddar go out sour on the lake. cream. I just got a one sixty-seven yamitator. What the fuck is that? It's a, it's a jet ski, man. Don't worry about it. It looks like it's made of a potato. <laughs> you sure it's not Yamaha? Yeah. Nope. No, Yamatat. man. Yamaha guts. But Yamatat, like completely exterior. exterior, yeah. That's how. That's why it was so cheap. How much was that? Two hundred dollars. I would not trust that to float. Do not get on that thing. Well, it floats ish. Like yeah. uh, you, you kind of have to like <laughs> blow into the the air hole yeah. to like give it some buoyancy. You but it? what? It's not a jet ski, bro. Like that's not a jet ski. That dude just glued a fan to the back of, of a, a kiddie chair. pool. Yeah. 
you're supposed to fill that with water. Dude, Yamatat, man. It's a Yamatat. Yamatat 3000. Fucking Yamatat. <laughs> oh, you got the 3000? I got the 6. No big deal. Mine comes with a computer chair. Nice. Nice. <laughs> It's gonna be great every time I see a jet skier like a quad. <laughs> Is that Yamatat? Oh. You want Doug? <laughs> Doug? Doug get you a deal on that? <laughs> You're like, who? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> he squeezes his own orange juice too. By hand. Yeah. With the peel still on. It's not very effective. Yeah. But the juice is amazing. There's way too much pulp, but it works with his last name, so it's kind of nice. Yes, it's a cult it does. pulp. It's just like, what does that mean? The whole skin's in there. That's what that means. It's all there. <laughs> it means the whole skin's in. Even the seeds. Those, yeah. those oranges that come with seeds in the middle, he leaves them in. Yeah. Might as well just bite into an orange. It's, it's a lot quicker. You don't have to pay $60. And it. you get the fiber. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, I'm a tat. Nice. I like it. I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, so what's what's like a what's like one of one of probably many like uh, comedy goals that you have? Like what's a what's a big big one? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of I've always been kind of a uh, jack of all trades in a certain sense where mm-hmm. I, I've always been. And that's one of the reasons why I dropped out of college, which sounds so stupid. I'm a jack of all trades because I dropped out of college. So. <laughs> but it was like, I would take... You were interested in too much stuff. I, I was. The college didn't have that much stuff. Yeah, and so I took Plus like... Plus college sucks. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I and, jumped out too. <laughs> and I just couldn't... I don't know what it was about college, but it was... I have... I don't... I wouldn't call it rebellious. I'm just an asshole sometimes, I think. <laughs> and so whenever someone would tell me to do something, I'm like, fuck you. Like, to read this book. And I'm like, eat my ass. I don't want to read the book. <laughs> but then... But I love reading. Like, I'll have a friend recommend a book, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll read that. And so it's just a very weird... Yeah. It's, it, it's authority, I think. Yep. It's, uh... My buddy has that, too. My buddy Josh will be like, dude, have you seen this show? You should really check it out. It's mm-hmm. so good. And he's like, don't tell me how to live my life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll get there eventually, all right? Uh, yeah. Why don't you just let it go? Wait till I bring it up. Yes, yeah, I'm not that far. We're like, unless it's unless it's someone unless it's someone I don't really value their opinion. Yeah. Then I'll do that kind of shit. Where it's like, oh man, check out this new show, and I'm just like, nah, that's not gonna happen. Like, I'm I'm fine with America's Funniest Videos. That's cool. Dude, check out this new show. It's called Game of Thrones. You're like, yeah, whatever. Well, I mean, I got a buddy. I got a buddy uh, back home who was actually a part of Lampshade Fantasies. He was really good. One of my best friends. Excuse me. And um, he'll probably be pissed if he heard me say one of. But um, he recommends books to me all the time. Like Ready Player One. Did you read uh, that? uh, I haven't read it yet. Um, But like uh, Patrick Rothfuss, The Name of the Wind and... Have you ever read those? No, Dude, I... Dude, you would love those. I'm not a big reader. Oh, okay. But it's, it's like, funny because I have, like, it's maybe, like maybe five or six, like, book books yeah, yeah. in here. And then the rest is, like, comics and board games and yeah. movies and... I'm um, a big comic book fan. Always always been a big 
graphic novel fan as well and shit. And I've I've recently like in the last few years gotten into comics, and like um, I just read this trade of this one called The Life After. Huh. And it's fucking crazy. Okay. Um. It's Ernest Hemingway is like one of the main characters, and you're like, wait, mm. what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's it's stuff where you're reading it, you're like, wait, whoa, wait, what? Oh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I re- I read it while I was in line to see the meltdown, the weekly Wednesday show. Oh, okay. Yeah. How, what is the is there a crazy wait for that um i mean if you get there like 6 15 or 6 30 then you're you're you have a solid place in line and you're not gonna okay. miss out because they do sell like out uh, it starts at eight um but they sell or no it starts at 8 30 they do doors at like eight gotcha but so they sell the tickets at seven and then you have time to like roam around the store a little bit, maybe go get something to drink or eat or whatever. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I was I was there like pretty early one day, and Holly, one of the girls who works there, was like hands me this tray and she was like, "Here, read this while you're in line." And so I read it and I read the whole thing, and then I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> I have to." buy this right because it's so good like i just read it yeah. and it's done but i have to buy this because i want to just have it <laughs> um and then the first issue of book two was out that same week and so i bought both all right she got you that was good that's yeah. good placement on her part yeah oh, i was gonna say she comes back up and she's like 30 dollars, please <laughs> she's in the library asshole <laughs> oh yeah all right <laughs> Uh, Simpsons fan? Oh yeah. Okay. Do you remember the one where um where Homer um stumbled upon a bunch of secrets that he was making on his oh, yeah, website? Yeah. What was it? Uh... So one of them was like um <laughs> bulletin <laughs> secret race of mole people found living under Colorado all named Mort. Yeah. <laughs> or Mortimer. <laughs> <laughs> And then one of the fake stories that he put was the government's controlling our minds with flu shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so he gets kidnapped when he walks into a fake quickie mart. Yeah. Oh, he, he's like, hey, Apu, how's it going? <laughs> and Apu, like the cardboard cutout just falls down. Yeah. And he's like, Apu, you're worrying me. <laughs> Everything's like uh, inflated and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, that truck drives away, and then Bart goes into the actual Quickie Mart, and Apu's tied up. Yeah. And Bart's just reading a, a comic. <laughs> and Apu's like, <laughs> and then he takes the tape off his mouth, and he's like, This is not a library. This is not a library. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love The Simpsons. It's the rewatchability on that is just insane. I've seen all those episodes way too many times. Yeah. And, like, I don't regret any of the time I've spent watching no. them. I watch some of the new ones too, and even then, it's just like it's like a comfort factor. Even if the episode I don't think is great, yeah, it's still just like it's same just voices, same, yeah, same animation, like it's just, it's, just yeah, it's still good. Mm-hmm. I still I still watch it. A lot of people disparage. They're like, shit, man. Anything after season ten, pff, oh, yeah. no way, dude. And I'm like, some people dude. go real hard. With it. Yeah. <laughs> 
just like, I, I throw shit on a lot while I'm working on other things. It's like, I'm not going to just rewatch season one through ten all over, man. It's insanity. There's more to life. Yeah. It's crazy. So. So, dream, dream uh, gig type stuff. Okay. First, uh, I know we discussed this earlier. Am I able to use the restroom? Yeah. Oh, I am? Yeah. Okay, can we take a quick break? Yeah, yeah, totally. Real quick. Yeah. I'll pause it. Holy <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Uh, I was just I was just che- checking my texts and I got one from a number that I um maybe I texted the number and like I don't have the person's name on my phone oh, yet. Oh yeah. <laughs> so all I have for context is just what they said and it says squeege. Oh. <laughs> That's me. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely me. <laughs> I say squeege and moist a lot. <laughs> as, as, like, positive yeah. things. Moist. I started saying moist a lot because uh, I think I had a buddy that would say noise all the uh, time. Okay. And I got really sick of it. And so I just tried to shut him up by saying moist. And it didn't work. But, but it then it stuck, yeah. It was it's shit like uh, you hear people joke about doing things like uh, to be funny or like as a thing. Yeah. Um, I I do that all the time, and then it just becomes a part of my life. Like uh, I started saying "bro" a lot at one point because I thought it was fucking hilarious, mm-hmm. and then I was just saying it. Like a year later, I'm like that. You just said that without trying. <laughs> that was unironic. Yeah, and I was like, fuck. Like, <laughs> It just flows now. Like, that's what I say. Like, take it easy, bro. Like, All right. Cool. You're that dude now. Like, same thing with, like, uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade and Limeritas and shit. I started drinking those at one point because I was like, this will be fucking hilarious. And then you're like, and then this I was is like, fucking good. Damn good. Yeah. I found a Mike's Hard, the Black Cherries. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll fuck with these. Like, these are fantastic. And then it became, like, a thing, like, so much that... <clears throat> people that would come over to the house that I was living at Grand Rapids they'd be like so is Mike's hard like like the thing here at House Sadness and I was like no I just really like him <laughs> alright fucking weirdo <laughs> I thought you were like a whiskey and coke guy I was like yeah I am a whiskey guy and they're like Mike's hard huh real hard like, yeah like, yeah yeah. it's good man it's yeah good. the like, flavor yeah. is hard yeah try it tell me that this is not delicious <laughs> Please, I dare anyone to sip this. They're like, oh, I just can't drink this much sweet stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I drink whiskey and this. Don't fuck with my life. Okay? <laughs> Dude, my, uh, my buddy Josh, the one with the don't tell me how to live my life. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he would start stuff and it would become a thing. Like, uh, one time, instead of saying, because, like, are you messing with me? Are you pulling my leg or whatever? He started a new one, and he would say, "Are you sucking my dick right now?" Uh, <laughs> oh, that! I'm sure that would start off real quick too, man. Like, yeah, we that'd be a fun one to say. Me and our other, our other friend, we we all were roommates, and um, yeah, it was really fun to say. And then one time, because <laughs> there's always the situations where it's like, "Dude, are you messing with me right now?" And it's right. like, "Dude, I wish I was messing with you, but I'm not." Right. So it was. Dude, are you sucking my dick right now? And he goes, <laughs> he's like, dude, I wish I was sucking I your dick I was, right now. 
Trust me. Trust me. Be a much better situation if I was sucking your dick right now. This would be a lot easier to handle if I was sucking your dick right now. Yeah, that just makes for... It's, it's honestly all the things that start as silly shit make your life better in the long run. Yeah. Like, there's just... There's so much stuff. My buddy uh, Josh back home... One of my best friends. He's the one I do uh, the podcast with. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got me started on... Every time we would go to a bar, uh, he would always order Bud Light. Except he would say, uh, let me get a Budweiser Light. <laughs> and it's just so fucking simple. But it's so funny because you always get these... The waitresses just automatically just are like Budweiser. And then they hear light in their head bounce around a little bit. And so you get these like double takes of like... Either they're like, okay, smartass, like that kind of thing, yeah. or they're like really pissed. Or it's just like, oh, nah, you never hear that. <laughs> Usually they're pissed. Have, did Would any reaction be like, oh, we don't have that? Oh, shit, yeah. He got that. <laughs> Dude, he got that. This poor, dumb, dumb girl. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm glad you asked. He, uh, he did it once at, um, I don't think it was a bar in, in the area. He did it at a bar once, though, and... Uh, <laughs> He goes, yeah, I'll have a Budweiser light, please. And she goes, I don't know. I don't know if we have that. She goes, okay, let me, I'll go check. And she goes back and then she comes back with nothing. And she goes, yeah, so we don't have Budweiser light. And he he just smiles and looks at her and he goes, he goes, maybe you might want to go ask your manager. And she's like, I, I checked the computer. We don't have it. And uh, she was like, we have Budweiser and we have Bud Light, but we don't have Budweiser light. And he's like, seriously, you should go ask your manager. And so she leaves. He's like, seriously, so this bit keeps going? Yeah. You should really ask your yeah. manager? And he's that kind of dude, too. He's so fucking great with... See, he would be... He's amazing at improv, but he doesn't like it enough. Mm. Like, he likes doing it to make his friends laugh. Yeah. It's not a thing that is, like, his passion or anything, but he's fucking amazing. Like, just, he's a good liar, pretty much. Like... But, so he keeps it going, he's like, just go talk to your manager. She leaves, and then she comes back with a pint, and sets it down, and she goes, real funny. And then just walks away, and he's just like, yeah. He's like, yeah, it was yeah. funny. Because I can imagine exactly what happened yep. when you went back there, and you're like, this guy is asking for Budweiser Light, and the manager's like, okay, we'll give him one. And she's like, no, but it's not in the system. We have Budweiser, and we have Bud Light, but we don't have Budweiser Light. And then knowing that the manager gave her that look. Yeah, the look of like... The look of like, (laughs) sweetheart, like, don't make me regret hiring you. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, you're not this dumb. Please don't. Please don't tell me that you're... It's take... And you went back and forth two times already? (laughs) You even used the computer? It's like, it's like typing with a calculator upside down. You're like, I can't make an equation work, but it spells boobs. (laughs) And it's just like, you're using it wrong. I'm sorry. You're using your brain wrong. You just shouldn't have one. But yeah, it's always fun. Every single time. So then, so the, a simple act of ordering a beer becomes like a silly inside joke that's just fun. Yep. Especially because everyone gets so mad. <laughs> Are you sucking my dick right now? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Can I get a Budweiser Light? Are you sucking my dick right now? <laughs> no. Just break it down. It's fine. Listen, ma'am, I wish I was sucking your dick. But I just want a Budweiser light. Dude, I went so far. So, like, when I first moved out here, it was, it was like, my buddy Josh. Uh, it was a core group of my friends that, like, it really hit me that, you know, 
it was gone because I started going. I started hitting mics like when I first moved out here, and it hit me real hard because I I didn't realize just how much uh, how much fun mics were mm-hmm. uh, because I was with so many of my good friends. Yeah, because you could go up that night, not go up. You could eat a bag of dicks. You could do really well you could whatever it could be mediocre yeah. but because you're all laughing together and drinking or whatever and bullshitting yeah uh it's the night's always great and uh if it, it like dude it kicked me right in the fucking head like <laughs> it was insane and so i got really drunk one night and i went online shopping and i found <laughs> i found two shirts i found i found a shirt that said budweiser light on it no way which is like impossible because <laughs> i started doing research they only use the name Budweiser Light, I think, for four, four, four to six years. I think it was like four. <laughs> and the only reason I know this is because I also bought a shirt. It was the shirt I was wearing at uh, this show is your show. Okay. It's a beer delivery shirt that says Budweiser Light on it, too. <laughs> and I bought it off Etsy, and this cat sent, like, a fucking history of Budweiser Light with the shirt. What? Yeah, it was dope. It was like I was going to hang the shirt up in a in a picture frame or yeah. something. But, yeah, it was great. It's, you don't see that logo anywhere. It's, they only used it for a couple of years because it just didn't hit. No one apparently wanted to say Budweiser Light. <laughs> well, yeah, because people were shortening... People shortened Budweiser to Bud anyway, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You get a Bud. I think that was like a marketing campaign of theirs where it was just like... Give this me Bud's bud. for you. Yeah. I remember. Oh, yep. <laughs> so, it, just was, it was never meant to be. This Budweiser light is for you, Yeah, exactly. Good, sir. They're like, mm, it's not testing well. Mm-mm, it's no. really pissing the waitresses off and they're getting... <sighs> Change it. A just... lot of people are getting fired. <laughs> Change it. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so... Yeah. Um, dreams, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know, man. Like, cause I, I, the acting that I had done, I really enjoyed. I really like acting. Mm -hmm. Uh, the issue is, is I, I'm I'm a very anxious person. Okay. And so all the acting I've ever done is with friends. Yep. And so. And and you had the control. Right. And so that I think is going to be an issue. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to have to be stand-up route, and until or if I get a name enough in stand-up, then I could do acting. Yeah. Or do you have a YouTube channel? You could start there, too. Yeah. I just don't... I haven't I haven't made anything like sketches, and so I've, uh, the past four years has all been stand-up, pretty much. Yeah. Um, which has been great, but... I mean, I don't know. I'd love... I just, I don't want to do just one thing. I guess that's what it is. I really would love to, I'd really love to do like colleges. Because I feel like, um. Get on that NACA circuit. What is it? NACA. What the fuck is that? (laughs) National, uh, American Colleges Association, I think. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's, those are the people that book comics to fill their, like, auditoriums and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. See, I'm not, that's. That's where I fall short, is I'm not good at selling myself, because I don't believe in myself. <laughs> but, like, at the same time, I believe that's why I, I am getting better. Like, I feel like that's why I'm where I'm at, because I'm not... Because you have none of the... Content. None of the pomp, but all of the circumstance. Right. Like, I can be, I can, I can be, I can be assertive and confident on stage, but then I'll get off and I'm like, I fucked that up. I fucked this up. That shit sucks. 
they laughed at this, but I hate it. And like, and just all this shit where I'm just beat the hell out of myself. So I need like someone in my corner being like, this dude's great. Like book this dude. Don't talk to him. Cause he's not going to seem great, <laughs> but he is great. Like Don't I need say words at him. Right. I, it's just like, wait till he's done with the show. He's a really nice guy. Um, but he won't seem like he's funny. He won't brag about himself. And, uh, so I don't know. I'd love to do that. I think, I think, I don't I want to say brand, but my style of humor, I think, would work well with college kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it's darker. Uh, I, I have a lot of weird references and then just, it's just a lot of shit about me being poor. I'm pretty much, I pretty much dropped out of college and then never left that point (laughs) except for an age and body (laughs) so i think i could relate well with them like i still live like a college kid i have uh i have several jokes about ramen noodles (laughs) just like poverty stricken shit and just just haggard drinking like i pretty much am a college kid uh except you know without the college right exactly i still have the loans (laughs) yep me too i think i I think it'd be fun (sighs) and it'd just be a great experience i don't know I've met, I, I had a really great opportunity where I was in Grand Rapids, uh, where I became like, uh, a name in the city as like a local comic and people would like recognize me and stuff, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, but it's a small town, not real small, but small enough. And, uh, the home club, I would MC there and do guest spots and shit all the time. And, uh, I got to know the managers and it was great. You know, we would hang out and I got to meet a lot of headliners that would come through. I'd get to host for a ton of people that are, are pretty big and it was just a good time. Like I met a ton of really great people. Uh, I don't know if you know Dan Cummins. Yeah. Uh, Dan and I are really good friends because of that. Cool. He got on my podcast. Uh, I remember when he was on, uh, last comic standing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's a great guy, but it's like, I would have never gotten the chance to really hang out or meet him. Um, if I wasn't doing stuff at the club. And so, yeah, it was, uh, it, it put me in touch with a lot of great people, but it also put me in touch with people who were road comics mm-hmm. and were like, I don't know, man, it's a fucking, it's a struggle. Like, that's <laughs> the thing is yeah. it's every weekend you're gone. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's just insane. I don't know. I really like the idea of, of bouncing around to so many different places and shit like that, but I'm also such a homebody. Yeah. Like I have a, I, dude, it's impossible for me to like stay over at someone's house unless I have like, <laughs> a bed or not even a a bed like it could be just a separate room so that i can be me in here because otherwise otherwise i feel like i'm like disrespecting something or like i need permission to go to sleep or like i'm just my head is permission to go to the bathroom yeah yeah, exactly and so then i'm just like a prisoner in and they don't give a fuck they never do but i'm the dude who's like i ask dude the first time i kissed a girl i asked her at first like i'm that dude it was even, it was in a fucking movie theater. Polite to a fault. Yeah. It was in a movie theater. I'm like shaking like crazy. I think my arm's around her. I don't know. And I was like, can I kiss you? She's like, yeah, do it. <laughs> She's like, fuck yeah, of course. But yeah. But that, I was that dude. I'm just the dude. I'm not, I'm not confident in myself enough, you know? So. Alcohol. <laughs> and so alcohol. Yeah. But I'm a, I'm a fun guy, man. Like I'm cool. <laughs> but seriously, like yeah. uh... so I guess I mean honestly and this isn't very creative or anything. I would love I would love to get to a point in stand up where 
I have enough of a following that I can choose to do what I want. Yeah. Like, I, the biggest thing I want, I want an audience. I mm-hmm. want the shit where, like, because there are a lot of times I'll go and the crowd will be split. Like, some cats don't like me yep. and some cats do. I That's what I want. I love that in all my comedians, like, that are... Anthony Jeselnik is one of my favorite performers. He's great. he's someone though that if he went somewhere and it was a random assortment of people, it could be split. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be split. <laughs> like he gets super dark. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he's got this attitude that's fucking fantastic. But if you don't like it, you're not gonna like the whole thing. Yeah. And so that's that's what I want. I want <clears throat> I want enough of an audience that not only can I choose to do whatever comedic venture i want Mm -hmm. but to do it like for them like i would love to have the opportunity to show uh like my fans how much i appreciate them he did air quotes right there everyone yeah (laughs) i don't know how to do it it just feels weird even talking about it because it's not a thing but like that's what i've always loved in in uh people i look up to is you see them doing shit that's like, oh my god, like, look how much they give it. They actually give a shit. Yeah. So they're a fucking human being. It's not like this status symbol of you being this huge comic or something and then just being like, peh, peh, peh. <laughs> it's like, you're a fucking dude. Like, you got famous for shitting on yourself and now you're going to shit on other people? Like, all right. Yeah. But that would be great. Because then it'd be like, I mean, it's like Kevin Smith has such a, he's not a stand-up, but he has such a huge fan base that he was able to start a podcast network where he, what, he has like 12 fucking shows, doesn't More he? More than that. Jesus. Well, his own, the ones that he's on, I think there's like maybe four or five. And then, yeah, there's his, his in his network, and, there's like 25 or yeah. 30 shows. Yeah. And that's something that I always respected him for, too, is uh, he always keeps his friends around. Yeah. I love that shit. Like, yeah. that would be cool, too, to get to a point where maybe your buddies. Or the people you don't, the people you know are talented and you know are funny, uh, but it just weren't either didn't get the breaks you did, or maybe don't work as hard, or 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 whatever the fuck happened. Yeah. But just the idea to be able to make a living hanging out with your friends. Yeah. So then it's like this whole big circle where you started by bullshitting with your buddies at an open mic mm-hmm. and and seeing who could be the silliest on stage, or like mixing in shit. And like, oh, okay, so there's four of us up tonight. Let's all try to work in the phrase, uh, yo, my pussy stink. <laughs> and like we, would, we, like, we would do shit like that. And so the audience would hear four different people say something that was like, yo, my pussy stink. And it's just silly shit like that where it's like, but now we have like a budget and we could like shoot something. Yeah. And like all that shit that we talked about when we would get drunk and be like, oh, wouldn't this be fucking great? We can't do it. That's, that's what I want. Yeah. I don't need to make a lot of money. Uh, I just want enough. To, to where you're comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I, I want enough, and this sounds like I need a lot of money. I want enough to <laughs> not have to worry about money. Yeah. That's that's a goal I have, too. Where... I don't need a big fucking mansion. I'll tell you one thing, though. <laughs> I would like to own river otters. River otters? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and have, like, a whole, like, big setup in my backyard of, like, a terrarium and shit. That's a... Th- now, that's a fucking dream... <laughs> That I realize is not ever going to be a reality. But. But it could. Yeah. I've always wanted otters, man. <laughs> Fucking weird shit. They're adorable. Younger, they're so dope. <laughs> I love river otters, man. I found a place in California. You can pay $250. I've to heard swim of this place. With otters. Yeah. What's that place called? Uh, uh, 
nurtured by nature. <laughs> yeah. Dude. And the coolest part about it is I found it on Instagram because James Gunn went there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like, had this... Uh, the otters were running all over him and shit. And then, like, a couple months later, I saw fucking... Kyle Kinane went there and had otters <laughs> running on him. And I was like, why the fuck am I not there yet? Like, I need to see these things. I'm dying inside. But that's, I mean, that's a pipe dream. I think the rest, surviving on stand-up, uh, if you work your ass off, I think is a completely possible dream. Yeah. Um, but I think what trips people up is it's easy to forget how hard you have to work because it the whole idea of stand-up is portraying this false sense of, uh, I just thought of this. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Or even with jokes, you can tell or like written. the other day or whatever. It was simple. Like, yeah, it's all this simple thing like, yeah, exactly, like this just happened. And it's like, no, I've been doing this joke for three years and now I finally have it <laughs> at a point that every single word does something. But, uh, yeah, it's all made to seem so effortless. And then when you see people blow up, it's like, fucking, they're not that funny. And it's and it's such a subjective art, too, that it just never seems that difficult. But you never really know it's totally anybody's truth yep. story or, like, what actually kicked them up. And So, yeah. So I think a lot of people get bogged down in hating the negative parts of stand-up. Yeah. Which is, there's a lot. There's a lot, but then there's also a lot of positive. Like, when you hit... Oh, dude, when when a joke that you think was, like, kind of funny hits hard, Mm -hmm. you're like, shit, okay, I guess I had something there. It's about... Yeah, it's definitely about, like, holding Mm -hmm. on to the positives. Fuck, man, I was... One of the best shows I've ever done, I was a part of a show called The Dirty Show, which is perfect for me. Are you sucking my dick right now? No. (laughs) I'm not sucking your dick right now. You know what? It would fit for me to be sucking your dick right now for the dirty show. But Golden, that's that, that, was, a, alas, that was a perfect placement yeah, right there. But alas, I am not sucking your D. <laughs> um, but there's a there's a festival that I think's been running. This might be its fifth, fourth or fifth year in Grand Rapids. Um, the dirty show. And it was called Laugh Fest. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, one of my friends from back home, fellow comic, his name's Stu McAllister, he uh, he ran a show called The Dirty Show. Mm-hmm. And uh, the year before, I had seen one of my uh, favorite local comics and good friend Adam Deggy go up and just destroy. Like, it's a show that was, like, designed for people like us, where it's we go darker and it's dirtier shit and... In the Midwest, that doesn't always go over very well. You mm-hmm. have some Christian crowds and just very, like, conservative. <laughs> so the Dirty Show, it starts at midnight. There's no other shows going on, so everyone's, like, shit-faced already. <laughs> and so uh, he asked me to be a part of the show that year. And this was just last year. And uh, and it was great. It was... I had people tell me, they're like... Uh, they were like, you know there's, like, when everything just fires perfectly that's how that show went for you. And I was like, that's how it felt. Like I had to like pause way longer than expected. I didn't get into like five or six of my jokes because it was just like pausing for laughter. Nice. And, and saying this makes me feel like a cunt because, uh, I don't like talking about myself, or whatever. <laughs> but it was such a good feeling. Like, and then afterwards I got to hang out with my t- two of my best friends and just get shit faced and just, Oh, it was great. And then two days later I went up at one of the, one of Laugh Fest's 
local showcases. Yeah. Oh, dude. Just bombed. Like, just <laughs> ate so many cocks. Like, it was so fucked. It was like going... It was like going from... And this was in a huge place. Like, this is a place where they have, like, rock shows and stuff. This oh, dirty shit. Show. It was sold out. It was packed. Everyone's fucking laughing. I'm loving it. I'm getting, people are talking to me afterwards like, fucking great. And I even went dirtier on my jokes. So then I go two days later and I lighten up the jokes. And it was right back to that, like, grab bag, mostly conservatives. And, uh, yeah, I had several people be like, whoa, like, that was fucking awful. I had a buddy, I had a buddy be like, man, I was back here talking with Alan. And we really respect the fact that you just keep going even when you're not getting jokes. Or, I mean, laughs. And I was like, I think that's a compliment. Like, but, yeah, it was it was so fucking bad. But without that, without the dirty show, you know, I just held on to that. And I was like, well, <laughs> these people wouldn't have liked me at the dirty show either. So, yeah, it's definitely all about holding on to those really beautiful moments yeah. or opportunities. It's definitely true. Like, uh, there's the situations where your joke hits hard mm-hmm. and it hits hard a few different times and then there's a couple times where it gets like little to no reaction and that's that's when i'm like really nothing all right i guess that one was just for me or yeah. like or yeah or a new one that i started doing was a that's a good that's a good joke that one's going in the album yeah <laughs> i think it's you know what i think it's really because i have a joke I have a joke that I told for a really long time, and it was it was like a joke that people would remember me for, and uh, um, I I started doing it more recently, and it just doesn't have the same hit, and I think it's because you get like too if you get too comfortable with a joke, mm-hmm. it doesn't have the same kind of edge, yeah, as you brought to it. I gotta find that still. Try to find, <laughs> try to re-edge. Gotta stay fresh. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, uh, do you ever do you ever do open mics where you do all new, all new material? Uh, some, yeah. Yeah. I did one the other night where mm-hmm. I did mostly new stuff, and then I would, like, I'll fall back to a couple of jokes. Just, it's, mm-hmm. a lot of it's to, like, weigh out the audience. Yep. Where it's like, all right, so how much of their reaction am I going to take on this new material uh, in regards to old material? Okay, yeah. So it's like, all right, so I, it's not like I know this gets laughs, but I'm like, all right, it, this should get more laughs than my new shit. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of gauge. Yeah. If you know. they're, if they're cool or not. Yeah. If they were actually like paying attention. Yeah. And so you're like, all right, they're just, they just don't like me or something. I don't know. Who knows? You yeah. never know. Um, all right. What about, so where do you work now? You said you work from home, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, my mom and I started a self-publishing company based out of Grand Haven, Michigan. What? Yeah. So we don't print books or anything, but we do everything else. So she's a writer. Uh, and so from... You could come to us. The name of the uh, company is called Splattered Ink Press. Splattered Ink Press? Mm-hmm. And, uh, dot com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. at splatteredinkpress.com. <laughs> she's fucking hilarious anytime i mention it she's like oh but free plug like <laughs> like anytime i've been interviewed for like a couple of local magazines and stuff or like uh some other shit that i was on and she's like good job you mentioned the you mentioned the business and i'm like yeah they, is she gonna listen to this she probably will splatteredinkpress.com yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> she's awesome. She yeah, she's super supportive. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she's so she was an author, is an author, um, and uh, wanted to start this because all the all the self publishing shit was just awful. Yeah, stuff like Google and Amazon, Amazon and... have their own, but it's all print on demand, and it's all you have no control as yeah. an author. Yeah. So it's a little pricier to go through us because you're not paying by the book. Yeah. But if you went through one of those, you usually have to pay just as much for the book as uh, a, a reader would. You're getting mm. like nothing. And you have no say in what the cover looks like. You have like no say what's... It's what? fucked. Yeah. Um, but so you could come to us with an idea. She does coaching. She does uh, coach writing writer's coaching yeah writing coaching that doesn't sound right she coaches writers workshopping yeah and uh so you could come with an idea and you could be a part of the business until the end and then at the very end so it's like coaching and then she'd go into like editing and then we could go into layout and formatting and then i would do the jacket design and i have a whole like cover questionnaire that people fill out and uh try to make the book as personal as possible to them and also have it jump off blah 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 whatever this is mm-hmm. yeah it's cool but um mm-hmm. but then yeah after that then you tell us how many books you want and then we work with a couple different printers and we have them printed and then your book's a real thing that's awesome so it's pricey because it's i mean you're producing everything yourself yeah and then but and you can't just like bring those books to barnes and noble it's got to be like local bookstores and stuff and yeah there's i mean and that's the thing that people don't really understand is once your book is printed, that's when the work begins. Because then it's yeah. all about marketing. You gotta sell it. Yeah. Word of mouth. Like. Yeah. So. That's tough. Yeah, my mom's been trying to write. I think she's writing a book to help with marketing, and uh, we had a we had a writers conference that our company put on uh, in October. Yeah. So I was out here for a, er, yeah, a month. Yeah, not even was, a month. yeah, I was out here for like a month, which fucked me up too. Mm-hmm. Dude, that fucked me up worse than anything else. I was so happy. I'm happy. I'm calling her. I'm like, it's fucking great. I went to the comedy store and they let you hang out in the back. I went to all these mics. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And then I fly back a fucking month later and I'm like, Jesus Christ, all my friends are here. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend's here. This sucks ass. I got to go back to California. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that put me in a funk for another like month, but... <laughs> But yeah, uh, so that's what I do. I do graphic design, freelance graphic design work. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's nice. Um, but it's also... Sometimes sometimes I think it would be easier to uh, have a have a boss. Like, she and I <laughs> worked together very well. It was, a, it was a rough road when we first started, like, yeah. separating business and... Family. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, I, we do well, but I have a very hard time sometimes. With, we're getting better with giving me deadlines because other i'm so i'm so because these authors distracted. are like uh when's well, my design not gonna... really it's no it's weird because they are but then a book that we could have done in a month takes four or five because the author is just dilly-dallying and i'm like uh, i need shit for the back or they're busy editing with my mom yeah and i'm like is that what they're calling it these days yeah yeah <laughs> Nice. Most of these authors are all like old women and shit. <laughs> it's I a little hope, awkward, I hope but not. yeah. <laughs> but it's a uh, yeah. I mean, it's a great gig. It's just something that's not um, consistent enough. Yeah. 
And like I said, uh, I could get a cover done in a month, less than a month, um, depending on how active the, the, author, the is. author is. Yeah. And that determines when I get paid. I get paid half up front and half when it's over. Oh. And so all of a sudden, one book cover uh, that I could have this money that could go towards stuff. Um, <laughs> I have to just like sit living. and wait. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just have to sit and wait because the author doesn't have their shit together. And I'm uh, like, I'm, I'm fucking floundering. Like, <laughs> But no, it's cool, man. I, I wouldn't trade it. It's I get to I design shit. It's nice. Yeah. It's cool. Creatives, the creative arts. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but it's like I said, I'm not good at selling myself, so I only do work through Splattered Ink. <laughs> I've had people ask me to design their website. I've designed both of mine, but I will not do anybody else's because, and I've never charged anyone for headshots that I've taken of them either, um, because I just don't believe in myself. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna ask for money. Like, I think, I think I got money from. Uh, a comic back home but he like insisted oh, I was yeah. just like no it's fine I was really broke too so it wasn't as easy it wasn't as hard for me to be like okay but he he set the price early because otherwise I'm just like oh like this these are these photos are probably all shit to you so I'm, I don't want to be like yeah 100 bucks a pretty great photographer and then they're like what the fuck is this like yeah. this shit is awful <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, here's some photos. <laughs> Here, it's free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's why I could never, I could never charge somebody. I'd also fuck myself over too, because if I was working on a website, I would just get insane, and I get very like in the detail, yeah, like minutia. And they're like, I don't fucking care about that. And I'm like, it's, but it's driving me crazy. And they're like, I'm paying you fifty dollars for this. And I'm like, I know, but it's gotta be great. <laughs> so it's just bad on both ends. So I just don't, I don't. <laughs> And that's, like, what I was saying is my mom, she's the one who sells me. She's, yeah. you know, and, and my uh, portfolio sells me. <laughs> so people are like, oh, your, your son must be so great, and he's so great. And she's like, yeah, he is. He's very talented, and don't add him on Facebook. Uh, but, yeah, like, there's been several clients that have met me, and they know I do stand-up, but they've never seen me perform. And then my mom's like, do not accept their friend request. And I'm like, that's so rude. I'm not that guy. And she's like, Jacob, they are clients of ours. Like, they, you can't, you, can't, they can't be on Facebook and see you, like, writing I heart pussy fart on stuff. <laughs> and then, like, and then still look at you the same afterwards. I'm like, yeah, but that's what's awesome is I can say all that shit and it's all fucked up. But then they still get a great product. And she's like, I respect that. But no. I'm like, okay, I get it. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Separation of I heard pussy fart. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things to say. <laughs> oh, we were going somewhere else too with uh, the publishing and the shit. I I, I lost it, but <laughs> okay, let's go back to the questions. All right, what uh, what's your favorite part about doing? Doing stand-up. Oh, no, that's what I was going to ask. Uh, mm. So the graphic design and everything, uh, have you ever thought about like going into animating or, in, or any of that? I did that when I was in film school. <clears throat> that was one of the things, like, I had. I took uh, two animation classes, and I ended up doing, like, research outside of the class because it was going too slow for me. Uh -huh. But it was all in Flash. So I know how to animate. I know how to, like, do stop motion, and I understand, like, keyframing and everything. Mm -hmm. um, I love animation. Um, 
but the animation's I'm awesome. not a good illustrator. <laughs> I'm a terrible illustrator. So what's your what's your strength in animating? I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so someone else yeah. design the characters well, like, and I'll make them move. <laughs> yeah, I've done some animation. Like the best you'll see my drawing ability is uh, I, I really like Don Hertzfeld. Do you know who that is? Yeah. He does all his stuff all page ser- by page. My spoon is too yeah. big. <laughs> and all his drawings are super simple. They're great. So I got really into him when I was taking animation. And so I did like an homage to him. And I, it's on it's on w- one of my old YouTube channels. Uh, but yeah, I just did it frame by frame. And so it's squiggly as fuck. And it's yeah. stick figures. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. It's awesome. But... Wait, he does his page by page, so he Dude, he'll he he'll draw his... on one and then like look at it and match it up and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's ins- page by fucking page. Just, oh man, that totally explains the whole the, like. Is it a rabbit or something that like starts blowing away and like yeah, all the papers all the crumpling crinkles. and stuff? Yeah, it's he's in he's incredible with what he does. He <laughs> figured out. I don't know exactly what it is or what it's called, but he even figured out there's like neon like lasers in in one of the scenes at one point in in one of his cartoons and he had found a way of photographing because what he would do is do it page by page and then you have like a whole big setup of like a camera uh uh completely parallel over yeah right on top of the paper it would just click click whoa click yeah just one by one and so he found some way in like the film of doing some effect that made it like neon. So he was animating on the paper and on the film at the same time. It is, it's crazy. Oh my gosh. And like I said, I don't know the details as much. I read about it one time and I have an awful brain. <laughs> but, but he's crazy, man. He does some really cool shit and it's all traditional. It's no digital. I haven't seen any of his stuff since all the... Since all the... Um, what was... Those shorts were part of like a festival yeah, or something, the animation right? show. Yeah, yeah. Since, uh, since all that, I think that series of cartoons was like called Rejected. Yep. Rejected. A rejected marketing something. Rejected commercials. Or, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then he did yeah all the in betweens of the show. <laughs> My anus is bleeding. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's it's so funny. It's just so bizarre. You're a fan of I'm the Simpsons. The queen. Yeah. What is it? Uh... I don't remember, man. <laughs> what the. I haven't seen it in a while. It's so fucking funny. If you get a chance, if you're a Simpsons fan, look up. He did uh, a couch gag. And it's fucking nuts. Dude, it's What happens in it? Um, It's definitely his style, but it's... Because I've seen all every episode. It's like in the future. It like goes to the future where they're like these like bubble creatures and... uh, Fuck, man. It's... I can't remember exactly, but (laughs) it's hilarious. You've got Lisa like yelling some crazy shit and... (laughs) <laughs> just look it up it's great yeah. yeah yeah i think i know the one you're talking about but it's I, crazy I watch it again <laughs> yeah just write don hertzfeld simpsons intro. simpsons intro it's great yeah splatteredinkpress.com yeah yeah <laughs> don't connect the two <laughs> splattered ink press is a serious business <laughs> and uh yeah, so I love animation, and I've I've written a couple of scripts and like ideas for shows and shit like that where animation is a big part of it. I'm a huge fan of uh, this show called The Mighty Boosh. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, fucking great. <laughs> I've always been just a huge fan, and uh, I've seen I've seen the third season, and also um, 
uh, fucking old uh, Greg. Yeah, old Greg. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that's what everybody like. Yeah, anyone who's like, I don't know what that is. I'm like old Greg. They're like, bro, I love Mighty Boosh. I'm like, shut up. You've <laughs> I, seen one thing, you fuck. <laughs> the only reason that's I've seen thing. third season and not the first two is because when I was married to this this person, this woman, uh, <laughs> she. Um, she was a very good idea of <laughs> how things ended. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> oh, she, uh, she was like, I want to show you the Mighty Boosh. And I was like, sweet, let's start at the beginning and go. Because uh-huh. like, I love continuity and I love like starting at the beginning of like a show and right. going. And she was like, no, 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 the first two seasons are okay, but the third season is really good. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Also, I don't agree with that. <laughs> it's so funny though because every single season is is so different. You don't yeah. uh, aside from knowing the characters, there's no continuity. Yeah. Like she's she's just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. We're checking out though. But yeah, if uh Yeah, it's one of my favorite shows. They don't do animation. They do some actually. They have some cut in and their animator is fucking great. Oh, like the the moon or um Yeah, but they do like um they do, like, weird traditional, like, not animation, but they do so much with costumes. I love creatures and shit. Like, I mean, like old Greg. And then you've got one of my favorite episodes is the Crack Fox. Not yeah. not the whole episode. That episode kind of drives it, away at a certain point. It goes into a weird place. Right. And I love that about them. They get so dark and it's so fucked up. But the Crack He's Fox... like living in the trash yeah, pile. When he first meets him, it is just like the funniest thing. And it's just... It's the old school costume stuff where it's his head and then they just built this weird, creepy fox body yep. below him. It's just so cool. I love just wild shit like that. And so I'd love to... I'd love to... So I have... What I have is, like I was saying, is jack of all trades kind of thing. I have... A little knowledge in a lot of things. Yeah. So it's it works out well when I'm thinking of ideas. If I had no idea what how animation worked, mm-hmm. it would be a lot harder to like maybe write a sketch or something where it included animation because then you're just like, I think they can do this, you know, and then you give it to an animator and they're like, No, you fucking idiot! Like that's not how this works. Yeah, just throw a green screen up and then you, yeah, and like no, you fucking asshole. So, but it's it's just so time consuming and you gotta find a good artist and then you gotta find I mean shit look at writers and voice actors are, yeah. and, <clears throat> and I know these are feature films but watch the credits for an animated movie oh there's a million people they're involved. as long as the goddamn movie like <laughs> those credits go by so much faster than any other movie cause it's just like dude we have like 6,000 Chinese people that worked on this and it's just insane Korean, sorry. <laughs> South Korea. Yeah. Uh, Rough Draft Studios. <laughs> they worked on Futurama. I know yeah, that. man. You got you seriously have people out there, and this is I mean, this is talking about like three D, like new Disney shit with how animation's going now. But mm-hmm. you you can have people being like, I was the animator of the left elbow. And like that being like a top job, oh my you know, gosh. like I was his shin. <laughs> Which shin? Yeah, both shins. Yeah, both shins, dude. <laughs> what? You were the they shin gave guy. Both shins. Ah, oh, that was some precision work on the shins, bro. Yeah. It's, it, and it's like that too. I guarantee you. 
It's fucking nuts. <laughs> you hear about it and stuff where people are like, yeah, man, I did the scales. <laughs> I, oh, it was, I was watching a behind the scenes of Brango, and this guy was like, the scales were insane because snake scales move so much. Oh, you yeah. Can't, like, you can't do any... Like, there's a lot of stuff that they've made, like, um, <clears throat> programs and kind of, like, formulas for yeah. that can kind of cheat animation yeah. and help. But, yeah, I remember them talking about how the scales on the, the snake and that were just insane because it's just every scale moves differently when he moves. And yeah. I respect the shit out of animators. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But, so, seen, to answer your you question, seen... I'm, I, I know how... <laughs> But I can't do it. <laughs> I can't draw. If I could draw, I, I could animate. And that'd be dope. I'd make a lot of fun shit. I guarantee I would have made a ton of cool shit. It would have been weird as fuck. But uh, I can't draw worth shit. I'm not going to try anymore either because just, it just hurts me too much. Yeah. I never get better. And I'm like, no, maybe I'll try some realistic like portrait stuff. And I'm like, why would you think that was a better idea? And then you see like... You see, like, pieces of art where you're like, that's some terrible drawing, but it's cool because it's terrible. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, fuck it, I'll just draw. And then I draw, and I'm like, this is fucking terrible. But not cool because it's, cool. it's terrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not cool at all. It's just awful. Like, where... where it's, I think it's the confidence again. It's like, people that draw shitty, they're just like, yep, here's a panda. And people are like, that's a fucking dope panda. And other people are like, that's a shitty-ass panda. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not buying that shit. And they're like, no, I am because it's unique. Yeah, it's abstract. Yeah, I'm like, it's an abstract I'm not panda. unique. I just am not talented at this. <laughs> Don't encourage me to continue doing things I'm not talented at because I'm going to become a terrible person. That's how terrible people are made. Oh, wow, here's $600 for that shitty drawing of a cat. Thanks. Uh... Oh my god, I can make money and do this. <laughs> I'm gonna draw more, but not study art. That's how I felt about um, that Adult Swim show, 12 Ounce Mouse. Did you ever see oh, it? Oh yeah, that was insane. I, I only saw one episode, and I was like, I can't... I, didn't, I don't even think I watched a full episode, and they're yeah. only like 11 minutes long or something, and I was like... Who the fuck greenlit this shit? Like, what four-year-old was oh, like, here's so my much. drawings? Yeah. Well, I think that was them, like, purposely doing, doing it bad like on that. purpose. Yeah. And you know yeah. what's funny about me just bitching about that? I love shows like that. <laughs> like, I love art. Like, I would, I'm the dude that would buy that art. I, I wouldn't enjoy that I did it. But then I'd look it out on the wall, and I'm like, that's pretty neat. <laughs> like, I could just never do it myself. But yeah, like uh, like home movies. That that yeah. cartoon was. It's not insanely well drawn. Super simple. I love simple shit. But yeah, there's a part of me that hates it. <laughs> there's a part of me that hates. <laughs> but then I mean, with that simple stuff, if you watch what is it, Twelve Ounce Mouse? Is that yeah. what it was? Yeah. It was pretty funny. I never. If you could uh, get past. What the, it was is like. Um, it was. I think I saw it before I had even started doing stand up, yeah. and like before I could it's have even thought that it was like a joke that it was even a show. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, my brain couldn't get past the animation. I was like, no, yeah. no, nope, no. Nope. Well, they switch. <laughs> I think they switched from like two D to three D every once in a while. Like the town would be in three D and shit would catch on fire. And it, there'd be, like, a camera pull <laughs> of the 3D, like, paper town. It was very weird. It was, they, they've made some really weird, like, animated shit, but 
I mean, I think it mostly got greenlit because it was fucking weird and dark and funny. <laughs> and I remember watching some stuff that was, it was pretty good. It was fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I think, I mean, it didn't last. And maybe it didn't last because it was like, people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> They're doing adult jokes over kid drawings. <laughs> I'd have to, I'd have to give it, give it another look. Yeah. But, yeah, that first impression. Don't quote me on it because I haven't seen it in a long time. So I could have watched it like I mean, drunk. if you're saying it's the best show ever, just say <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, like I said, I'm not assertive enough. There's, there's rarely anything that I'll be like, this you need to see. Because even with that... I've, I've Rick and given, Morty. Rick and Morty's great. That's, that's one where I'm like, show. if you don't think this is funny, you're just wrong. <laughs> see, the problem I have with that is is Futurama. I love Futurama. It's my, so my great. My cousin and I connected on Futurama when we were younger, and at times I'm like, Futurama. yeah, I, yeah and I noticed the Golden Benner and shit up there yeah, too. Yeah. But uh, I've mentioned that to so many people, and people will just be like, I don't like cartoons. Oh, yeah, and, and you're like, like, eat my dick. It's what, not do you not like Joy? Yeah, exactly. They can do anything. <laughs> One of the, it's a talking robot, you asshole. Yeah. One of them Cyclops. When people go, yeah, when people go, I don't like cartoons, or like, I don't watch kids' shows, or cartoons are for kids, and like, go fuck yourself, because we're all kids. They? Yeah. Yeah, they've won Emmys, they've won... Because they have fucking actual scientists helping yeah. them write episodes. That's insane. It's such a fucking beautiful show. So I guess that's what I do is I, mm-hmm. with certain people, I won't tell them like, you should check this out because then I'll, I lose respect for them when they say shit like that. Oh, uh, yeah. You so know like, that their reaction is yeah. going to be like, mm, no. Yeah. Cartoons are for ch- children. Just, yeah. Well, not even that. Even if they're just like, I didn't care for it. I'm like, I don't care for you. Yeah. Uh, when did... When did this happen? When did I stop loving you? Just then. Like, I, it's just too... How have you been so wrong your whole yeah. life? And so... And I lived just, this long? I just don't want to look at... I don't want to have a reason to look at someone differently. That's, that's what it is. So I made that mistake with uh, two of my best friends. like, yeah, I don't care for that show. And you're like, well, I don't I was like, care for you, Yeah, bitch. exactly. I really wish I wouldn't have done this. Because it's clearly still in there. I just brought it up. Every time I see you, every time Futurama's on and you're with me, I'm like, well, we can't watch this shit. <laughs> Great. Because you're going to have a visceral reaction yeah. to it. They do love Rick and Morty, though. <laughs> they both love Rick and Morty. Oh, so so good. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's also a thing, like, with cartoons, you had to... you had to Be there when it was on? Or, or find the experience yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that where... Um, maybe that's a thing. You show someone a show and they're like, oh, that's pretty good. I look at it But if you... Ways. If you tell them about it and they're like, oh, I'll check it out. And then they get to it on their own. They stumble upon it kind of more so than. Yeah. It's almost like a, oh, yeah, I think I think Doug mentioned check this show out. <laughs> it's like, I'll check it out. And you don't really remember what you said about it. Yeah. Then you get to watch it with unbiased. Yeah. When I when I when I try and get my buddy Josh to uh, watch a show, I'll way downplay it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, and then he'll get to it at some point. Yeah. Like, I'll, I trust that he'll get to it at some point. Like, with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. Like, I haven't I, seen that yet. I've, I've, I watched it, I've watched it since the, since it started. And, like, uh, everyone is always, like, uh, who I've talked to about it, they're like, yeah, the first few episodes are a little rough, and then they really get into it. And, like, I just liked it, like, straight up. But, yeah. um, so, I was like, dude, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s pretty good. And he was like... Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah. And then and then he talks to me like six months later, and he's like, "Dude, I stopped started watching Agents of Shield. It's fucking good." Yeah. I'm like, "I know, right?" Like, what are you talking about, man? 
you downplayed the shit out of that. And you're like, yeah, I know I did, man. This would be a totally different conversation right now if I didn't. Yeah, I know, it's smart. Sometimes you gotta do that. You gotta, I mean, that's one of the things about being an adult is you gotta start finding ways of talking to your friends so you don't find out enough about them to start disliking them. <laughs> you guys connect. Strategic yeah, friendship. Exactly, yeah. You guys, you're like, we connect on enough levels. Where we're not going to go to certain places, we're not going to talk about certain things, because otherwise, that's when the deep stuff comes out, and you're like, fuck. I didn't have any backup friends. Like, I didn't apply to any backup friends. Like, I got into this friend, and I took it. <laughs> I didn't apply to any safety friends. Right, exactly. Safety schools. I got no safety friends. And now this cat just stuck his finger in a stripper's asshole, like, oh shit. I did not see this coming. That wouldn't that wouldn't actually affect me. I've seen my friends do some awful shit at strip clubs. Not a big strip club guy. Gone with them a few times. I've never been. It's. I mean, yeah. if if you haven't there's there's nothing actively like... sought out going to a strip club yet. You're you're not gonna. Yeah. It's not gonna be like you walk in and you're like, this is nothing what I thought it would be. It's yeah. Exactly what you think. It and it's not even, I have a lot of people that give me shit and they're like, what? So you're like one of those guys who's like, oh, she could be a mother. And I'm like, oh, fuck that. I don't care about them. Like, and that sounds shitty. But it's like, they're doing a fucking job. I get that. But listen, I know what their job is. And I don't like the idea of me being swindled. <laughs> yeah. All right? Because I have internet. I pay for internet at home. I'll throw dollars at my computer screen because I get to pick them up afterwards. <laughs> I don't even care if I come on them. Like, there's... I don't want to watch someone else pick up my money. Like, I understand... Okay, here's the thing. I understand... I was just talking to my friend about this last night. I understand the idea of uh, escorts and prostitutes more than strippers. Yeah. Because strippers is just... It's just live... It's just fucking stripping. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, burlesque shit can be beautiful sometimes and stuff, but other than that, it's just you're just staring at a lady's body and she knows you're doing it. That's awful. There's no, <laughs> there's like no anonymity. She might not know your name. She might call you stud or uh, whatever the fuck to get more money, but tiger. Yeah, like, but there's no like, it's 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 the ultimate three D strip movie. I guess, but I just can't, I'd rather, I'd honestly rather pay a prostitute and either have sex with her or, you know, cause then it's a transaction that's way better. It's way better. We both know what we're doing here. Money's exchanged. Fluids are exchanged. And then, and then it's, and then it's done. There's no lying. Like that's the thing. There's no lying it's honest, with prostitution. It's and there's so much lying with strip clubs. <laughs> the second time I went to a strip club, this girl was just hanging all over me trying to buy get me to get shots and I was like, "No, I don't want any shots." Like I know what you're doing. I don't want any shots because then that is going to be expensive and then that'll lead to a dance and that's expensive. I do not have any money. And so she was like, "Okay." And then she goes on to my friend and goes up to my friend who's a great guy, but he's simple. He's a very, he has a very immature outlook on the world. Um, he's a lovely human being. I love him to death, um, but simple in a certain sense, in a lovely sense. But she says, do you want a shot? And holds the tray out. And he goes, yeah, I'd love one. And just takes the shot. You don't do that. 
You think you go into a strip club and you magically get free shit? That's not what happens. Your friends barely give you free booze when you're at their house. Like, they're... So then all of a sudden it's like, you owe me 20 bucks. And he's like, I don't have fucking $20. And it becomes this huge thing. Oh, and one of our friends whoa. is a total, like... Uh, hothead. Yeah, not hothead, but he's just... He's an asshole. He treats them like shit because he's like, this is a business or whatever. And so mm. he's like, fuck you, you tricked my friend into this, blah, blah, blah. And while they're in a fight, the rest of the shots in the tray are being taken by another one of my friends and his friend. Oh, no! So they're just drinking all those. And that's never noticed, which is great, because that's like $200 on a plate. And then eventually, uh, eventually the, the dude who starts yelling, a fucking security guard comes over, they're yelling back and forth, and he ends up paying them the money, and it's all over. And then it's all back to normal. Like, that's what's fucked up. It's all back to normal. And then the girl's, like, forced to be in this uncomfortable situation where yeah. then she goes up to my uh, simple friend and is like, okay, well, you get a dance with the drink. And it's this weird, like, so nothing just happened? <laughs> like, that yelling. Are we just going to pretend that none of that happened? And the other that guy that's happened? with us was calling you, like, a cunt and, like, <laughs> and all this shit. We're just, that's just done. So then he did. She brought him over into this area and gave him a dance. He came back with this stupid smirk on his face. And he's like, yeah, man, I think she liked me. Uh, she was saying that, you know, uh, our friend was a dick. And and then she gave me, like, a special treat. And we're like, what does that mean? And he's like, well, she stuck her finger in her pussy and then put it in my mouth. And I was like, that's not a treat, buddy. That's a trip to the fucking... Uh, <laughs> doctor. Like, what are you doing? You're gonna, are you going to go in the bathroom and lick the sink next, you fucking idiot? Like, it's crazy shit. I purposefully did not use any names in this scenario. Even though, shit, I mean, us having a podcast and us being who we are, ugh. Yeah, a lot of stuff got out, especially from that friend. But yeah, he was just like, I don't know what strip clubs are like. And it's like, just make some assumptions, man. Just some common sense assumptions. Like, maybe uh, you getting a finger shoved in your mouth after it was in a stripper's pussy isn't considered a special treat. Maybe let's do that. And honestly, somebody listening that goes to strip clubs a lot, they might be like, yeah, it is. That's 80 bucks a pop, yo. Like... So, if that's true, good for you, but, yeah, that's rough, man. I'm just too paranoid about that shit, man. I'm too paranoid to, like, I love giving, I love giving head to girls, but I'm super paranoid about, like, strangers and shit, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden now for the rest of your life, you got fucking shit on your face because someone didn't say she had herpes or something, like, it just drives me nuts. I'm just like, no, I'm good, man. I'll just practice cuddling this on my armpit or something. <laughs> Piddlingus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, and then when I'm with someone that I trust, they'll be in for a real special treat. <laughs> I'll be ready. Yeah, it's great shit, though, man. It's it's fucking wild. I would definitely, I would definitely suggest. I mean, if here's the thing: is it just costs it costs too much too. Like the drinks are expensive there. Everything's just expensive. <laughs> but I'd go with some friends if you ever got the opportunity and you trusted those friends. Like, because there are friends also who I'm lucky. I have the friends that I do and they know where I stand on stuff mm -hmm. because there are people that I know have 
uh, would force like a lap dance on somebody. Yeah. And that's shit. That's not. That's not real cool in my book. Yeah. Me saying this. <laughs> if a chunk of my friends heard me say this, they would next time we went to a place they would force us. <laughs> <laughs> but dance. Right. <laughs> it's just shit that I mean fuck me. It's 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 a weird in between between paying for sex and paying for a dinner date. <laughs> Strippiness, yeah. you know? Because you don't ever want to slow down that awkward moment when you finally get back to a house with a girl and it's like, "Oh, we are going to have sex." You never want the moment of you both disrobing to last longer. Because it's so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> and that's not a great example because the female body is fantastic. They all do wonderful things, especially if they're well-trained on the pole. <laughs> I've seen some crazy shit. That's like Cirque du Soleil stuff where it's like, yeah, I'll give you $5. Like, that was dope. Um, I mean, that's the kind of shit where if like, homeless people were doing that, I'd be like, yeah, here's my money. Like, that's strippers. Just street performing. <laughs> That'd be dope. That's a great idea if anyone That's has it. That's a sketch, it. dude. Yeah. Let's fucking make that. Yeah. Just fucking go down Hollywood, right in front of the Chinese theater, set up a pole, and just do your thing. I guarantee you're making money. Dude, and the pole is going to be like, it, they they broke it out of cement somewhere, like it's right. an old tetherball pole or right, something. Right, yeah. <laughs> and like in the cement, there's actually like, it would work well in front of the Chinese theater because it's just got like... Uh, handprints in it, except it's just from, like, kids who died several years ago. It's really just to set the, just to really tug the heartstrings even more. This used to be in our backyard, but then my kids died. I started stripping. But yeah, I feel like, I feel like I could, I feel like I could become someone who pays for sex. Because I get too anxious. I can't date, man. It's insane. It's insanity. I've I've never, not never, um, but all the girls that I've like been with or like started dating or like yeah. courting, it's all been from knowing them somehow, before through or before. Yeah. yeah, like my my most recent breakup, which was fucking in January. Um, oh damn. She and I met because she worked at Dr. Grin's, the my home comedy club okay and uh and, and then so she stayed out there while you came up here yeah dude it's a long story um <laughs> yeah um but uh so i mean we were together for a while i think it it, it would have been like about a year around january we started hanging out but so the title of the my podcast how sadness came from <laughs> me moving into a house with four other comics wait Whatever. I don't fucking care. It's, no one knows. The, those four other people know. Four. So four. There were six so, of us. Yeah. Someone's listening in, like, Australia. That's not right. Yeah. No. 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 Get All the right. number right. So what was it? It was me. It was... So there's five people. Yeah, it was me okay. and three other comics, one non-comic. All right. And uh, so I was laughing about moving in. I was like... Oh, a house with that many comics call it house sadness and uh <laughs> so that's what everyone called it it's still called that to this day like people that same house yeah my buddy josh still lives there and uh so do and that's in michigan yeah yeah okay yeah. and and when i moved out another comic moved into my room <laughs> and so it's still just comics and then one non and um it was great it was the best it was it sucked that the best living situation i've ever had in my life which 
don't count out my friend Woody. I lived with him for a couple years, and that was fantastic too. <laughs> but the time had run its course. I'm just saying this in case he hears this. I love you, and I had a great time with you. But I had never lived in a house before, and it was fantastic. It was it was just great. It was cheap. Uh, it was drunk. It was everything. So after the shows at Dr. Grin's, the girls wouldn't get uh, out until like maybe sometimes one, two in the morning. The mm. waitresses and uh, some of them weren't. 21 and so they would all come back to house sadness and we would all just get shit faced <laughs> and so then eventually it came to a point where she was she and i stayed up one night and talked for like ever and then she stayed over and then all of a sudden it was you know we started seeing each other more regularly and then it became dating and, and then bound chicka bow wow yeah yeah <laughs> that's really, i mean that's just what that's what it was for what a am while. i six i think we were oh that's fine man come on we're not comics talking to each other. No. Just, are you sucking my dick right now? You realize we no. were saying that earlier. No. Yeah. <laughs> Bachigawawa is fine. Um, yeah. I'm like, it, I'm like, and then S E X. S I N G. It's like, yep. Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> but. No, it was great. I mean, it was it was like my first real relationship, uh, unfortunately, because I just you know, I learned a lot of things in it uh, to look out for in the future. Mm. She's an amazing girl. She's fantastic, but we just didn't. There was I don't know, it just didn't click. And we then got, watch out for flying hands. Uh, we didn't like flying yeah. knives. Right. No, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a very like. It was more yelling. There was a lot of there was a lot of yelling, and I'm not a big yelling person, and that mm-hmm. always surprised me, mm-hmm. and it fucked with my head because my dad was very abusive mm-hmm. uh, to my mother, which is why they got a divorce um, way back, way back, and uh, so I was scared that I finally was in a relationship, and I'm like, oh fuck, I am abusive. But oh. what I think it is is what we both realize is we brought like the worst out in each other. Yeah. And I was constantly drunk. I, I drink a shitload. I don't, I don't, I'm sure everyone can notice like, all these stories. But it just wasn't... There was there was stuff that clicked, and then there was stuff that just didn't click. It was yeah. like a weird 50-50 polar opposite thing where uh, it was like the first girl I ever admitted that I loved her and like really opened up. I never opened up, ever. Yeah. And uh, even with girls that I can... I regret not opening up to and like yeah. really just stuff that I cared about them so much. But especially when I was starting stand-up, I was seeing a girl that I cared about so much but spent so much time doing stand-up. It's such a selfish uh, act. Yep. Like it's such a selfish thing. And so pretty soon I was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to... This is, I don't want to grow to resent each other and shit. And yeah, it was, yeah. it was tough. It was crazy, but, um, you ended something that was bad that would have probably gotten worse. Yeah. No, I ended something that was good. Uh, because I knew I would have done something shitty. I would have, what I would have done is I would have hurt her. This is the other girl, not the girl that I dated. Right. I would have hurt her more because what I, I don't care about hurting myself. So I would have done something shitty to make a breakup easier or something. Okay. I think. And then it would have it would have ended up prolonging our time together yeah. would have been more painful to end it later yep. than ending it right then. And yep. I knew that I it, I would end it later. Yep. So I did that with every every girl that I started seeing. It was always like uh, I don't see this working. 
and then they'd be like, let's try it. And I'm like, it's too late. I already don't see it working. <laughs> like, and it was, it's fucked up. It's a fucked up mindset, but it was also something where I was like, if, the more time we spend together, the more it's going to hurt when inevitably this ends. <clears throat> so, but... Like I said, with this this girl, I finally... So, ladies, yeah. he's single. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I really want to date the guy who said he's he's totally willing to pay for sex, but just can't afford it. Yeah. And that all relationships are doomed. Right. I didn't say all. I'm saying mine. I, you know, I'm not a selfish person, but I have, um, I have selfish tendencies, and a lot of it has to do with uh, work. Like, I would never, I would fucking hate myself if I started dating somebody and then just saw stand-up fall to the wayside. Mm. And that sort of happened a little with this last relationship. Happened a lot with my yeah. my ex, yeah. Like, it's easy. Tw- I went up twice in two years. Your priorities changed. It was fucked up. And yeah. I mean, there is a reason, there is a reason, it's a drug. Relationships are a drug. It's It felt great to know someone loved me. It felt amazing to know that uh, I could have sex whenever I wanted and shit like that. I mean, it's it was amazing to have someone to to be near and sleep next to and like just have, like, you know, that's your person. And that sounds weird, yeah, that's it. But in a sense, it's yeah, like it's it's a and then it becomes it's a, a term part of term you of endearment in, exactly. instead of like the uh, she's mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's mine. Don't touch her. Like, I don't care if you touch her. Just don't. <laughs> touch her certain places <laughs> don't take her either that'd be rude don't put her finger in your mouth i don't do anything like damaging <laughs> or anything but yeah i don't know it was it was something and then she actually came out and stayed with me for a month uh from december mid-december to mid-january Whoa. and that was kind of like a trial run because it was like i didn't i said uh, i mentioned earlier i hadn't been getting out doing stand-up much after i had gone back i stayed at her place for the week that I was back for the writers conference and then I got back home and I was fucked. I spent a whole week sleeping with her and being with her and being with my friends when I wasn't with her and then being with uh, my mom and the company and seeing family and stuff and and it fucked me up where I was so depressed. I didn't do anything. I barely left the apartment. Um lot of drinking. Like I found out Ralph's you could if you buy if you buy was it four or more fifths you get a huge discount <laughs> so i was doing that uh, and uh yeah so it was just crazy shit and i'm talking to her all the time we're both just super depressed and bummed and uh so we were talking about her moving out here and i'm like well let's do a trial run yeah. for a month because we have no idea what it would be like it wasn't good <laughs> wait so she was here for christmas she was here for her birthday and christmas oh. and new year's i was in oakland on new year's oh. Uh, which was great i loved it when she was out here thing is i i could not live with her yeah i couldn't do it um my my birthday is near christmas is it when's her birthday uh it was december 14th oh okay what i think (laughs) see don't you can't ask me questions like this we're not together anymore so it's not like i can get in trouble i'm see that's the kind of shit i'm awful with though and you were together for a year right yeah yeah. And half of it was this super up and down topsy. Last May, I came out here before I decided to move, move. And uh, um, apparently, we didn't make it clear enough 
that uh, it was exclusive. It was exclusive. Yeah. Because she texted me after a, a big show I had out here where I got to perform at uh, Zach's birthday party with uh, a bunch of Zach's friends who are who are really uh, really great comics. And then Zach Perlman. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then John Mulaney was on the show and Natasha Leggero was on the show. So yeah. it was a fucking amazing night. Um, <clears throat> And uh, then the next morning, I got to wake up to a text that was like, I think we should stop seeing each other because I'm seeing this other guy, and it's starting to get serious. <laughs> yeah. We had, I mean, we had just an ins- I could I could go for an hour about the insane shit that we went through. But then, like I said, there was some connection that we kept, we couldn't see the signs. Yeah. Neither one of us could see the signs that yeah. we shouldn't stay together. But, <laughs> You're finding your birthday. No, it's not my phone. It's written on my calendar at home. <laughs> Whatever, I fucked it up. She's not going to listen to this. She doesn't even have a computer. <laughs> but she's... So she turned she turned 22 while she was out here. Okay. She's just young. She has, um... This sounds shitty. She has some growing up to do. I mean, and yeah. that's and that's stuff that you got to do on your own. That's real, yeah. You know? So there's just certain, How old are you? Uh, I'm 26. Okay. I'll be 27 in June. Yeah. So, that, I mean, there's just stuff... I spend a lot of time alone, and so I have a... I'm a very immature person, but in a responsible sense, I know certain things. And I, I'm also, like I said, very anxious, paranoid person with a bit of OCD, and she has no OCD whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So there's just things like, I'm like, I'm going to make Is the that bed. why you straightened that earlier? Yeah, dude. If you'll see, if you pay attention really close, you'll see, I like, I like order. Like, there's a certain order in things. He, he, he had his coaster on the piano bench, and then he, like, straightened it to, so that it was a 90 degree angle with the edge of yeah. the, the table. Yeah. So, I mean, it works well with graphic design. <laughs> yeah. Um, Makes things look perfect. Yeah. But... But yeah, so she was out here for a month, and I just realized that it wouldn't be healthy for me, and uh, the the relationship just wasn't very healthy. And uh, she had no fucking idea. Like she she must not have seen that at all. Hmm. And so uh, you know, and then we broke it off, and it was incredibly violent. <sighs> incredibly, she knows me way too well too, and she knows when I'm drunk, uh, I say shit that I shouldn't or yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. And uh, she knows she knew how to get everything out of me, so. She she was the shitty one uh, when I first started talking to her about it. And then I think she realized that she was being shitty to me. So uh, she waited until it would have been 5 a.m. there. It was 2 a.m. here, and I had been out drinking all night with my buddy. I was yeah. having a great night. She called me a few times. I didn't answer. And then uh, she called from somebody else's phone, and so it was a random number. And I was like, fucking, I'm drunk. Let's answer random numbers. <laughs> and didn't think about it, of course. Yeah. Uh, and then it just got ugly. She started throwing some insults at me. I started throwing them back at her. And it just... It was this, just so this over the phone breakup after she was already shit. gone? Shit. It was... Yeah. It was It was nuts. It, was, it wasn't the way that I wish it would have gone. Yeah. But it's exactly the way that I thought it would go. <laughs> oh, man. It's just... It's weird shit. It's crazy. It's, it just got to some really petty levels where she's like, I, I need my sweatshirt back. That I gave you, which because I got a sweatshirt from her that smelled like her when I moved out here, and it was great. It worked nicely, and <laughs> just stuff like that. Yeah. And so it was. I mean, a lot of what happened during the breakup. I hate that it wasn't during the breakup sucks because that's like it took a while, man. It took a <laughs> while for stuff, and then like she even a couple weeks ago she texted me and I didn't respond because it was just like, oh, it's so fucking hard. Yeah, like, and it's I, also so soon. Yeah, I don't like not responding to shit either. 
That's a huge thing with me. I hate people all text and then I get nothing back. Yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker, I know you're on your phone. You're on your phone every goddamn minute. <laughs> so when people text me and they're like, just respond, I'm like, Jada. but I knew it would just blow up into something else. One of the things that uh, fa- ru- kind of ruins Facebook Messenger is when you can see that the person yeah. has seen the message yeah. and then you're like, uh, all right, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't open a message anymore until I know I have time to respond. Yeah. Because I know how it feels to see someone. To be on the other end. Yeah. Right. And so if I know I don't have time to respond, I won't look at it because I don't want to read it and then be like, oh, I'll respond later. It's like, no, that's even an hour later. And they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so I never want to come across as that asshole. So I'm like, I'll read it when I know I can respond. <laughs> Yeah, that is it. You see that shit. And it's now it's their picture, so it's their face. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> their face you just slides see their down face. to your yeah. message. Yeah. It doesn't even say red anymore. It's just like their face. And you're like, oh, are you smiling at me, you sack of shit? <laughs> They're looking at it right yeah. now. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I, found this, I found this porn site. I don't remember what it's called. But uh, I stumbled upon it because I'll, I'll look through. I'll look for porn clips on Reddit sometimes and like their subreddits. Yeah. It's great. People do the work for me. It's awesome. Um, and it's it's less search engine stuff. So there's I feel like there's less history of me searching weird shit. And then I can just, just click links. Through Reddit. Yeah, I'm just and they can do the weird shit. And then it's like he never like searches for porn. He's just on Reddit a lot. So it doesn't like save me like hairy legs or like just you know, I don't write it. But who knows? One night I see something on Reddit. I'm like, I'm going to look at this hairy leg thing. Let's see what happens with this. But um, I found a site that tells you how many other people are currently watching that video. What? That's fucking weird. Right? Yeah. So I'm like sitting there and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty dope. And then I look down and below the video. It's like eight other people are watching this right now. And I'm like, oh, that's not dope at all. Like that's, that's awful. I don't want to know that shit. Because you like to feel so alone. You're like, yeah, I'm enjoying this video. And it's like... Just me. Not just you. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. You're not alone. 300 other people are watching this video right now. A group call has just been started. Yeah. Like, Whoa, no. What, what the fuck? <laughs> no. That's not how this is I didn't sign up go. for this. You signed up for yeah. this. What? No. So then you're like, oh, I can't get into this video now because now I'm, all I'm thinking about is like... Oh, is the dude the other dude coming right now? There's gotta be there's, there's enough there's enough people watching this same video where I'm like, oh wow, that was really that was really uh, hot. What happened there? Somebody else thought that same thing and just came. And then I'm like, well, I can't do this. Yeah, it's ruined. Tonight's done. Now I gotta go like shame eat chicken wings. <laughs> And then think about the mistakes I've made in life. I'm like, cool. I pretty much just, I pretty much just through the internet experienced someone coming without reading, hearing, or seeing it. I knew it happened though. You know it did. You're like, I wonder what those six people are like. I wonder what they're doing after they finish. Is it daytime for some or is it night for some? Do they want to hang out? Are yeah, cool? exactly. I'm like, we're clearly into the same shit. Like, <laughs> That's cool. Danger with that. You don't want to see a girl because then they're going to want to be with her too. It's a danger. You don't want to have a friend that has the exact same likes in girls. 
<laughs> then you're left with that scenario where it's like, oh, I think that girl's cute. I want to I wanna go after her. And then he's like, yeah, me too. And then it's like, oh, great. And you're like, fuck, are we going to fight another about reason, it? Or? Yeah, another reason not... No safety friends. <laughs> I have no safety friends. I shouldn't have picked up that group yeah, call. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I want to try to write a joke about that. I screenshot it and didn't realize how stupid it was for me to screenshot the whole thing. Until I was like, well, what are these screenshots? I'll always go through my computer and be like, what the fuck is this? Oh, was I drunk? And then I lift it up and it's like, hot milk fucks dick off. Or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucks dick off. <laughs> I love the names of shit out there. But yeah, and then you look down and it's like, oh yeah, it says how many people are watching. That's what I wanted out of that. No one else is going to see that though. No one else is going to see that if they're like, what are, what screenshots does he have after he killed himself? Let's see, let's see what his computer has on it. Why did he screenshot just the words on a porn screen? It's insane. No one will ever know. No. <laughs> I, I'm curious about that. Like, you hear a lot of people say, like, if I die, erase my porn history. Like, that's a big funny thing, you know, people say. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't... I, I'm very close with my parents <laughs> that I'm wondering if I'm wondering if like I, I, I don't know what it's like to be a parent but I, I'm curious I bet, I bet you're gonna be like uh, once I figured out private browsing I don't worry about right? it anymore oh. dude that's the thing is I figured out private browsing I'm so lazy I don't take the extra second to click that button I use so I use Safari for all my regular internet and then I switch to Google Chrome for any of my porn which I think is stupider because I think Chrome... Knows you better. Chrome knows you better, right? <laughs> yeah. So Chrome is just like, this dude watches way too much porn. That's like, all he watches. He's rarely on the internet, and when he is, it's fucking porn. I've never used Chrome for anything else. And then I have Firefox as a, as a deterrent. Firefox is like a random up in the air in case I forget and someone's like, can I use your internet? And I'm like, yeah, yeah go for it. And then I forget to be like, just use Safari. <laughs> so luckily, like, luckily no one's clicked Chrome. And they're like, oh, I don't like Safari, but I like Firefox. And I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> I love Chrome though. No, yeah. no, no, you don't. It's personalized. <laughs> but yeah, because it, what? It's your email, right? Yeah. So one of my Gmails is just fucked. <laughs> like, it's just the history of that is like, wow. But I am curious, like, I'm, I'm curious if, if, so say I'm like a parent and my kid died or killed himself or something, mm -hmm. is dead now. I wonder if there's any, like, point of going through some things that would normally be hard to, like, read, like a diary or something for a, a parent. Like, stuff that would be difficult to read and picture your kid doing. I wonder if there's a point where they're gone that any little thing you know about them, like, makes you feel good. Like, huh. you're like, oh, yeah, Jacob Jacob did, like, hot milfs that fucked <laughs> You know, like, do you think there's... I don't a think tear there's comes ever in your been, eye. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, I don't he know. He loved those hot milfs. Because it's an insane... <laughs> like, being a parent has got to be just such an insane level of love. Yeah. I mean, especially for a mother, which sounds shitty. I'm not shitting on dads, but I mean, you created this. Yeah. This thing came out of you. And then like, I feel like there's people that could separate, you know, because everyone has sexual desires and shit like that. It's mm -hmm. just who you talk to them about. That's when it gets weird. Yeah. 
Like, you don't get into detail with shit with my mom and, like, <laughs> shit like that. But, like, I don't know. I feel like that could be a thing where it's like, let's go through his computer. <laughs> and it's, like, a thing. And they could sit back and they could giggle and they're like, you know what? At least we know he felt good watching this. <laughs> you know, like, he was happy. Like, he clearly wasn't happy when he slit his wrist, but at least he was happy. We know he was happy when he was watching this video. And we know 300 other people were happy, too. Because <laughs> he screenshot Because he screenshot it. It. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. I'm going to be a weird parent, man. <laughs> My kid's like, why don't you hug me much? I'm like, I'm just waiting for you to die so I can see what kind of porn you like. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're some yeah. right there. Yeah. I, can't, I can't do it while you're alive because uh, I'll get in trouble. <laughs> It'll make things weird. So. That's the punchline. Yeah. Is the, yeah. <laughs> but if I don't <sighs> love you, you'll, you'll stop loving yourself and eventually stop living. <laughs> And then, that's when my fun starts. people who don't love themselves love some weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to grab another soda. You want one? Oh, yeah, man. That'd be great. Thank okay. you. <laughs> Here, I'll pause. I'll pause this. I, I, I put the whole thing out. Yeah. I don't, the only editing I do is I, I put a, um intro on the front. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't, like, say, all right, here we are. And, right, right. I got you. Yeah. Just curious. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested in, in all of that. I know some people really enjoy editing. Yeah. And it's something, I can't fucking do it. It's so hard. I do, the it's way that we have it set up. Super tedious. Like, yeah. I've done it a couple times where there's been bits that have gone wrong or something in, in the cast. and or, or, or the guests just didn't, like, shit. We had one of our really good friends on who riffs so well mm-hmm. when you're fucking around, but as soon as he was in front of a mic, it was like, Duh. <laughs> and just like froze up. So a lot of the bits we did just didn't work, and it, you could tell we were like pulling teeth, and it was, it just didn't, it was so weird, it just didn't work out. So I had to cut some shit out, because it was, yeah, I was just like, oof. I don't want to make him look bad, like, because he's a good friend of mine. There's been there's been a couple times where uh, someone said something and they're like, uh, "Could oh. you take that thing out?" I said about whatever, and yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Dude, I'm I'm so past that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've I've kind of, I you know what? In the early part of my life, I was never like that. I never opened up. I never said anything. Mm-hmm. And then once I got into comedy, I was kind of like, "Fuck it, it's all or nothing." Yeah, put it all out there. Um, and uh, and then especially once I started the podcast. Because I had one with my buddy Sean, but that was pretty much like us getting drunk. I actually had the the, uh, the Grey Yeti okay. mic, and we would set yeah. it down, and then we would just get shit-faced and tell stories. <laughs> it was fun, and we had, you know, we had, it was pretty much like friends would be like, this was fun to listen to. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I, it, it, I wanted to do like weirder shit with it. Yeah. And so then I did stand-up for a while, met Josh, and then put this together, and one of the things when we sat down, I was like, dude, here's the deal. You have to agree that nothing's off-limits nothing yeah if it comes out of your mouth it goes on the cast and we get to talk about it yeah and so it was <laughs> it was great some just amazing shit came out we were t- you I, guys have a guest on every time or is it just the two of you it time? was a guest on every time okay I'm, we haven't done one in probably close to nine ten months Oof. um because it just 
it just became a lot of work. And so we're right now I've been Skyping with him and my friend Casey in Chicago. Um, and we're going to reboot it with the three of us yeah. and not worry as much about a guest. Cause that's what was really fucking us up. Back getting a guest every time. Yeah. Cause what we would do is we'd have a guest and then we would write new bits and, and activities based on the guest. <laughs> so it was writing a layout and all this material for every <laughs> single new guest. It's and a lot it was, of work. Holy shit. And then trying to keep writing with stand up and <laughs> yeah, it was it was just a we what we did what it pretty much happened was we had a great time. We uh like when we first started at one point we got to like top two hundred podcasts, comedy podcasts what? on iTunes and like we were doing great. It was amazing. And then uh we got to a point where we were having so much fun, everyone that talked to us said they loved it and uh during Laugh Fest Where's we, the where's the top two hundred list? You can see it if you go into oh, it. iTunes? If you're crazy about it, yeah. Oh, okay. But iTunes kind of sucks because they don't give you any. There's no info. stats. <laughs> yeah, there's no fucking stats. So that was the only way we could tell is scrolling through and hoping. Finding, yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, How many episodes did you go before you guys. Uh, 12 or 13? Only that many? Yeah. Holy cow! I mean, uh. Yeah, we didn't. I mean, like I said, it was a lot of writing. If you listen to it, it's a lot more like a radio show. It's like. It's kind of like late night talk shows, yeah, but without the video. Is it like a tight hour? Uh, ish. I, I, a couple of them went long. If it was going well, we'd keep going. Mm-hmm. We should have restricted it more, I think. But no, man. It's. Well, I'm just saying. In, <laughs> I know in, for the producing yeah, the and format, all the yeah, the format that we were doing. But um, <laughs> yeah, we never got any complaints. Uh, a lot of a lot of good support, and so. We put together a live podcast, and we did a live one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was me, Josh, and my buddy Casey, and uh, we did some shit that was like this crazy live audience participation. And it's great. It's all on YouTube if you search "How Sadness Podcast Live." Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's fun. Um, but I think that took so much out of us because that was setting up. Uh, I know quite a bit about sound from doing uh, film stuff and outside research. Yeah, yeah. But uh, fuck, man, it was. It was so much setup, and then right after we couldn't even go and like drink with our friends. We had to had break to pick, it down, and it like down. yeah, and so it was. I think that took so much out of us. And then after Laugh Fest was done, uh, I went to Mexico with my parents, and then so that put a kink in things. Yeah. And then when we got back, it was just kind of like so many weeks had already passed that it was just it wasn't a part of our routine anymore. Yeah. And then we tried to bring it back with a couple that just didn't. They just didn't feel the same. Yeah. And there was just something missing, so we kind of just. Stopping it, yeah. yeah, and then uh, we've been talking about it now, and so we're gonna try to we're doing it through Skype, which is kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, because you can co- you can record the calls and like yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's some hoops we're jumping through, but it's shit, man. It's so it's Skype is amazing to me because you can I mean the three of us text every single day, but uh, talking on the phone always just seems kind of different, like seeing someone and being able to bullshit and seeing them laugh and stuff yeah. is so much different than yep. just hearing voices. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, it's been super therapeutic for days where it's just like, fuck, we need to Skype soon. And they're like, yeah, dude, we all feel the same. <laughs> Cause they're both standup comics too. And, uh, I mean, Josh, Josh has a good, uh, following back, uh, in Grand Rapids and Casey did before he left too. He left about a year before I did. Okay. And he went to Chicago <clears throat> But, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, we pretty much just both moved and started from scratch. 
somewhere else. Yeah. But, so it's it's been nice. Getting it restarted will be fun. Yeah, dude. Uh, oh, yeah, so... Um, you started something huh? there. I, I feel like I'm someone who starts... I know where I'm going, I'm building to a point, <laughs> and then in the middle I forget where the point is. <laughs> and I feel like people listening are like, when's he going to get... Get back to yeah. you. <laughs> like yelling at their radio. Hey! And they're somehow listening to a podcast on a radio. Yeah, yeah. I figured out how to put this podcast on a radio. I can't even figure out how to get to the fucking point. Jesus, why'd I do this? They're like, it's FM a million. I know it sounds crazy, but it goes up to a million. You just have to keep cranking the knob until it breaks off. That's when you get to this podcast. Dad was a mechanic. I think you're just crazy. My dad is a mechanic. My mom is an electrician. I know how this stuff works. (laughs) Oh, so so, uh, me and my two buddies. So I convinced them to move out from Kentucky to um, San Diego County. That's where I lived before. I'm still trying to convince them to come out. I think if they save enough money, they will. Yeah, it's like, yeah. So they, when they moved out, they they were like, why did we ever live in Kentucky? Ever? Mm. Like, why... They just instantly loved it, and I'm like, yes, awesome. So, <clears throat> like, we we get rolling with, like, tangents and shit, and, like, there's so many conversations we've had where I'm like, why why isn't this recorded? Oh, like, yeah. why? Yeah, so <clears throat> then I was like, let's start a podcast. Uh, it was when I was first getting into podcasts, and it was I was listening to, like, Comedy Death Ray, and it was called Comedy Death Ray. I've heard of that, yeah. It was Comedy Bang Bang now. Oh, is that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I was listening to Nerdist, and I was listening to Smodcast, and, um... So all these podcasts, and I was just like, this is fucking cool. Like, this is friends bullshitting, and, like, it's really funny, and, like, you're just putting it out there. Yeah. And I was like, let's start one. We'll call it uh, the Nerd Trifecta, because, like, that's what we are anyway. Like, we're just fucking nerds uh-huh. and, like, talk about nerdy shit, and it's funny. And um, so we recorded a couple episodes, and I way overproduced and edited and everything. Oh, okay. Like, it was so much work. And, like, that's not even the reason why we stopped. The reason why we stopped is because they go... They were like, uh, yeah, man, I don't know, like, we're not really into the fame thing like you, and I was like, hold the phone, hold the fucking phone. What? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you don't get famous from having a podcast. If you're famous already, that's when your podcast... That's when it gets bigger. Yeah. Because <laughs> then it's like, it's like, it's, it's pretty much like writing in a diary and then selling it when you're famous enough. Yeah, yeah. In a certain sense. <laughs> No one's gonna buy your fucking diary. Yeah, and then you're they... gonna get like a small select following of people who are like cool and are also like, holy shit, I have a diary too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to listen to what you write in yours, yeah. so I don't feel as weird about what I write in mine. Yeah, so they said the whole fame thing or whatever, and then they uh, then they were just like, yeah, they were just like, yeah, we're also just not as into it as you are. All right, mm. all right, fine. So then finally, I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna start one and then just have a guess every time. Yeah, and um. Before I moved, they finally sat down and, like, we each had an episode. Oh, that's cool. So that was cool. Yeah, um, that's also a nice, like, conclusion kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so funny, though, because they're like, we're not really into the fame thing. Well, both both (laughs) things they said are insane. The fame thing is the most insane. But also that we're just not that into it. They weren't doing anything except talking, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, well, the funny thing is, is I've been recording all of our conversations. <laughs> we actually have like 62 episodes mm-hmm. 
Um, but I only sat you guys down for an episode three times. Like that's the that's the gist of what happened. That's the amount of work that you guys need to do is knowing that ugh. Like I can't do anything for a couple hours because we're podcasting. Like that's it. I don't mean to shit on them because they're your friends. No, no, that's funny. I'm not shitting on them. It's just funny. Um, so what, uh, what's your favorite part about doing comedy? Um, you know, what's funny is I was sitting, I don't know if it's because I've just gotten kind of, I'm a, I'm a fairly negative person and I've always said to myself that I do comedy to make people laugh. And then I was sitting in bed and I thought of something like really like, I said something in my head that I was like, man, that would be cool written down somewhere. And then I just didn't write it. But it was, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't think I am doing it to make people laugh. <laughs> I'm doing it to like, I'm doing it to like prove people wrong or some shit. <laughs> Which doesn't sound healthy at all. And don't See, get me wrong. See, I am funny. Like, and it's not that. It's not, it's, I don't know. I think I just have a very, because honestly, I do, I love making people laugh. But like I said earlier, I want an audience. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not the guy who is stubborn and competitive enough that's like if you don't think I'm funny I'm gonna make you think I'm funny I'm gonna be like whatever I'm not your cup of tea yeah like go drink coffee whatever the fuck I don't I also don't like that I'm tea either I don't like tea it tastes like dirt can I be Mountain Dew yeah exactly sorry I'm not your can of soda but there's tons of cans of soda there's black cans of soda yep but, um, That's your only example. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say. What's that? Uh, what's that? Um, I don't want to say Mexican. What's that Mexican soda? Um, That's everywhere out here. Haritos. Haritos. I was gonna say that. I forgot the name of it though. That would have been funny. That's the story of my fucking. That's why I have to write shit down. I, that's why I can't be an improv. I'm, I'd be the improv guy up there. That's like, what's the name of that girl who was in uh, the second Batman? <laughs> The then, one with Tim and then, Burton. And someone would be like, you mean Michelle Pfeiffer? And I'd be like, yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. And it's like, the punch is gone. Like, the punch is completely gone, you idiot. They're like, I could see where that could be funny if we didn't expect you to say it. But now the punch is gone. That'd be a funny sketch. Yeah. Like you're, improv- like or, you're improvising. Like but I'm like, okay. What? What was... Okay, Michelle Pfeiffer. And they're like, nah, man, it's gone. It's the whole thing's gone. Okay, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, I know we all have dangerous minds, yeah, okay? Yeah, but... exactly. <laughs> like he accidentally is making references. They're like, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> no, wait, I meant The Matrix. Ah, shit. Uh, who's that chick? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like all these roads I want to go down, but then I'm like, oh, yeah, you're stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah, your memory is shit. <laughs> you need to write stuff down. Yeah. Um,. Oh yeah, uh, it's, I I don't know, man. I've I've always really enjoyed stand up. I don't think I've ever. I don't know. You hear a lot of people that's like, "Were you the class clown?" Boo. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I was the class clown. I was fucking weird. I think. Um, I don't think I. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't look at. I don't look back on shit like that and be like and look at myself mostly. I look at my surroundings and who I was hanging out with. They might say some uh, he was a fucking pussy I don't know what they'd say <laughs> maybe they'd say I was the funny one I don't think I was <clears throat> but um 
<laughs> yeah, shit, man. I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess I got I got really into it. I've mm-hmm. always enjoyed comedy more than other things mm-hmm. because I think there's like a universal. It's a universal language, language yeah. yeah. Where <laughs> it's even if you and I don't like the same comedy, we still like comedy. Yeah, like that's beautiful. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with you can't do that with horror. Someone's like, I don't like this horror movie, but I like this one. It's they're like, I don't like fucking horror. It scares the shit out of me, you know. <laughs> so it's kind of you, you rarely ever are gonna find someone who's like, I don't like any comedy. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, there is so much comedy out there. You don't like slapstick comedy? No. You don't like dry you don't comedy? Like dry co- no. You, you don't, don't like, like dark like comedy? Dark- no. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, and that's only like four things. Yeah. There's a million there's more. There's so much. There's just so many options. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's such a, it's such an open thing. And I feel like it's also something where you get to be, you, you get to be yourself, but you don't have to be yourself. Yeah. And that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So I do a lot of shit on stage, and I'll say a lot of shit on stage that I don't believe. <laughs> but it's funny to say. I get really creepy up there, and I talk about, like, following women home, and, like, shit like that is hilarious to me. <laughs> but I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not going to actually follow someone home. But it's shit. It's, it's an opportunity for me to say some fucked up shit to people. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's, like, one of my favorite things. I love... I love writing an idea for a joke and be like, dude, I cannot wait to say this into a microphone. Like, yeah, yeah. That is going to be great. And it's not even like, I cannot wait to see if this gets laughs. It's like, I just can't wait to say, say it. Say it, yeah. yeah. I love, I'm going to tell it to a bunch of people right now. Like, I'm just going to say this shit all over the place. I love that. That's, that's beautiful. And I also just love, <clears throat> I love the fact that it's not, it's not black and white. It never is. And I, that's one of the things I struggled with the most when I was first getting into stand-up because when you're first getting into it, there's so many fucking rules. People tell you this, you can't do this, you can't do that, do this, don't do that. Yeah. And some of them, yes, you should you should know them. Yeah. Steer but then there's some shit that. that's like, yeah. don't wear shorts on stage, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my dick. I'll wear whatever the fuck I want on stage. You think me wearing shorts on stage is going to change, like... People are like, no, because then they look at your legs and it's distracting. I'm like, I'm not wearing fucking <laughs> 60s basketball shorts on stage. That I understand. Like, I just don't, like... I've worn shorts on stage a bunch. I wear shorts Who fucking all the time. cares? That's the rule? That's, <clears throat> yeah, there's, a, said there's that? a book someone wrote that's called Don't Wear Shorts on Stage. I don't <sighs> know what it's about because I didn't read it. So, so, I mean, he could say, like, the title is funny because I don't believe in it. <laughs> so, I've never read it, so don't call me... But I know there's a comedy book that's called Don't Wear Shorts on Stage. But yeah, there's there's places that if you host a show, and mind you, okay, I will wear pants for any show that I get booked on where it's like a legit show. Yeah. Uh, it's professional, and I'm nobody. <laughs> I'm nobody. Once I have a following where they'd get upset if they bought tickets and and the place would have to refund them and it was a whole shit show i'm gonna wear whatever the fuck i want on stage yeah until then open mics and showcases maybe i'm gonna wear whatever the fuck i want yeah. uh if i'm getting paid or it's professional club stuff i'm gonna wear pants that's a i mean it's a that's the thing <laughs> it just shows it's the least amount of effort right yeah. it shows i mean shit i'll wear pants but then on top i'm wearing a fucking boy scout uniform like, <laughs> so that's i mean 
that's one of the things that always got me. Where I'm like, you need me to wear pants, but up here I'm wearing some fucking weird, creepy shirt. <laughs> the beanie with the <clears throat> propeller. I don't do that. I don't. I don't go that far. I don't. Yeah, but I do. I legitimately have my headshot is of me in a uh, Boy Scout outfit. I'll show it to you. It's dope. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there's just some stuff that's always been so silly to me. Um, but I love the fact that, uh, once you get to a certain point, once you get to the point of realizing that, oh yeah, I'm not doing this to follow the rules of other people. Mm -hmm. And once you start to finally understand comedy and why you enjoy it, you're like, fuck it. I'm just going to do what what I I like. Yeah. And then hopefully other people agree with it. Yeah. I mean, at a certain point, that's kind of just what you got to do. Yeah. Because if, if you if you keep tailoring your act to the crowd and, like, pandering to them, then it, you're, it's going to turn into something that you don't like what you're doing. Yeah. And, and then why are you doing it? And then it's not honest it? anymore. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's exactly kind of what... Exactly kind of. It's <laughs> the way that I talk. It's kind of 100%. I cover all my bases. <laughs> I, I, I will say I do cover all of my bases. Just with that defense up. It's exactly kind of like <laughs> what we were talking about earlier. When it's like you're working a job and all of a sudden five years are gone. Yeah. All of a sudden you're doing you're like, this material fuck. and you're like, fuck man, like what did I just say? Like yeah. it's it almost seems like it'd be harder to write in somebody else's voice. Unless you're doing just I know some comics who I'm like, that can't be you unless you're a thief and a total hack. Yeah. Like and they're just getting show after show and it's like it's addicting, I'm sure. Where they're like, well, it's too late now. I'm already a piece of shit. At least I'm getting paid for it. Like, I know some cats that are like that that uh, wouldn't listen to this so they can fuck themselves. <laughs> Dude, I saw, I saw this one open micer who was pretty much doing Farley. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Found that at a Goodwill. Salvation Army in Michigan. I was psyched. The headshot of yourself? Yeah. You found it at the good the Goodwill? No, I found I'm just kidding. I found I found I'm just a your deck, of somebody else and then put my face on it. I sucked that guy's dick for the picture. <laughs> what were you saying? I'm sorry. Oh, I forgot. Uh Something. Oh, Chris Farley. This guy was like exactly yeah. Chris Farley. Yeah, he was a he was an open mic guy, and he was doing like, his, pretty much his version of what Farley, he thinks Farley would do. Uh-huh. And it was like, Sounded stop, the stop same. it. Like I know, the same yeah. Like I know you're fat. Like I know, like you're like, oh, I'm gonna be a funny fat guy like Farley, but like just do your own thing. Right. Like, it's okay. Well, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's a really great point though too. Is it's it is kind of cool. Uh, that's another great thing about comedy and not necessarily just stand-up is it forces you to kind of look at yourself mm-hmm. and and figure out what you want to do where that yeah. guy could be like he wasn't he was just never comfortable doing that like he was never comfortable you know he's probably Being someone himself who, yeah he's probably the guy that never lets conversations lull so that he gets inside his own brain or like he's never alone for too long <clears throat> shit man if you're alone long enough you get deep. You'll get lost in your fucking head. And it's not it's not always fun. But you learn some shit. You get lost in your own house sadness. Yeah. Locked in there. Those windows don't break either. Just hot boxing in sadness. No thanks. But yeah, I love I just love the idea that once you get to a certain point and you start feeling not necessarily comfortable 
uh, I feel like comfort is the enemy of comedy. If you're yeah. ever too comfortable, yep. it's you're not pushing yourself. Yeah, and it, it can it can get like a little stale, and yeah. then you're like, "What am I? What am I even doing yeah. anymore?" Was it? I, no, I wasn't talking to you. I was. Uh, I thought I was. Yeah, I made a reference to somebody I was talking about talking to the other day, where it's like a Twilight Zone episode where uh, <gasps> the the guy who wishes he was funny. Uh-uh, I haven't oh. seen that one. Oh, that one's fucked up. I was going to say the one where it's like the guy always is, he's at a lottery, but he always wins. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> at a certain point, it's not going to be the same. Yep. There's another so there's Twilight no Zone episode. Uh, maybe it was the same. I don't know if it was the same one. But, yeah, there was a guy who got a wish, and he he wished that he was funny. And then so he was on stage, mm-hmm. and he was talking, and everything he said, people were like, dying laughing and then at a certain point he was like wait i'm not telling Can I finish it. my I'm, fucking story yeah like i'm not telling a joke anymore ah, i need help i need help somebody help fucking me fucking nightmare I'm, yeah. I'm depressed they're like ah yeah you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and you know what it's 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 all it's all subjective both from the viewing point of view and from the audience point of view and the comics, because there are some people that are super comfy with it, I think, and maybe they're able to perform that way and just feel good about their sets and and they're successful in what they do and yeah. So there's no one right way to do it, which has always been very cool to me. Yeah. There are certain things that I feel like new people do need to learn. Like you hear shit about how, like Rosie O'Donnell when she started, she was just doing Jerry Seinfeld bits. <laughs> Like she just would do his entire set, just and then people doing would come an impression up. of him, and then not even an impression. She would she do was... his jokes in uh, her voice. What? And people would be like, "Yo, bro, you can't do that." Oh shit! I'm pretty sure it was Rosie O'Donnell and Jerry Seinfeld. Huh? Um, I know. I know that. Uh, uh, I heard that Dennis Leary did stole. Uh, I don't remember from who that he stole, but I know that. And then Carlos Mencia, too. Oh. Carlos Mencia is the I biggest say, offender, Yeah, I think. when I say Rosie, I'm not saying she was a thief. She was doing it, I think, in in her way of explaining it, it was like she was doing it to get comfortable and out of respect for Jerry. And okay. people were like, ah, Still it's don't not do that. seen like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, don't do that. Like, And she was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, part of the process is, is failing <laughs> miserably. Yep. Yep. Don't go up there with good jokes. There's this kid, there's this young kid that we see at Laugh Fest every year during the showcases who gets huge laughs because people are stupid. But all he does is Dimitri Martin and uh, Stephen Wright jokes. What? He delivers them very like dry, and they do great because they're funny. They're well written jokes. Yeah. And he does their jokes though. Yeah. All their jokes. What? And How is this kid getting? That's it. Put on stage. Oh no! Uh, there's showcases during that festival that if you sign up, you get on. Oh okay. <laughs> he doesn't because that's it. He only comes out once a year. He like comes out, has his friends come out and see him do that. And they all think he's hilarious, and then he doesn't do stand up. Man, you retold that joke that's not yours so well. well none of them know. I mean, huh. he's young enough too that like, unless people are doing research, Dimitri wouldn't be that hard to find, but. Right, Stephen Wright would. He's hard to find living. Yeah. He goes nowhere. He doesn't tour at all. My friend got lucky. He went to see Louis C.K. in Chicago a month or so ago, and Stephen Wright opened for him. What? Yeah, it was it was Hannibal Burris, Stephen Wright, and then Louis C.K. Holy shit! How fucking crazy is that? That's I was awesome. So jealous. I was like, no fucking way. You got to see Stephen Wright. Chicago. I think it was Chicago. Damn. Yeah, it was Chicago. 
Because he had that stint for a while where he came and was at the comedy store for a couple nights. Yep, that's re- he recorded his that's special. That's where he recorded. I fucking was. Duh! I thought he was just going places because he was showing up random places, and uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna go to that shit. It's gonna be packed. I'm gonna feel uncomfortable. I'm gonna have to spend too much on drinks. And then it was like live from the comedy store, and I was like, fucking shit. <laughs> but at the same Did time, did you watch it? Have you watched it? Not yet. Oh, it's so good. Is it? Yeah. I like Louie, yeah. but I've had, I, I kind of had like a, <clears throat> I think oversaturation with him. Yeah. So, I'm Dude. letting it die. Cause Have I don't you watched wanna... the TV show? Oh, yeah. It's... I, I love it. Oof, so I loved good. his other one, too, on HBO, Lucky Louie. Lucky Louie, which I haven't seen yet. A but... lot of people shat on it, and I watched it and was like, I love this. this is I heard it's great, yeah. yeah. Um... Pamela Adlon is his wife in it. She's mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> She's <Yep>. so great. <laughs> yeah, dude, the show's fun. I, just, I have a clip on my phone... Uh, where they're in the art museum. I think it's the season finale. Yeah. Where they're in the art gallery and he hits that button. And she's like, don't push that button. He's like, it's art. I'm going to push a button. She goes, go ahead, push the art button. And he hits it and then it's just his voice yelling the N-word. And then all the other people in the gallery turn and look at him and he's like, Pamela Adlon runs away and he's like, no, no, it was the button. The the button. See, and he hits the button and then it makes like a moo noise. Yeah. And he's like, shit, no. I swear it was the button. And then just leaves. That's the funniest fucking thing. Oh my god. So funny. But yeah. Yeah, so. So good. good shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. What, is that? What, 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 what was it? What do I like about comedy? <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite part about doing comedy? <laughs> The I mean, longest. We, I mean, we covered quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. We covered. Quite, there's, there's not one thing. Yeah, and there's not, <laughs> there's not one thing in, in any genre of it. Because there are, there are things like I love writing sketches sometimes, uh, because there's things you can't do with stand up, and there's yep. things you can't do with just one person on stage. Mm-hmm. My buddy uh, Casey and I first connected because he and I would both, we were both into like really weird shit and. Uh, we would do bits on stage where we would both go up. Like, shit, man, I, I start thinking about something that I just forgot about. Like, I did a bit where uh, Casey what, didn't come up with me, but this other comic did. And it was, I had a, a hype man for my jokes. <laughs> yeah. And so I would tell them, and then I'd get to the punchline, and he'd be like, oh, shit. Like, oh, you hear that? He said that because of this. And, like, all this thing. And it was great. It was so much fun. Just weird shit. But Casey, Casey wrote a joke at one point where... At the beginning, he said, I, I'm broke. I've gotten to the point where I started selling ad space in my set. And then... <laughs> and so then he would tell a couple jokes, and then he would read, like, an ad. Maybe a fake ad. Yeah. And um, we wrote one together that was, like... It was for Old Country Muffet. <laughs> and it was just a place to eat pussy. It was just a pussy buffet. <laughs> and... Uh, it was fun, and then and then one of the ads was me as a personal, and so I was just this really uncomfortable, awkward dude who was like listing his hobbies as things like, some of my hobbies include elementary schools and like just weird shit. And so, but it was it was so much fun. Like he and I would just schools. yeah, and it was a blast because it was it was weird shit and it wasn't like the norm of stuff. And it fit, it melted it made it feel that much more dangerous. Yeah. Because we also did one and 
it was nice because for a while all of them were doing fucking great and all of a sudden we became like the two dudes like anytime one of them is on stage another one might show up we have no idea what's going to happen and it was like oh they're going to do something weird put them up as much as possible and it was so then a lot was expected of you guys right so then he and i are both we're very similar in that same sense where we shit on ourselves more than anybody else does and are just kind of like like (laughs) and so we tried one out though where where I hid behind a curtain with a wireless mic and he went up and he talked about, he did some jokes and then he's like, so I have a friend that really wants to try stand up, but he's really afraid. Um, so I told him he could have some of my time and then it turns out that it's his imaginary friend. And so he sets the mic on the thing and goes and sits down and then you hear like noises of like someone walking up and then for like, for like three and a half, four minutes, there's just no one on stage and you just hear my voice. <laughs> and there was just this whole bit where he was just a terrible comic. And he's trying these sh- things where he's like, you ever you ever go and sit on the bus? And you're sitting in a seat. And all of a sudden, some fat lady comes in. And she sits right on you. And you're like, what, am I invisible? And, like, that was, <laughs> that, that was like, his catch line. And, like, all these jokes, all these jokes were what written. What am I invisible? Yeah. All these jokes were written, like, with Invisible and it just everything. And it was so funny to us. It was so silly. And people the, didn't oh, like they it? they fucking hated it. What? Yeah, no one was laughing. It was, it was like, it was like no one was on stage, so no one had to pay attention. Okay. Yeah. And so, it was, it was super funny for us. But then, even that night, he and I were like, Bleh. Like, we're not trying that again, Like It was great, though. It was fun shit. But it's it's just I don't know I love that I love that kind of stuff it's just getting weird and it's it's just great there's no right way of doing it and it's fun to it's fun to see people try new shit even if they fail and sometimes it's fucking rough what am I invisible yeah what am I invisible no it is. it's just the stupidest shit we had a bunch of different things that we did that were just so much fun. We I got really shit-faced one night, and there was a lot of people from out of town in. I think it was around Christmas or New Year's. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I asked the guy who ran the mic if I could go up, and he put me last. And what a normal person would have done would be respect the fact that he added me to the list and yeah. do stand-up. <laughs> Regular stand-up. <laughs> what I did was I talked to Casey, and I said, wouldn't it be funny... If we go up there, I bring you up, and we play strip comedy. (laughs) Which will be him telling his actual jokes, and then me telling made-up jokes off the top of my head. And whoever gets the most laughs has to... Take an item of clothing Yeah, whoever doesn't get the most laughs takes an item of clothing (laughs) So then, we're both on stage. I'm shit-faced. I'm just, uh, I'm... I can't even watch the video of it, like, because I'm just like, oh, dude, like... And we start, and he tells his jokes, and he's a super funny writer. People laugh their asses off, and then I say some shit that's like, you ever make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and then forget the peanut butter? Whoops! And like, just (laughs) dumb, just made up dumb shit. And so I pretty much end up standing up there with my pants at my ankles, my uh, shirt is off. And so I'm just there in my underwear, and then it becomes this thing where he starts... (laughs) He starts getting too distracted to tell jokes because he uh, is into my legs. And then this weird... Th- and then I, he ends up laying me down on one of the tables in the front row. And 
it just went so weird and we did we went way over our time and it was so fucking weird but people loved it like everyone's like we saw Kuban in his underwear and these fucking idiots were like doing all this shit and it was great and it, it was pretty much like the audience the audience wasn't there and that's what I miss about having friends at shows is you forget an audience is there at a certain point and you care more about hearing them laugh yeah. in the back. That's great shit. You can't only care about that, though, because then, cause then you're writing some really fucked up shit. And yeah. comics laugh at some fucked up stuff yeah. that audiences are like, uh, we have kids. Like, well, I don't know if this is good for ABC Family. Yeah, we're yeah. normal people. Like, remember. This isn't Disney Channel appropriate. <laughs> but shit, man, it's great. I'm glad most of it's on video. Too. Nice. So it's nice to like have on your YouTube. No, <laughs> I don't put you know, and I don't put. It's not like I'm not putting it up there. I don't put a lot up there right now because I don't ever want. I have two. I have like two videos. I think up there, two or three videos of me doing stand up, and one was from a showcase at Laugh Fest that I did well at. Where's Laugh Fest? It's in Grand Rapids, okay, Michigan, yeah. where I'm from. Yeah, um, and then. One is of me doing the pre-recorded set. It was maybe <laughs> yeah. like the second or third time I'd done it mm -hmm. um, at Dr. Grin's. And then the third one is a time where I did another weird thing. Um, where I wear this like red and black plaid lumberjack jacket. Yep. I tell this joke where I say, uh, I was hitting on a, a girl at the bar earlier. And uh, she didn't even let me get one word out. And she stopped me and she said, eh, I'm not really digging the whole lumberjack vibe. Maybe if you lose the jacket, then we can talk. And I take the jacket off, and underneath the jacket is another long sleeve shirt with the same design on it. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. <clears throat> and that was the end of the joke. That was always the end of the joke. Um, until I thought it'd be funny to paint that design onto my body. And so, so then there were three parts to it. And then she was like, you know, that's very funny, smartass. Like, lose the other jacket. And then we can talk. And I'm like, oh, okay, I got you. You're trying to see me with my shirt off. And then I take that off. And I turn around and it's painted on. So I'm shirtless up there, but with the painted thing. Yeah. And then at one point I turn around to get like a drink and none of my back is painted and shit. Like, just silly shit. But like, I have, so I have like weird silly shit that I've done. But I, I get really paranoid about getting opportunities where maybe... I don't want someone to go, even if I have like, if I had like 10, 15 minutes set where I did great, I, I just, my jokes, I add to them so often. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want anyone to see me going like, oh, this guy's going to be here. Let's go look him up online. And then they hear a majority of some jokes. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like the idea of. You like the element of surprise to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of kind of. I take jokes in a weird way and I try to twist them and do some wordplay and shit with them that it, it's just it doesn't hit as hard it's not as much fun mm -hmm. so it's almost like I wish there was a way like if you've seen me live then you can see these other videos <laughs> but I, I don't like the idea of something you're like here's a link to all of my videos yeah now that you've seen this yeah, stuff here exactly. you go but then how do I stop them from sharing it with other people? You can't fucking share it or yeah. else your computer will explode. <laughs> so it'd be fun. You know what would be funny is if I took all the material I've been building for the past couple of years and once I finally record like a CD, then I release a bunch of videos. Because mm. then it's like, oh shit, like that joke, 
that joke started so different than what it became. <laughs> like, that's cool to see. Yeah. I love seeing that, but I just don't want to... I don't want to paint a picture or give people any sort because of Because you idea. don't like drawing. Right, exactly. <laughs> I never said I wasn't a painter, though. <laughs> what if I paint beautifully? <laughs> I do not. I don't. It's very abstract, yeah. but the beauty is there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. I don't like the idea of going into something uh, bias. Yeah, you know, it's just like uh, there's some movies where I know I want to see it, and I don't want to see any previews leading up yeah. to it. Yeah. But then there's some where I'm like, when I saw the trailer for Star Wars Episode Seven, I was like, oh, yeah. fuck yes, and like when another trailer comes out, I'm probably. I, I, <sighs> I'm I'm probably not gonna seek it out on my own on the internet. Yeah. But if when I see it in the theater, I'm gonna be like fucking like just boners all over the place, yeah. dude. Like <laughs> I can't wait. Oh my gosh. Whew. See, I've I've gotten to a point where I, I kind of like, because I went through my whole film school phase where they were teaching us to break everything down. Mm-hmm. I fucking hated watching movies like that. Yeah, it's the worst. Because you're not watching the movie. Because you're overanalyzing it and you're yeah. criticizing it. And, and you're like... sitting with friends who are even worse with it. Like, you're like, <laughs> no, I thought there's a juxtaposition. And you're like, fuck you. That's like the only word you learn and use from film school. You fucking idiot. Oh, the juxtaposition. The juxtaposition of the angle. Yeah, was, it wasn't quite what I wanted okay. it to be. All right, cool. <laughs> So yeah, I just started. I just started watching movies with my fucking brain like off. Yeah, and I'm like, it's all the right. Best. Yeah, I love some movies that people are like, that movie was shit. I was like, that was fun to watch. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'll see a movie and be like, you know what? I agree, it was shit, but I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. Or I had it on in the background while I was doing this, and it was cool seeing these cars do this shit. Or like, <laughs> whatever the fuck. It's so much more fun to find reasons to like a movie than it is to find reasons to hate it. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I get that way too when people put symbolism in movies where they're like, oh, it's really cool how they did this because this means that oh, and this yeah, other yeah. thing means that. And I'm like, I was just watching a, a duck and, and talking to people. Right. I don't know. Right. Fucking, it's just Howard the Duck, man. Like, Come there's on. no symbolism. <laughs> the only symbolism that needs to be made is the fact that it used to be a comic and now it's a movie. <clears throat> Yeah, we had a class, uh, like one of our prerequisites for getting into the film program, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but I fucking hated it, because it like, it was the class that taught you to either, you were, it was a, it was a weird balance between respecting how much directors really think and put into movies, or giving the directors way too much fucking credit. Oh. Because I don't believe... And this is just me. I don't believe that a lot of the shit that people assume was symbolized or or put into movies yeah. was necessarily done that way. Yeah. Like, there's big directors that you know they had a lot of control. Like, you hear about the Coen brothers working with the, the like, clothing department and the art directors and shit and being like, here's our color palette. That's all we use in this movie. Yeah. And, like, crazy shit like that where you're like, yeah. That was all pre-thought out, yeah. Yeah. And, like, but Wes it's, Anderson. That's because like, they're maniacs, oh, yeah. and they're fucking... They, <laughs> they didn't go to become directors. They were fucking, what, English majors? And just, like, crazy <laughs> smart cats. But then, I mean, Alfred Hitchcock, of course, was huge. Um, 
But th- there was one that stood out a lot where it was in rear window where it was like, every time you see a red light, someone's going to die. And I was like, <laughs> you're kind of reaching. Or if that is true, I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, like, why? I don't care. <laughs> He's going to die anyways. Why do I need to know ahead of time? Like, what's... What's knowing what knowing that what does that do for you aside from give you a weird film geek erection? <laughs> like it's just that it's a club. It's like a no girls yeah. allowed club where they're like, I know something you don't know, and it's like, ah, it's because I don't fucking care. <laughs> I can jerk off without red lights. I'm fine. Like I don't know what broke in your brain that you can't come unless you find an Easter egg in a movie. But holy shit. You know what? I respect the hell out of it because it is a lot of work. You'll see some directors where there's these neat little Easter eggs for especially comic book movies and fantasy movies. Yeah. But it's also something like, I liked the movie without knowing it. Yeah. It's just neat shit where it's honestly become, you'll read like a BuzzFeed article that's like, things you missed. Yeah. Or things you might not have seen. And then you go through and you're just like, huh, neat. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's and the reason exactly. they hit it, the reason they hit it is because they knew that that would be the only reaction. Yeah. That's all they expected out Yeah. Of no, no, oh, man. No one or like very few filmmakers are making like little Easter eggs to be like, this it's is going to blow few. people's fucking yeah. minds off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, also, they're, I mean, I'm sure they're thinking of the audience in a certain respect, but in the long run, they're thinking about the whole movie in general. Yeah. I know with like comic book stuff, like I'm sure, uh, like in uh, Josh Iron, Whedon, like in Iron Man when you see the um, the shield, the shield, yeah. yeah, and like Josh Whedon hid some shit in Avengers and stuff, and like little little things that are gonna kiss towards the future, yeah. And that's neat, and that's especially a comic booky thing because comic mm-hmm. book dudes are fucking nuts with that shit, <laughs> yeah. So that's like a cool, that is a cool kind of neat club thing where it's like you'll only know what this easter egg is if you know the universe yeah and that shit's cool mm-hmm. get that fucking red light shit <laughs> he's wearing a red shirt someone's gonna die soon and you seriously see that there i guarantee i've seen that in other movies now every time i see someone in a red shirt and like a thriller i'm like fucking someone's gonna die soon aren't they and then someone dies and i'm like now it's ruined yeah no it's ruined and not even that but now <laughs> i'm making it in my head where they're like no nah, he was just wearing a red shirt bro like <laughs> I'm like, well, now I just fucking hate the movie on accident. <laughs> because that one film geek. Yeah. But, yeah, shit, man, I can't do it. I can't. It's fun, but I even stopped because I, I would break down. I'm, I'm not a guy who, I have opinions on things. <laughs> I just, I don't fight. I don't fight with people. Yeah. I remember that. I remember the exact time that I realized how much easier it is to not fight with someone than it is to get your way or win. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little kid. Uh, my my biological father was bringing me and my sister to a movie at the theater, which was rare as fuck. Okay. And it was a choice between uh, Pino- or, um, Pocahontas or uh, Indian in the Cupboard. Okay. Guess who wanted to see which? You know, I wanted yeah. to see Indian in the Cupboard. Yeah, of course. She wanted to see Pocahontas. And it was like, right at that point when he asked, which was shitty as fuck, the, the, the adult should have made the decision. Yeah. When he asked, like, who wants to see what, and gave us those two options, uh, I was about to answer, and I think I remember my sister yelling out Pocahontas super obnoxiously loud, 
And then it was like, at that point, something clicked in my <laughs> weird little kid brain that yeah. was just like, oh my God, just go find, you, you'll probably enjoy it. It's a cartoon. Go and watch that. Because guess what? You don't have to hear anything awful come out of your sister's face. <laughs> and it was this weird, just like, twist of, we both said the movie we wanted to see, and I saw her face, like, turning and being like, I can become this monster <laughs> if we don't see this movie. And then it just, like, snapped, and I was like, I don't care for seeing that monster, like, and was like, let's go see Pocahontas. <laughs> and I went, and I was like, you know what? I'm a kid. <laughs> It was cool. Yeah. There was a neat little raccoon in it and like weird misinterpretation of history yep. and all these lovely things. And, and so then I was just that kind of person my entire life. And every time I tried to be someone who fought their opinion or beliefs, I always got shit on. And it always ended up really bad even to some points where I'd have panic attacks and just start oh. like freaking out and and then I'd start like crying and it's like why am I crying? Now I look like an asshole and it's like what the <laughs> fuck is happening? And... <coughs> so I've always been someone that's just kind of like I don't really state my opinions and so and see now I remembered where I was going with this which is rare. Um, so I would start having conversations with people about movies and they would get so deep and because of the fact that they were deep and you were clearly talking to someone who also knew quite a bit about movies, it all of a sudden became like a pissing contest of who knew more about movies. Uh. So you're throwing this shit at it and then you're throwing this and so no one's going to back down. <laughs> Even though both of you know and should be able to see where each other are coming from, mm -hmm. no. <laughs> it's just like two people just fist fighting and then until someone's like, oh yeah, no, it's so that was another thing I just gave up and I was like fuck it I'm gonna watch Dumb and Dumber 2 like I don't fucking care man I still haven't seen it good I saw Enjoyable? it here's the thing I'll suggest I heard that there was like allusions to the first movie which great yeah and that like they were pretty much the same people yeah great Like I'll say this <laughs> if I would've went and saw it by myself I think I would've really disliked it Huh. I went and saw it in theaters with a couple other people, and I saw it with a guy who laughed his ass off so much mm -hmm. that it made the whole movie fun. Yeah. So, it's going to be me. <laughs> go into it just to have fun. Dude. Uh, and that's like... Yeah, yeah, like that's what you should do right. when you go and see movies anyway, or especially comedies, especially sequels 20 years after the fact. Right. Uh, it's when supposed I... to be a neat treat where yeah. you're just like... Yeah. When I saw Anchorman 2... In the theater for the first time, mm -hmm. I saw it twice in the theater. I saw it the second time when it was like, "This is the rated R version with oh, like eight hundred and thirty other jokes." Yeah, um, I loved it mm -hmm. because yeah, it's the same guys and yeah, they're doing the same stuff. Right, right. Like there's there's people who go to that sequel expecting them to be like, "Well, they didn't grow at all." Right. Like, what? And it's like they're all caricatures. Of, yeah. Yeah. And it's all just stupid, like, yeah. but that's what makes it funny. Ugh, I had so much fun in that movie. You, you, did you see that one? I did. Well, the part with, like, the big battle, and then they're like, the ghost of... <laughs> oh, yeah, with John C. Riley's character. Yeah. I yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I, see, he's I'm... representing the History Channel, and, like, there's a minotaur, and he's like, that's not even a historical figure, yeah. that's just... <laughs> that's yeah. just myth. Yeah. <laughs> That was, that was a movie that I wish I would have gone into more open-headed because I, I, I did find myself doing things where I was like, man, I wanted more from this. And, and then I watched What's it again. What's this whole thing with the shark? Right. I watched it again recently, though, and was like, dude, 
it's fucking Anchorman. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like what you were saying. Like, they're all fucking caricatures of what did you expect this to be? Like, oh, they follow up Darjeeling Limited with this or, you know, like, you're yeah. not... It's fucking goofballery. Yeah, like, yeah. It's people having fun, making mm-hmm. fun stuff. It's a very good example of especially putting that next to, like, Dumb and Dumber 2 because yeah. they both had a very big, huge success where it's a super quotable movie. Mm-hmm. And then years and years later, they yep. did another one, and people are like, <laughs> "Yeah, you're like, doesn't hold up to the first one, right, yeah, because exactly. it's a sequel." No shit, duh. Yeah, yeah, like some of the stuff you're seeing now, you've seen before. Right. Yeah, duh. And and what have you been doing since they made the sequel? Is all that's been happening is build up, build up, build up. Because the movie yeah. wasn't just a movie; it became a fucking cultural yeah. phenomenon. <laughs> You hear people saying Anchorman and fucking Dumb and Dumber jokes all the time and quoting. (laughs) So you're spending 20 years quoting a movie and then being like, yeah, it's coming out. Get ready for more quotes. And it's like, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, just go and have fun. They're making Zoolander too. I heard about that, yeah. I'm excited. That's interesting, It's going to be good. I think that'll be silly. Twin Peaks is coming back. X-Files is coming back. I heard about that. X-Files is coming back? Yeah, dude. I didn't know that. I'm going. That's a dangerous one to do. That one has such a big fan base. So like, I'm going back and rewatching all of them because I watched them when it was on, but I was ten when it started. Right, right. So a lot of my comprehension wasn't like, and probably a lot of jokes just going right, right over my head. Right. And um. Or subject matter, just in general. Yeah. Yeah. And there's only like two or three episodes that stick out in my mind of like, oh yeah, X Files is awesome. Yeah. But I don't remember all the reasons why. So, like, I just finished season five, I think, and now it's time to watch the first movie, mm. which I never saw. I never saw that movie yeah, when it I came didn't know out. There were movies. Yeah, season five, movie, season six, seven, eight, nine, I think. And then there was another movie, like, a few years after Jesus season nine. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah! That makes sense that there's such a huge fan base. I didn't know there was that much X Files. Yeah. And at one point, uh, David Duchovny went away. Like, he was, like, doing other stuff, like, movies and shit, and, like, just wasn't in the show, and, like, they built it into okay. the story. Um, and I don't remember, like, fully what happened, but, like, he comes back, like, before the end of the show. And, gotcha. Uh, dude, it's so good. I've, I've started Holds watching up. it several times. It's such a huge thing. It's a big commitment. It's such a huge It'd commitment. be like if someone was like, Hey man, you should really check out Lost because people have said that to me, and I haven't seen. I've never seen it. Yeah, and I'm like, there's Raise seven. My baby for there's a seven year. seasons of that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. He's gonna have weird twitches and shit when I'm done with him. And I gotta watch him all the time. That's what it is. I gotta watch him every single. Whenever I'm awake, I have to watch this thing <laughs> at all times until I die. Yeah, I'm gonna wait. Lost was something that I was like, I'm gonna wait until no one is talking about it anymore. Yeah. There's no cultural references about it. Yep. Nothing. Yeah. And then I'll watch it. <laughs> I've always been that person, like, I get into things super late. Like, two or three years ago, I got into Nirvana. Okay. And my buddy was like, you just got into Nirvana? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a fucking idiot? And I was like, yeah, man, my, my, sister's, uh, my sister's boyfriend loves Kurt Cobain and loves Nirvana. And I was like, hey. I'll check these guys out. <laughs> I've heard enough about it's them. It's like that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah, I'll check these guys out. So 
Like the Beatles? Yeah. yeah. I'll check these guys out. Yeah. Well, I get into it so late that it's not cool if I bought a t-shirt. Yeah. Yep. I buy a t-shirt and people are like, fucking poser. And I'm like, I, uh, I'm into them I'm right slow. now. Oh, yeah. Leave me alone. I'm slow. I'm slow on the up. up the guy uptake, who bandwagons right? 20 years after yeah. the fact. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> well, I just finished watching... Have you seen Twin Peaks? Not all of it. That was one that, like, completely missed my brain growing up, because mm-hmm. I don't think... My parents didn't watch it, and, like, Who so... Was that Lynch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I finally finished it um, this year, so, like, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, and I was like, holy shit! And, uh... <laughs> and there's a scene in, like, the last episode that alludes to like the fucking it coming back oh nice and it's it's kind of small but i saw it and i was like holy shit well, and seen it with the knowledge that it's coming back yeah that's yeah. pretty dope yeah. yeah and i was like oh wow and also oh my gosh it's it's so weird like <laughs> yeah oh. i mean lynch in itself and then yeah, I've had a lot of friends recommend <laughs> watching it. I'm bad with that. I'm bad with that in books. I, when I get to it, I'm like, yeah, that was a great recommendation. Yeah, but same. <laughs> I always make these weird things in my head. Like, I'm like, you can't watch that because then you won't write. You won't have time to write. And then I'm like, oh, cool. Well, I just watched four hours of America's Funniest Videos. <laughs> so that's, that's fine. That's fine, though. Like, yeah, because, I mean, you could probably work during that. No, I can't. <laughs> too busy laughing my fucking ass off and then i'm like well might as well have a drink and then it's like now you're shit face going through old facebook photos now it's 3 a.m yeah you're leaving messages on people's phones now that you're in california so you're calling them at 2 a.m it's five o'clock in the morning there and the funny thing is is if you were doing this at 2 a.m their time no one would answer but since you're doing it 2 a.m your time people are getting up for fucking work I'm talking to your drunk ass in the morning. Like, that's what this is becoming. When you see daylight, fucking other people have been awake and at work for a couple hours. Yeah. I've gotten drunk and stayed up so late out here that I've talked to friends on their lunch break. What? Yeah. It doesn't feel good. I'll tell you that. It doesn't. It makes you look at yourself. Definitely makes you wake up the next day and be like, well, when I say next day, I mean 7 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, cool. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. Guess this is my life now. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Definitely had those days where you wake, you stay so up till like 6 or 7 a.m. And then you're like, fuck, I should really go to sleep. Yeah. And you're like, oh, cool. I just wasted an entire fucking two days, yeah. pretty much. That's awesome. <laughs> and you fuck your sleep schedule up. It's great. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was just thinking about something. I was I was thinking about writing a joke about this. I haven't even started. Um, but um, I do this thing where I'll have bouts of trying to be like uh, health conscious. Mm-hmm. I'm terrible with it, dude. I eat the worst shit. Same. Like, same here. Look at those mini pizzas. Yeah. And like the... All those chips and shit. So, yeah, like, recently I've been trying to, like, eat more vegetables, and I'm like, I'll only eat eggs for the protein, and I'm going to work out in the morning, I'm going to do this. And it works fairly well, but I'll have kicks of it. And when I do, I'll have nights where I'm just like, I don't know what to do, and it's just like hanging out, and I'm like, man, I got some shitty junk food in my house, 
I'm like shitty I'm delicious sp- junk yeah, food. Yeah, I'm like I'm not supposed to eat it, and I'm like I'm not. You're not gonna eat it. And then I'm like, but if I eat all of it tonight, <laughs> it won't be there. It won't be there the next couple weeks when I want to eat it. And I'm like, I eat all of it yeah. So I'm like, I think if I eat all of it tonight and feel shitty for like a day, I can work it off, and then the next time I feel like this. I won't have any to eat. <laughs> and then I do it. I did it last night. I ate like a whole tub of cheese spread on crackers. <laughs> it sounds delicious. It was. Oh. It got it got to the point where I got sick of the cheese at the end. Like that's how much of it I ate. <laughs> like that port wine spreadable cheese, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. Cause I can put it I can put away a lot of food. When I when I make excuses for why like, why you shouldn't be eating it, yeah, that's that's one of the greatest things though. I just love finding logic in that where your brain will do anything. Yeah, it's like, yeah, because it, it makes sense, and you're like, yeah, you know what? Fucking yeah, it does. Yeah, it's okay that I ate six popsicles tonight. That's cool. Uh, I, so I usually the dollar store is like right around the corner. Oh yeah. And sometimes, sometimes I'll, I'll get high and then I'm like, I'm gonna go to the dollar store and see what I can find. <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad we doesn't agree with me. Dude, the other night that would be the worst. <laughs> the other night I was like, I was going through and I was like, okay, first of all, I went to the freezer section. Um, half gallon of pumpkin patch flavored oh, ice told cream. Me this the other oh day. yeah. <laughs> For a dollar, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Then I found those jalapeno poppers, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And then I was walking down the uh, <laughs> the random aisle with like all the oils and like yeah. uh, vegetable oil and like cans of soup, and like, and then I was like, "Frosting, I could probably dip some shit in that." <laughs> yeah, we'll hold on. To, we'll hold on to this for later, because I know one thing that will always work in dip. Is my finger. <laughs> yeah. And if I can't find anything else... Yeah, dude. When I bought the frosting, I had some uh, regular Oreos that I bought on accident one night. Because I was like... I, I, I got home and I was like, What do you Sweet. mean? You don't like regular Oreos? Right. Double stuff. Or oh, okay. Double I like stuff. Or... I like the golden ones. That's oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. All right. I Sorry. haven't really tried yeah. them, but... I'm not a huge fan of chocolate. Oh, okay. Everyone shits on me. <laughs> You fucking freak, and I'm hey, like, I everyone, like everyone likes their own. Yeah, I'm shit. like, I don't like black people either. So, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's a definite joke. It's a joke. He was sucking your dicks. Yeah, I was just sucking your dicks. Okay, I was even sucking the black dicks. Okay, if we can get that, that out fine? into the ether, yeah. if people can start saying that, because it's, uh, it brings me so much joy. Like fucking, oh my gosh. Oh, um. Okay, so yeah, I had the Oreo, regular Oreos. I dipped those in the re- frosting. Mm. Fucking good. Oh, and, yeah. then, and then... Um, well, you double stuffed it, but you stuffed more on the outside, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, the jalapeno poppers, those were a dollar. And then I still had frosting left, but no more Oreos. And then, but I had some potato chips, and I was like, mm-hmm. fucking salty sweet, salty bitch. sweet. Oh, it was so good. Dude. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I'm um, right there with you. But the, uh, shit, I just lost the other thing, the other tangent I was going to go on. Um, salty sweet, Oreos. Damn, it was good. T- oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You're good, man. Shoot, I, was, I can't even remember where I was. 
so the whole um <laughs> just sucking your dick oh i wish i was sucking your dick right now um so me and my buddies went to see this is the end have you uh, seen that yeah i didn't care for it oh dude. i was like the only person that didn't care for it out of my whole group <laughs> dude I'm losing my mind like and then there's the part where um they're they're confronting Danny McBride about like jerking off yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then um, he's like, I'll jerk off. He's like, I'll jerk off whenever I, wherever <laughs> yeah. I feel like. He's like, I'll jerk off on the wall. I'll jerk off on the floor. I'll jerk off all over your face. And he goes, Oh, I wish you would jerk off all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That and goes, that brought me yeah, right to the that moment of like, right the, I wish I was sucking your dick right now. <laughs> oh, I- yeah, just out of anger, that whole, I yeah. wish you would jerk off on my face. <laughs> <laughs> so it was so personal, and like, yeah. only to me and my two buddies. Yeah. Like, those were the only people yeah. who knew about that, like, that inside was, joke. That was funny, but why? That, it wasn't that funny. I know. And why I was, are they laughing so hard? I lost my shit on so that part nice. so hard. Ugh. And, <laughs> and that was before I even started smoking. My first time was Thanksgiving of last year. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, in the theater, just losing my <laughs> shit over that part. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I, oh, I wish you would jerk off on my face right now. <laughs> so much. So many things. So many reasons to laugh. <laughs> the parallel thought. Yeah. Oh, man. It's all coming back. All at once. <laughs> and attached to it is Danny McBride. <laughs> Oh, I didn't. I managed to not see any previews for that movie before I saw it. Or they I did, saw the teaser. They I thought, did them very oddly. Yeah, I saw the teaser, which was like them in the house and like talking about shit. And yeah. I was just like, oh, they're just playing themselves. Oh, this is gonna be funny. Yeah. Dude, I had no idea it was a rapture movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, and this is like I said earlier, everyone has their own opinions on movies. Yeah. That was one of the reasons why I didn't like the movie. Is also one of the reasons why it would have been really difficult to make a trailer for it because mm-hmm. there's no story yeah there's no story <laughs> yeah. there's no story whatsoever <laughs> there are a bunch of dudes hanging out in the house bullshitting and so it's pretty much like a dream a comedy dream team hangout yeah which is fun it's neat mm-hmm. and then another thing that really made me hate it i really don't like jay baruchel oh really i hate his voice i hate his face <laughs> i hate his whiny bitch character sense <laughs> I don't know if he's actually like that, but I just don't like him. Well, what they did, they said that they uh, took little, small things about like each character, and they like yeah. totally magnified them. Like how Jonah Hill was like the nicest guy right, ever. Right, but actually it was like the, yeah. Like, I, you know what? It was it was one of those things that's so much fun to see everybody. My favorite part was Michael Sarah. Yeah. God, that, the, that's the thing is, once they narrowed it down to only certain people, um, it... For me, it was like, if you're going to make this a weird cameo movie, keep making it a weird cameo movie. <laughs> Michael Sarah fucking cracked me up. Just the silly shit he was saying. And, like, apparently in, like, his audition for it, uh, he said he'd only be a part of it if he could be a creepy dude who, like, wore a windbreaker and, like, had these all these things. And they're like, yeah, dude, that's great. <laughs> and because he's got a juice box at one point while he's getting his dick sucked yeah. and stuff, and it's just like looks at it. He's like, baby, oh, look, baby you... needs his juice box. Yeah, or something. And he says something like, "Oh, you need to pee pee or something," because he's in the bathroom. Just and then the, <laughs> the point where he slaps Rihanna on the ass and she just smacks the shit out of him. Like it's so silly. Like I love that. I love the idea of them becoming <clears throat> the exaggerated versions, but just even weirder. But that's I think that yeah I don't know. 
Is it? And the part where he's up in the air and he goes, "Is it bad?" Yeah. He's. I mean, I also Michael Sarah's always been like I've really liked his his comedy just in general, and uh, I think he gets shit he gets shit on way too much because everyone's like, "Oh, he, he does the same thing every time." I don't agree with that necessarily, yeah. but to each his own. Oh no, he didn't say is it bad server. in the preview. He said, "Is it as bad as it looks?" Yeah. And he's seeing it through, yeah. puncturing through. And then in the movie, he said, uh, "Oh man, this is so embarrassing." Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. But that's the thing. I tried to watch it. I probably shouldn't have done it drunk, but I tried to watch it <clears throat> drunk one night, and I could not. I could. I just couldn't get through the beginning. Even I, Jay Baruchel. He's driving me nuts. How he's like, I hate L.A. I like, fucking... I, I wasn't even in L.A. at that point. I was still in GR and I'm trying to rewatch it. And mind you, I'm living with people. Everyone else in the house loves this movie. I fucking hate it. And I'm just like, I'm going to try it again. Let me try it one more time. By yourself. Because I love these guys. Like, I love all of them. And so I'm shit-faced. And that's the only reason why I was like, let's do it. And I just... I'm watching Jay Baruchel and I'm just like shaking like... I fucking hate him. Like, just... I, and I have no idea where it comes from. I'm the dude who like who watched Undeclared and had yeah. it on a box set and loved it. And I fucking followed these cats since Judd Apatow was first starting. And fanboys, have you seen that? Shit. Yeah, saw fanboys and loved that and like <laughs> so much shit. And I don't know what it was. It must have been just this movie where I was just like, ugh, like I fucking want to kill him, like. <laughs> Like, so much so that I was like, I can't keep watching this. I don't like the person I am when I see him. You know what? Maybe he feels the same way about the character that he was portraying in the movie. I mean, he probably does. If you guys met, he'd be like, yeah, man, I fucking, I didn't like myself in that movie either. And you watch, like, some behind the scenes of, like, Knocked Up and stuff, and he acts like a little bitch. He acts like this annoying little bitch. Where they're like, hey man, do this in a scene. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. And then Jason Siegel's like, I'll fucking do it. But you have to ride a roller coaster at the end. And then it's like, they do this whole roller coaster thing. And he's like, the roller coasters. And it's like, stop it. You're getting paid to ride a roller coaster, you asshole. Like, cut the shit, man. I hate, I hate, and I'm so afraid of certain things. I don't know what really, to, bats. I'm not a fan of bats. But if no someone, one's a fan of bats. I know. <laughs> if someone paid me to have fake bats or like some bats or some, fucking, I'll get over it. Oh, I get to I get to be famous in a bat scene. Yeah, I'll fucking do that. You shitbird. Oh, I don't have to pay to get into Cedar Point. Eat my ass. I don't like roller coasters either, but I'm gonna ride one if you're paying me six thousand dollars to do it. Bats. Dude. Fan of bats. Dude, I didn't even know how afraid of bats I was until one was in my attic apartment. I want to tell a kid. They're fucked up because they're flying rats. And they, it's so sporadic. And they see through sonar. They're there's, blind. There's no, like, there's no knowing where they're going. There's none. There's no direction they in which loop. they're flowing. I mean, they kind of, yeah, exactly. I was hoping the you, rowers keep yeah. on rowing. But they, like, they'll circle. But there's no, like, smoothness to it, like you'll see with a bird. Yeah. It's this, just the... It's because the wings, like... It's like the wings aren't even flapping at the same time, so it's just... I didn't... I did not know that a person could scream involuntarily until I lived in an attic apartment 
that the ceiling was about seven feet tall. I'm, <laughs> I'm six three maybe at the time. Yeah. And so I have a very small space of air <laughs> between me and the ceiling. And so this bat is eye level with me when it comes oh, flying shit. in. Oh, shit. And my knees gave out and I screamed bloody murder. <laughs> I couldn't stop. Like, I saw myself screaming and was like, cut it out, dude. Like, cut that shit out. And I'm just crawling on the ground, get into my bathroom. <laughs> And then shut the door behind me, and then I just start laughing my ass off because I was like, well, I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> it is. So, ladies it, and gentlemen, it is. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you ever are thinking about being a hero, like, oh, some lady's getting robbed. I bet you I could use my adrenaline to stop him. No, that's gonna be a scary situation, and you may end up drop falling to your knees and crying. Dude, speaking of that. Uh, robberies and stuff. I got robbed uh, a couple weeks ago. Two and, half, two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I was walking. <laughs> okay, so uh, some some of the imitators who I know listen to this show have heard me tell this story, so bear with me. Oh, you you can hear them <laughs> going, ugh. You hear this again? <laughs> listen, guys. Skip through it. <laughs> I haven't heard it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was walking home from doing an open mic, and I was putting a note into my Evernote, do, 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 holding holding my phone with both hands, kind of loose because that's what you do. No one like holds onto their phone right. for dear life when it's they're like, like you texting just got and out of shit. Jail and you're like, new yeah. technology, like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it's mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so then um, I was in front of Kaiser, you know, the hospital over on yeah. Sunset. Lights everywhere, cars driving by, like it's like eleven o'clock at night, and um, this. Dude comes up out of nowhere, fucking snatches my phone out of my hands, like, really hard, and, like, my headphones were in, so, like, the headphones string right. is swinging. And feel the yeah, and he took a couple steps back, and I was like, hold up, wait, what the fuck? And then, like, I kind of went at him for a second, and then, and then like, oh, he, yeah. and then he ran, and his two buddies were waiting in a getaway car behind me. So he runs to the getaway car, and... And then I was like, why? It all <laughs> happened so fast. Yeah. yeah. I said that part out loud. I was you like, said why? why? Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'll jump in front of the car because maybe they won't hit me. And then, so I jumped in front of the car and then they like started coming at me like they were, they were going to fucking hit yeah, me. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah. yeah. And then I was like, oh, they're crazy. Like they're That's just. That's why he stole my phone. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I jumped out of the way and then they drove, they fuck it. They fucked off. And then. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's when I yelled why. And I was like, please give me my cell phone back. I was writing an idea. <laughs> and, then, and then the third thing I said, which I, I remember like thinking that it was funny after I said it, but I was just like, does anyone else see this yeah, right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, looking back, I'm like... Everyone's like, yeah, that's why we didn't get involved. <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy that I'm such a big... <sighs> somewhat intimidating person because I do feel like that's one of the reasons why I haven't been fucked with much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't, yeah, that shit freaks me out, man. Like, I gotta start backing my phone up more. <laughs> Dude, and because of that... I get, like, I don't give a shit. It's a fucking phone. <laughs> I'd much rather, I mean, honestly, keep the violence out of it, I'm fine. Take whatever you fucking want. It's gonna be a huge inconvenience for me. It, I'm the kind of guy that would be like, bro, like, just give me the wallet. You can have the money. 
Yeah. Like there's no money. Let me on keep. Let else. me keep my ID I need and my shit. Because like, yeah. you're ste- you're not only you're stealing money from my wallet and from my bank account, <laughs> and you're not even getting it if you steal my ID. <laughs> also, yeah, it's just. Be, let's be sensible here. Let's have a, a nice clean robbery. Just yeah. take the cash and I fuck mean, I off. Don't, I don't know what I would... I don't honestly know how I would talk or anything like that if it happened. Yeah, apparently that's how I talk yeah. when I get... What? Why? Has <laughs> anybody seen this? Is anyone else yeah. seeing this? What the fuck is that? Yeah, I was like fucking like, Mugatu. Is anyone else seeing this? Yeah, I yeah. feel like I'm taking crazy yeah, pills. Yeah. <laughs> this shit actually happens? <laughs> yeah. Um, and because of that, I had this loner cell phone, like, it was, it was an Android phone, probably from, like, 2007. Okay. So, it's, like, fucking old at this point. Yeah. And maybe 2006, even. Like, it was just really, really old. And so, sometimes I'd be, like, writing a text, and then the keyboard would just disappear, and then I'm like, fuck. And then I, like, tap, tap on the text line for the keyboard to come back up, and sometimes it would, like... Come back up and then drop right back down. I'm like, fuck it, I can't. What you trying to do? I can't yeah. do the basic things that people do. <laughs> and I dealt with T-Mobile like fucking up my replacement phone three different times. First time was the insurance company that they work with. They're like, yeah, we replace it with the exact phone or an equivalent. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. There's no like. Yeah. Hey, I know you had this phone and you loved this phone, but <laughs> this one's pretty much the same. We think this one's the same. <laughs> the tech specs yeah. are equivalent. Equivalent so, is based on our opinion. That's uh, pretty much we're right. Yeah. So then I called Team Mobile and I was like, "Fucking, can I just whatever?" And then they were like, "Oh, we're so sorry. We'll get that taken care of. You'll have your phone by Wednesday or whatever." And I was like, "Thank you so much." So then Wednesday comes around, no phone. And then I was, I called them and I was like, uh, what the hell? And they were like, oh yeah, it shows that he like annotated all this stuff, but he never put the order in. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So and then they were like, we're so sorry. We'll overnight. Yeah. We're overnight the phone to you. Oh, the worst thing about all this is, uh, like, well, not being able to communicate well, mm-hmm. but also, um, <laughs> when UPS rolls up to this building, they don't have a key to the gate. So if they can't get in, they're like, UPS, 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 like waiting for someone to like come out and be like, oh, oh, here, yes. But no one ever does. So I had to be out there waiting every time for my hopeful phone. So then the next replacement. you're not like, you don't have a window where you're just like, huh? Yeah. Like, well, time for a fucking picnic today. (laughs) Yeah, so the next replacement comes and it's a HTC One M8 for Windows. And I was like, what the fuck? fuck is this same phone that i have but a windows phone version and i was like no 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 no, <laughs> no. so then i called t-mobile again and they were like oh we're so sorry we'll overnight we'll overnight the right one to you i don't even know why someone would send you a windows phone that's so crazy and i'm like i know right yeah next day htc 1m8 for windows again and i was like no 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 so then i called again and i was like Fucking shit, fuck, ass, fuck, damn it, ass, fuck, you know? They're like, we got him again. <laughs> I know, it's a joke at this Do point. Do we have any more? It's like, he's calling back, yeah. he's calling. <laughs> put, the, put the first one on the truck, leave it on there for a week, then redrop it off. <laughs> We're getting him. So then I was like, 
yeah, what? And they were like, oh, so sorry. And then I was like, can I just, like, fucking, can I get something done to my bill that's, like, just fi- to fix it, fix this shit, yeah. like, please. And they were like, okay, yeah. So they cut um, the deductible in half. So that's good. I got some of that money back, whatever. Um, <clears throat> so then the day comes where my phone, like, definitely will be here by this day doesn't show up. UPS guy just goes right past this place. And I was like, what the fuck? I called and then they were like, oh my gosh, uh, we sent it to your email and they, where there's a Q, they put a G. And I'm like, how the fuck? Like, you have my email on file. Like, how do you mess this up? So then they're like, yeah, we sent you the email. email was such a big thing. <laughs> they're like, we t- <laughs> No, not Qmail. It's like in the name for my, my oh, email. Okay. Yeah, but then um, the uh, they were like, "Oh yeah, all you have to do is click on the email, and then we send it out as a replace or as an upgrade, and then you'll get your phone." And I was like, like "We've talked like uh, eight, eighteen times. Why is there more steps?" Yeah. Oh fuck. So then finally, I clicked on the thing, and then electrically signed it or whatever, and then I got my phone the next day, and I was just like. Fucking like the Hallelujah chorus easy, yeah. started, yeah, and it, yeah. Oh my gosh, they're the ones who stole your phone. I bet. Yeah, they stole my innocence. That's what, That's they, what they stole. <laughs> Those three guys work for T-Mobile. <laughs> Guaranteed that Shit. trunk. That trunk is filled with HTCs for Windows. Just guaranteed. Just they're just there to make everyone's lives miserable. Oh my gosh, dude. And then they record all the phone calls. Yeah. And for the most part, they're all them bitching about T-Mobile. <laughs> everybody, everybody hates their server. Not one person. Yeah. There's so many jokes made about it. <sighs> yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Getting robbed. Oh man. There was so much more to it after, and I was just like, wait a minute. This isn't how insurance is supposed to work. Right. Right. <laughs> Feel bad for me. <sighs> Ask if I was stabbed or something. Like, is it quicker if I was stabbed? They're like, what did you yell? You yelled, why? And has anyone seen this? That'll be about three months. <laughs> you don't get the respect. Yeah. Oh, you got you stabbed? You think you deserve. You get stabbed three times? You'll... Three weeks. <laughs> yeah, three weeks. Heal up. Heal up. Take a breather. Yep. It's going to be a while. I'd suggest calling an ambulance, but you don't have a phone. <laughs> so... Way to rub it in, yeah, asshole. Exactly. <laughs> and this new phone, we'd like to say, has GPS navigation so that our thieves can find you quicker. <laughs> Next time. There's a bonus. Yeah. Oh, he's on the sidewalk. Get him. Yeah. Get Fuck him. that, man. Uh, so, yeah, that was... Uh, oh, man. I think I would get laughed at if I got robbed because I think I would just be like... Ah. Like, just lift my arms up and be like... Yeah. Alright, do what you're gonna do. Just don't stab me or shoot me. I'm more, you know what I'm more afraid of is uh, I'm super paranoid that this is gonna happen. That someday a homeless guy is gonna be like, hey man, could you spare any change? Mm -hmm. And I say, I don't have any cash on me. Because that's what I always say. Yeah. Even when I have cash on me. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) I'm afraid one day a homeless dude or a dude just asking for money because they're not always homeless. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, prove it, and, like, pulls a gun out, and I'm like, ah, I do have money on me. And they're like, well, it's too late. Now I take your money and your life. And I'm like, 
Dude, yeah. So if if I was ever to get robbed again on the street, fucking, I would like just like hurl myself at that car just so I wouldn't have to deal with T-Mobile again. Just, or you could have I was like, I w- in the hospital. and I was thinking like on my way home, I was like, I could have like thrown myself onto the hood of the car, like grab onto the, the windshield wipers and been like, Hey, that, see, if you're, be, if you're driving away, I'm yeah. fucking, I'm on your car. That'd be fucking, <laughs> that'd be super funny if it was, if there was like a skit or some shit where it was like, you talk to a robber and you're like, dude, do you know what you're doing? <laughs> And you're like, I'm you fucking realize, crazy. You, yeah, you realize <laughs> I'm gonna have to sit on the phone with these guys at least 16 different times throughout the next three weeks, trying to figure this out. They're gonna send me the wrong phone a couple different times, and then I'm gonna get the wrong email because they switched a G with a, a G with a Q. And then the dude's like, "Holy shit, man! I know what that's like. Here's your phone." Yeah. It's like, sorry. I think, that, see, that would be great if the world, if world peace happened because of cable companies and phone companies. Where it's like we all finally band together and it's like, oh yeah, we don't really hate each other as much as we thought. We just hate these assholes. Yeah. It's like, why steal from each other when they're stealing from all of us? Let's just kill them. And then all of a sudden it's a free world with free cable and phone and everyone loves each other. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, that's when racism starts hitting really hard again. Because <laughs> if we don't have problems... Because there's nothing else to worry yeah, about. Yeah, if society doesn't have problems, it only lasts for so long, I guarantee. <laughs> you cut problems out, everyone's like, we need world peace. And it's like, it's not going to last we long. We need problems. Yeah. <laughs> problems help because a lot of times, problems keep people to themselves. <laughs> yeah. And not everyone should mingle. And it keeps them distracted from their own shitty lives. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think we just solved world peace. Yeah. It can't exist. That's what we figured out. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why like genocide works so much better than world peace. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not on anyone's side <laughs> in this scenario. But I could believe in genocide quicker than world peace. If someone was like, pick one. I don't believe in people very much either. Do you believe that people could be good to each other forever? Fuck no. Do you believe that people could be better to one another if they watch a billion other people die? Yeah. I believe that. Do you also believe... Do you think world peace is going to make for jokes? Do you know how many jokes are based on the Holocaust? They're hilarious. <laughs> There's nobody's nobody's talking about how 50, 60 years ago uh, world peace happened and then it didn't. Those don't make jokes. Happiness doesn't make anything better. That's just me. <laughs> Sadness makes happiness. Yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> Oh, shit. That's good. That's good. This is probably the point where other guests would have said something like, cut that last part out. (laughs) (laughs) I say leave it in. Yeah. I can leave it it in. Make it the only part of the Leave it in for the ages. Hey, if people have gone three hours and 46 minutes I was going to say, holy shit. (laughs) It's so much... It's so fucking funny because this... This right here scares the shit out of some people. Um, I can do this. 
Like, you and I just started yeah. going. Yeah. And it was great. I even was going to ask, like, are we going to start? And then I was like, I think we're just doing the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. You got it. Yeah. And so, but what I can't do is I cannot, like, people, people would think I'm an asshole if they listen to this. And they're like, holy shit, he's so open. He's talking about all this deep, like, <laughs> shit and all this stuff. And he's talking about the Holocaust. Weird. But he's opening up. And then, like, they're like, what happened last Friday when I tried to talk to him? Uh, when we were all hanging out and he was so fucking quiet I can't do it social situations I can't talk I'm fucking terrible at it it's just so terrible I'm quiet everyone I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people think I'm a prick and the reason you're probably just in your own head all the time yeah and the reason why I'm so in my own head is because I'm trying so hard not to be a prick <laughs> like it's your plan's the backfiring worst, bro it's the worst like, it's the worst like double edged sword or double negative whatever the fuck catch 22 it's crazy they're like yeah you just didn't I think you didn't like me and it's like no I just can't talk I can't I can't do it there wasn't any alcohol at that party. <laughs> yeah, I overthink. I just I'm the dude who overthinks things way too much, and I say something. I saw somebody after a mic at House of Tacos, and uh, I was like, "Fuck it, man! I'm gonna be that dude. I'm not even drunk. I'm gonna say hi to somebody." And yeah, good set, man. Yeah, and yeah. like they were like, "Hey, I liked your set," and I was like, "You too, man. You too." And this dude kind of looked like uh, he had Kurt Cobain hair. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, do you ever do, like, self-deprecating humor? And he was like, Tuh. yeah, didn't you see my set? And I was like, all right, first off, like, off to a bad start. I asked a simple question. Um, and then I was like, okay, well, I was thinking, like, what if you said something at one point where you're like, I look like if Kurt Cobain survived the blast to the face. And I thought it'd be funny as shit. I thought it was super funny. And he just looked at me, and his buddy behind him laughed a little bit, and he just looked at me, and he was like, yeah, man, well, I just don't think it would work around here. What? And then it was later, I was like, ah, fuck. I'm pretty sure it was just because I just straight insulted the fuck out of him. <laughs> I was like, bro, your hair's dope and blonde, but you got a fucked up face. <laughs> like, that's probably how it sounded. Like, right? That's you look like you got shot in the face with a shotgun, but your hair survived. Like, that's maybe what it sounded like from him. And I'm someone who, I'm the dude who, like, I can't, I don't, I don't reach out to introduce myself to people. And I, I especially usually don't give people tags for jokes or stuff like that. Uh, I want to a lot, but I always feel so weird about it. I never want to come across as, like, a dick or, like, be like, I didn't think it was funny, but if I do this, it'll be funny. Yeah. Instead, it's supposed to be like, what if you added this? It could be cool, because that's why I'm telling you something. Yeah. It's not to make it, you know, think that it's bad, but it's because I liked it, and this could maybe be a thing you didn't, your head didn't go to. And yeah. It's, it's crazy <laughs> shit. And then there's the people you run into where if if uh, you give them a tag, or if someone gives them a tag, then they're like, well, that's yours. Like, I don't... Oh, yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> if I say something out loud to somebody, I'm like, dude, it's yours. <laughs> Trust me. I've, I've, I've been through the, the ringer of saying something out loud to somebody and then being like, fucking, I could have done a joke about that and it's not even like doing the same thing. I'm like, I just gave him like a ton of new shit and it's slightly, <laughs> it's slightly close to what he already had. 
but far enough away that I could have done it on my own and not look like a thief. And I'm like, well, you can't now, though. Nope. No. Moment's gone. Yeah, I've, I've had shit where I've told people stories. I had a, I had an incident where I was uh, not really seeing this girl, but it was it was my buddy's girlfriend's friend, and uh, she and I were hanging out quite a bit. We had like made out a couple of nights and like dry nice. humped and shit. And it, <laughs> and it was so weird because it was like, I was like, are we we're still dry humping? That's what this is. Like, I'm not in high school. Like, I I'm a grown up. I dropped out of college. Okay, like. I don't, we don't need to have sex, but the dry humping is weird. And you know what? Maybe it was me. I was drunk. I might have initiated the dry humping. I don't know what i do. But, uh, it was kind of like a thing. We both knew we were single and it was kind of like just a fun thing. And then one night, uh, I wanted to go home. I was with my buddy Casey and she wanted us to stay out and keep drinking and pretty much to liquor me up and then bring me back to her place. To have her is, way with you. Yeah, which is exactly what happened. <laughs> she started buying whiskey, and I was like, yeah, we're staying out. And Casey's like, well, I want whiskey. And she's like, okay, I'll buy yours too. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so we end up going back to her place, and I'm shit-faced. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, you know, she bought me all these drinks all tonight. I think I'll, I'll go down on her. And I was like, I'm a gentleman, <laughs> you know? And uh, so I do, and I, I'm... I'm uh, Making my way downtown, <laughs> as uh, Vanessa Carlton would say. <laughs> Is that correct? I don't know. <laughs> Making my way downtown. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, For a second, I, my brain went Vanessa Williams, and I was like, I don't think oh, I yeah. know her. I don't think she does songs. <laughs> she, she's an actress or a tennis player. I don't know. Um, and, uh, so you're making your way downtown. Yeah, she she had failed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I wish I was playing; it would have made the whole thing better. But uh, I got down there and I was so drunk, and it was she didn't have she might have had a small light on, but I got down to the area and I I'm like, before I get started, I just open my eyes and shit, and I'm like, pretty positive there's something in her vagina. And I was like, yeah, that's a tampon. Like, just a straight tampon in there. And she's nothing. There's nothing. There's no, like, oh, hey, before you do that. Yeah, no warning. Yeah, like, even, you know what? I've gone down on girls during their period. I don't give a shit. Like, (laughs) I've known beforehand, though. (laughs) Like, I've always known. Surprise! Yeah. And they've always taken the tampon out. You know what? You could do a survey of girls. Guarantee none of them enjoys someone else taking their tampon out. Never. I guarantee it. You will not get one. You'll maybe get one or two people. An odd section of girls who are into that. Yeah. But no girl is like, yeah, you pull it out. Like, none. Not not one single one. And if there is, I'm sorry. I just don't understand women, I guess. But the several that I've dealt with don't enjoy it. Even if you're drunk and like, let me pull it out. And they're like, fuck you. So, that's my experience. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) Let me ease the tension. I'll pull it out. And they're like, get away from me. So then I was stuck in this situation where I was just kind of down there and then I'm like, fuck, I've been down here for too long without doing anything. She's going to think I don't like pussy or like whatever. Think I backed out. And so I just kind of slowly eased up and I go, hey, so is there anything you wanted to tell me? And she was just like, ah. And then she goes, oh shit. And she clamped her legs shut and ran to the bathroom. Mm. Then when she came back out, the mood was gone. Yeah. (laughs) 
pulling a tampon out sometimes ruins the mood. <laughs> what? I think, yeah. <laughs> Let's replace this cotton with flesh. <laughs> doesn't really... It doesn't really always... So it was just this weird thing. And then I started panicking because I felt bad that she got so drunk she didn't remember. And then I felt bad that she was probably feeling embarrassed and I didn't want her to feel shitty. So I started acting insane. Like insane. Like I started rocking back and forth. To try and get out of it? Or this was just to your, try to, your to head? To switch. I was trying to switch the uh, focus onto me. <laughs> so that I was the crazy one that night and I fucked up. And so I started acting crazy and I start like freaking out about shit and I'm like, I can't, I can't stay here and just done. <laughs> so I end up leaving. Me and my buddy leave. Or no, that night he didn't stay. Um, so I, I ended up leaving and I walked like six miles home. But I was like, fuck it. At least now she thinks that I'm the nuts one. Like that's, that's, that's what happened at the end of that night. There's not one memory in her drunken haze of being like, oh shit, I left a tampon in and didn't tell a guy. It's, what the fuck is wrong with Kuban? Which is great. I forgot where I was going with this. It's because you were so giving. You were you wanted her to feel normal. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'll go out of my way. Apparently, I told that story to I told that story to a friend's girlfriend, and she goes, <laughs> she didn't say it to me, but he said later he was like, yeah, I was talking to my girlfriend, and she was like, that story with Jacob and the the girl with the tampon. Uh, that was one of the most chivalrous things I've ever heard. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's kind of nice to know. Like, I mean, I'm crazy now to one person. Like, she thinks I'm an insane person. But you're crazy chivalrous. Yeah. I'm crazy chivalrous. <laughs> I wish I would have remembered where I was going with this, why I started telling that story. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's a fun story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I remember. It's because it's like uh, telling people ideas for jokes. Oh, yeah. So after that happened, it was all a buzz with everyone in the comedy community. Because yeah. everyone knew me. I knew everybody. And I had a couple friends. One especially. And it was the one who was dating her friend who you can't tell him anything because he'll tell. Yeah. I told him because it was funny and I didn't realize this. And so he told his girlfriend. His girlfriend told her friend. And then it became a fucking thing. Yep. Yeah. And very uncomfortable. Viral video. Yeah, and then I'm like, well, now all that chivalry of me acting insane went out the fucking window. Because now she remembers. <clears throat> but, uh, so the whole time is everyone's throwing jokes around. Like, I have a buddy, I go to Subway, and I'm like, you want anything from Subway? And he's like, yeah, man, give me a, give me a foot-long meatball with extra marinara. <laughs> and just, like, dumb tampon jokes yeah. left and right. Yeah. And, and, which is fine, I'm used to that. But at one show, there was a guy who went up and started his jokes with I went down on a girl recently and she still had a tampon in and then no. told jokes that I wouldn't have written because I, I don't A, I don't think they were very funny um, <laughs> but uh, it was some shit where it was like pulling the string on the back of a doll or something and some I don't know what it was I was pissed so I heard it <clears throat> and I was at that show I was, I was on <clears throat> that show and I was in the audience, and I heard him say it. And I think we were just talking about it in the car on the way up. Yeah. And so he said, 
So I just went down on this girl and she had a tampon in it and I just went, ah, fuck you. Like, because I thought he was just making fun of me. Yeah. And he and then he reacts all weird and he's like, uh, okay. And then he keeps going with the joke and I'm like, you're, so you're taking something that fucking happened to me and doing a joke about it and it just became this weird fucking thing. And yeah. It's so weird to me that like, I don't know, the whole night was weird. He's like, I didn't know you'd be mad. And I was like, dude, it didn't happen to you. <laughs> He's like, well, yeah, but a lot of stuff doesn't happen to people and you write a joke about it. I'm like, yeah, but you don't know the dude personally. <laughs> like, I'll write a joke about getting my leg bitten off by a fucking shark or something. It's going to be funnier because I didn't get my leg bit off. Yeah. I don't fucking know. That's maybe not a good example. But it's not like... And also, the person, your 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 buddy didn't just tell you about how he just got right. his leg bitten off by a or shark. Or you don't have to... You don't go up, make a joke about getting your leg bit off, walk off stage with both legs, and then two guys later you see a one-legged guy hop yeah. on stage and be like, that was me that that happened to. <laughs> like, so, it's just very strange. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, dude, that, uh, I had a joke stolen from me too, and I was, I was like... I wouldn't maybe... consider that stolen. I talked to him about it, and it was fine, and, and I was like, mm. I don't care if you keep doing the joke... It just sucks that you didn't give me enough time to write it my own way. Because yeah. I didn't even have a joke written for it. Yeah. And he's like, well, I just didn't think you were going to do one. And I was like, I'm, it's still lingering. Yeah, motherfucker. Like, it's <laughs> up there. It's up there and it's so emotional still that I can't write a joke. All it would be is, there was a, uh, there was a tampon in my face. Like, I was trying to be nice and eat some pussy. And then, uh, a tampon. Like, I can't see this clearly right now. I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, it's okay. Um, yeah, so mine was like it was an, it was an opener, and um, the the joke was like I would go out there and go um, <clears throat> like I bet you guys that I could hook up with any girl in here tonight, and then I would I'd point to a girl and be like, "Are you single?" And she'd be like, "Yeah." And I go, "Not anymore." Boom. And then like, "Are you single?" No, not anymore. Boom. Are you single? Mm-hmm. I'm married. Not anymore. Boom. Okay. Just like, <laughs> yeah. just like taking control of the yeah. room, like, and those silliness. This is fun, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I went to, I was on this one show, and I saw one of the guys who went on before me do that as his opener, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I felt violated and just like, because well, I knew that he had seen me do say, that joke before. It's a fairly specific thing. It's not like he could have. I mean, because you could do something similar and still even be like, but did he even did like the boom? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was like, ugh. Like, it rattled me a little bit and I was like, is this what it feels like when a joke is stolen? Yeah. Ugh. I hate this feeling. <laughs> and I never talked to him about it because I was just like, I'll just fucking let that joke go. Right. Like, but Or just whatever. Like, no one's going to connect it. If people, are, <laughs> if people are watching a kid go up at a festival and do fucking Stephen Wright jokes and don't remember who wrote it, no one's going to fucking, like... It's so much shit of just, like, people getting crazy about things. It's more... I think it's more based in the, like, comedy community of people who know each other because I, I used to have an opener where I would do some stuff. I don't need to explain it. It's going to take too long. But I would, like, point at a girl and I would go... And I would, like, make the gun noise and yeah, shit. and the wink. Yeah, but it was a lot of the... That kind of thing. And then all of a sudden... Anytime someone did like a thing, they would, they would do that. What? And so then I was like, on. I was like, 
I couldn't tell if I was noticing it more because I did a bit with it yeah. or if it was doing it because people saw it. And I remember at one point I was really angry and I was like, that's shitty. Like, yeah. you're just going to... But then I'm like, I didn't make up that fucking noise. <laughs> I didn't make up pointing a fake finger gun at someone. I heard someone do that. That's why I... You know, like, there's... So it's like everything's been fucking done. And it's just crazy. It's what you do with it. Yeah. But yeah, that was... <laughs> I, there's a lot of times where I'm like, what? And then I'm like, calm down, you fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Very, very happy that you weren't it, born in, like, Neanderthal times. There's so many dead people. There'd be so many dead people. What the fuck is this wheel shit? I came up with the wheel six weeks ago. I've been rolling that bitch around like crazy. What, he puts a stick in the middle and rides it and it's real? <laughs> I was keeping it to myself. Yeah, I'm going to run that asshole over with my wheel. Who's <laughs> funny now? Oh, oh, you invented yeah. fire? Yeah, uh, exactly. I think I invented fire, yeah. asshole. Come on. <laughs> you remember that day I was bashing two sticks together and hit some rocks? Lit up. Just because you saw me do it? Yours didn't look like such an accident? You prick. I love the idea of that though because there's no Neanderthal stealing inventions. Yeah, no, just Neanderthal is coming up with shit because there's there's no like no one's like uh, cave paintings. Steve, there's another one. Steve the Neanderthal came up with fire. Like there's no that we know about Jesus and shit. And we're like Jesus did this, but it's like no one knows who invented fire. Yeah, it's just a thing, and that's what everything becomes. A joke becomes that. Someone came up with that joke originally, like especially with like dad jokes and grandpa jokes. <laughs> That they clearly have memorized that you're like, you didn't fucking write this. Yep. Some dude at a bar told you, mm -hmm. and he didn't even write it. Yep. And it's just this mash of shit where it's like, dude, if you hit two rocks together with some mushed up fucking twigs, <laughs> it starts fire. And then the guy's like, oh, I would have tried it. And then it's like, that dude's awesome, he made fire. And it's like, well, 60 other dudes before him <laughs> told him. It's all about, everybody takes credit for shit they didn't do. <laughs> oh, I drove here. Did you make the car? <laughs> Dip shit. <laughs> Self-righteous assholes. Oh, but I bought the car. Yeah. Oh, spent money on it. <laughs> appreciate that someone made cars. <laughs> That's getting too stupid and deep. <laughs> Go back to talking about uh, parents looking at their kids' porn. That's stuff I'm more suited to. That's more fun. Because you can't break that down. People people can't break that down and be like, you know, this guy this guy is stupid. <laughs> Have you seen, um, uh, shit, World's Greatest Dad? Fuck yeah. I love that movie. That movie's so great. That movie's so fucking great. I love Bobcat Goldthwait. Um, yeah. He came through Dr. Grins. I was a little disappointed with his most recent, like, stand-up and stuff. But, uh, I mean, at that point, shit. At a certain point, he's making so much. Yeah. Like what the fuck? There's here's what it is. Is sometimes I'll I'll see big names come through, and there's a point where I'm like, just tell us stories. <laughs> like I went and saw Kevin Smith do his uh, an evening with yeah. in Michigan at one point. That shit's awesome. Yeah. Because he's not trying to do something or like live up to the 
you know, like, memories of what he was or mm-hmm. anything like that. He's just telling stories, and it's all shit that none of us would have gotten a chance to hear yep. unless it's a podcast or whatever, but you get to hear it live, and you get to hear him get excited about shit, and, like, <laughs> I love that. So I wish Bobcat would have done more shit like that, which is a big no-no with stand-up or whatever. It's just telling, like, name-dropping stories, but fuck, man. <laughs> if you're paying a shitload of money to see somebody, I'm like, I love Bobcat, but I don't necessarily think he was... Got as big as he was because of his joke writing, necessarily. Yeah, I, I mean, think he, it did, was his he did his whole, character, yeah. It was his whole thing <laughs> together. I'm not shitting on Bobcat. Like I said, I like <laughs> He's Bobcat. great. Like, he yeah. did, he did, uh, he's done the meltdown a couple times, um, and just, like, so funny, like, yeah. with his stories. And Well, he was, I mean, that was also me watching him for, like, a fucking hour. Okay. You know, him doing mm-hmm. 50 minutes, I'm like, Tell us a story. <laughs> you worked with a shit. I mean, you tell know. Tell us about the juggalos. Yeah, you know people who are dead. He did tell that story. <laughs> with the clown. I can't remember yeah. the clown's name. They know me here. <laughs> after a bottle got thrown at his head or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they know me here. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <sighs> well, dude, we've been going four hours and seven minutes. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. It's awesome. It's like actually insane. I think there were maybe a couple, just not even that much, but just a few like down points that people might be like, bah, I don't care. I have my own opinions on this. But most, most, most of it's of it, been pretty fucking solid. I think is like, I don't think anyone's thought of thinking about this. Like, I don't think a lot of people wanted to. And now they get to. Yeah. For the rest of their lives. Yeah. So hopefully... What, what do you think it was like two hours in uh, the suicide and porn stuff maybe I'm gonna so I, I re-listen I re-listen to, to the end, episodes yeah. to like get tags and stuff for That's before I be post it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> worth it yeah dude uh, one of the episodes was um, four hours and 15 minutes it's dope and that's what i also love about this is like there's different forms of podcasts the funniest thing about it i don't listen to podcasts oh okay i'm not like a huge fan of podcasts (laughs) uh i'm starting to want to because my my uh partner in uh crying uh josh um he loves podcasts and so it was kind of cool to have a dynamic of knowing what other people have done and then me not knowing and twisting it but. Some some of them are fucking really fun with like mm-hmm. running jokes yeah. that like once you get deep in then you're like oh shit that's from like yeah. a year ago like yeah. they're calling back some like well produced stuff and then I love the idea of like it could be more chill and just loose yeah. and four hours long <laughs> I do enjoy it I mean honestly I will say I don't think there was really that much dead air no uh, yeah there, there wasn't was, I mean th- we've been yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I might not have answered most of the questions. No, you did. You did. You you but answered the three main the three main questions. There were tangents. Yeah, in I was between. gonna say. I was gonna say. <laughs> I got to a point. They're like, yeah, he was talking about like, he was talking about people taking ideas of him just saying them out loud, and then he just talked about some girl with a tampon in her pussy, and, and then like hookers and stuff. Yeah, like, what happened with certain things? <laughs> What's this special treat that he went off on? Special treat. <laughs> What's happening there? <laughs> that was ridiculous. That's already an inside joke. For someone who's been listening to this up yeah. until now, 
when we said special treat again, they're like, oh, from yeah. you fucking before. <laughs> I, do, I do try to do that, and that's what's helped in podcasting is it's, it's fun to, like, try to remember shit from before and tickle it in. Yeah. Yeah, that's always fun. I love that. <laughs> so, yeah, listening, if you listen to the end first, like a fucking weirdo, uh, <laughs> you either really like Quentin Tarantino and stuffed crust pizza. <laughs> stuffed crust pizza. <laughs> Just doing things backwards. But, um, keep an eye out for how many times I say special treat. I think it's three or four. Five or six, including the story. Dude, well, uh, plug, plug, uh, plug stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, if you're in California, my name's Jacob Kuban. I'll probably just bump into you at a mic. <laughs> I don't really have anything going for me yet. Uh, but listen to How Sadness uh, Podcast. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I would like to pump. is I'm trying this new thing with How Sadness. This is coming out March 6th. So, just oh, if, that, cool. if that has okay. any... Yeah. Um, trying a new thing with How Sadness. Yeah, so I'm trying a new thing with the podcast where uh, I have a phone number dedicated to uh, people calling in. And it's an anything line. It's called the rant line. It's called How Sadness the Podcast Rant Line. For voicemails and shit? Yeah. Oh. And so I'm having a hard time. I think people just don't understand what it's for, and it's <laughs> for anything. Yeah. If you're sad, call in and leave a message. <laughs> if you're drunk, call in and leave a message. If you want to rant about something, you're in traffic, bitch about someone in front of you, do that. <laughs> anything. Work, fucking anything. Yeah. Just anything where you can, like, scream and yell about something to someone else instead of a real person <laughs> and then what we do is we take those and they're all anonymous um and we'll listen to pieces we cut them up into pieces and then we discuss what you're bitching about <laughs> so it's awesome. like a neat thing yeah. but it's not it's it's something that can't be done without participation or yep. voicemails yep. and we've gotten none <laughs> so i think we'll have to do a couple episodes but if you're listening to this uh the number is one three two three seven four four seven two six eight which is three two three seven four four rant <laughs> did you do that on purpose yeah it was difficult <laughs> Because you can't just choose your number. <laughs> I had to, like, go through a bunch of shit. Um, but then, yeah, you'll get a message that says, thank you for calling the House Sadness Podcast rant line. Blah, 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 blah. Explain some shit. And then there's a part that says, by leaving a message, you are uh, agreeing to consent to your voice being used. So don't be a dick and leave a message. And then if we use it, try to sue us. Because I tried to cover my ass. Yeah. That is. That is think, covering your ass. I think that would do it. It's, that'll hold up in court. But yeah, I'd like to plug that more than anything else. Just call that fucking number. I've been trying to tell my friends to write it on bathroom stalls and just everything. Just fucking get it out. I just, no one, you know, I bet if it was a texting thing, people would do it. Yeah. No one calls it. But anything. it's more fun to hear the person's voice it's and their so desperation. And like yeah. The, yeah. But yeah, it's what it is, is it's like, use it as like, Therapy, uh, like postcard a little, secrets. Yeah. What? Do you ever heard of that? There's a book called Postcard Secrets for a while, uh-uh. where what they did was they sent out this thing, which, no fucking clue how they did this, because internet wasn't huge when they did this. <laughs> they had people send in postcards with secrets written on them. Yeah. And then they published a book with all of them in it. So it's all anonymous, you'd have this beautiful postcard, and then someone would do some art on it, and it'd be like, uh, my uncle diddled me. Yeah. Or like, some shit like that. Really personal shit. Yeah. And then you go through and you're like, wow, holy shit. 
So that's what we want to do. That's what we want. <laughs> I just didn't want to lead with, tell us about how you were molested. <laughs> Shouldn't have led with it, with any of this either. Don't take take anything that I just said and, and call and bitch about it on my phone line. Yeah, yeah, rant about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, just rant about anything, like... I thought it'd be fun, and now I'm just paying money for a phone line that's not working. <laughs> I'm getting no calls. I think there's maybe six messages. Three are of nothing, of people hanging up. And then three are of me testing it. <laughs> so it works. It works. Yeah. It definitely works, you guys. So that's 323-744-7268, which spells out rant. If I could afford a billboard, I would. I bet you it would work like crazy Indiegogo. In, a, in L.A. See, I just, oh, Indiegogo, fund anything. I'm so, I don't like those, man. <laughs> those things make me feel so bad. God, I really want to talk about something right now, but I don't want a friend of mine to feel shitty. I really don't think she's going to listen four hours in. <laughs> and now that I mentioned this, though, she'll know it's about her. I can't. I got fucking... Did right. you know that there's <laughs> crowdfunding for honeymoons? What? Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. If you're listening, you know who you are. I feel bad <laughs> that I feel so aggressively negative towards the idea of that. Um, don't hold it against me. I don't know. It's something that I think is fucking insane <laughs> that is such like people say white people problems I can't even begin to explain I don't want to because the more I talk if if she's listening the angrier she's gonna get and she and I I don't know if I should even say anymore because she'll know exactly who it is I can't just I can't stop talk. yourself stop yourself there it, it it's it Dude, ever since I saw it existed, it has just driven me crazy. <laughs> I can't understand it. I keep trying to understand it. Well, there's a there's one called fundanything.com where you can fund anything. Oh, yeah. Like you can you can uh, be That's like like a silly gimmick. Well, this yeah, one is dedicated towards well, four honeymoons. I no one wants you to get married. No one cares if you're getting married. <laughs> the money the money that you get is supposed to come from people that already know you're getting married. You shouldn't have to post it on social networks. If you gotta tell people you're getting married in order to ask for money to get married and celebrate it, no! I just can't. I can't do it. Everyone supports your decisions and enjoys the fact that you're gonna, you, you found the love of your life, you think, and you're gonna marry and you guys are gonna have a great life together, but guess what? I'm not giving you money to go on vacation and fuck. <laughs> like, what is that? Do you, like, with that and what site... Kind of, what kind of uh, bonuses would there be? Like, the none. tiers of prizes and stuff? Yeah, here's one of my used condoms. <laughs> like... It's like I was really there. It's crazy. <laughs> Op it's That's Oprah shit. That's supposed to be stuff where it's like, we got married because we love each other. That's the only thing keeping us alive because we live in a fucking doghouse <laughs> with six kids. And, and Oprah's like, bro, Oprah steps in, yeah. go to Disney World. <laughs> like, get the fuck to Disney World before you all kill yourselves. <laughs> it's not like, hey, 
We're doing fine. I mean, we could be doing better. It'd be nice to go to Disney World. <laughs> that's the big one for you? No, that's the, that's the, that's what they're doing. They're going to Japan and Disney. I should have stopped talking so long ago. If you are listening, please, I'm, I don't, I, you are a friend of mine. We love you. It's we support nuts. you. It's I, and I support. <laughs> I went to her engagement party. It was fun. I support everything about it. I support as much as I hate seeing people happy. I support it. <laughs> as much as like it's just I'll the whole crowdfunding a, aspect of it. I'll that see you're a like, stranger. No, yeah, I'll know. see a stranger with a smile on his face, and I'm like, what the fuck are you so happy about? <laughs> but I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. But yeah, it's it is it is the whole crowdfunding mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it's just it's, it's too much, man. I just you know what happens when you can't afford something? You don't get it. Like yeah. that's it's it's so past the American way that it's insane. Like I get it. The American way is everyone's in debt up to their fucking eyes. America's up to. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care about politics. <laughs> I want to get crazy. Like, we all have credit cards. We all have debt. We all have what the fuck ever because we've all been a little too greedy. Mm-hmm. But there are fucking limits. Yeah. God, I hope she's not listening. <laughs> and if she is, I hope every time I've said something, she's laughed. Because you know what? She's probably going to get the money and then she'll be on honeymoon laughing in my face. And you know what? Good for you. It worked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And who the fuck cares what I think? That's a big thing. I'm not marrying. I'm not getting married. No one gives a fuck. They're like, I don't care. Here's $5 for your trip. And I'm like, fuck you. That's bullshit. And they're like, I don't care. I, I got $5. <laughs> I agree. It's fine. So I'm not, I'm just, I'm just a hateful person in a certain sense. I don't know. I don't know how to describe myself <laughs> in that sense. I had to get that out, though. Because all I've done is, is text about it with friends, and it's not the same. <laughs> it's been burning a hole in me, Doug. It's been burning a hole in me. Hundreds of people are going to hear it. And you know what? Hundreds. Thousands of people <laughs> have already used that site enough for it to become not only known, but successful. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I have so much more that I want to say. I was trying to think of a uh, of a wordplay for um, instead of crowdfunding, like endowed funding, or mm. like because that's good. Because endowed is something having to do with marriage, like it, right. it's an old ter- older term, right? Right. If they were German, it could be crowdfunding. <laughs> crowdfunding. Now <laughs> <laughs> that's where my head went right away. It started in Germany. It's crowdfunding. And if it was uh, all for Sam Kennison related things, it'd be shout funding. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I don't want to fund shouts. <laughs> it would be funny to give someone, like, have a booth set up, though, where it's like you could pay someone a dollar to scream in your face. Because <laughs> you would give them a dollar, like, this will be silly, let's see what happens. And then he screams in your face, and you're like, I'm fucking pissed off now. <laughs> Yeah. That sucked ass. That was exactly what I thought it would be. <laughs> Why did Why I did think I, that would be a good idea? Yeah. Why did I do this? There's no special treat at the end of this. <laughs> I feel really bad. 
Because I'm not the I'm not that dude. I keep. I things, think you covered your bases. I keep think things you're... inside because I don't like hurting people's feelings. <laughs> I'm not a dude. I'm also not the guy that only I've only done this one time. I've only made fun of another comic one time on stage. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like seeing it. I think it's beneath anyone where someone goes up and either does badly or talks about something that the audience doesn't like, and then the next guy that comes up is like, hey, yeah, this guy fucks a cat or whatever, like, <laughs> says something and gets a laugh based on shitting on someone. Yeah. I don't care for. <laughs> but if you were a fucking terrible human being, both off stage and on, and then you go on stage and you waste people's time, not only the audience, but the comics who are also waiting for time. Yeah. And you just shit all over it and you shout into the fucking mic and clearly have nothing written and you're just that guy. Mm-hmm. I might go up and mention the fact that you were loud. <laughs> I'm not going to rip into you and be a total asshole. But apparently I made it, I made it bad enough that he remembers. <laughs> I didn't think he would. I just found out recently that he remembers because he's dating one of my best friend's sister's sister. And I was like, yeah, dude, he's like the only guy I ever like ripped down on stage. And my friend was like, yeah, he told us. I was like, what? And then that's another example why you don't do that. I didn't even think he would remember. And he remembered enough. For to, life. Yeah. For life. So no. now he's like, man, that guy yelled at me. That guy said I was too loud. You know what? Hopefully what he learned from it was don't yell into the fucking microphone or pull it away from your face a little yep, bit. Yep. Understand your... Yeah. If you're going to if you're gonna yell, pull, pull the microphone away. It feels good that I got it off my chest. <laughs> but I still feel bad because you know what? She's such a sweetheart. She might listen to it just to support me. Because she listened to all the other podcasts. That I did with. Well, if you're still listening to now, you're knows, you've, I think. you've been a She's great sport, a great sport. <laughs> I was actually I was supposed to meet up with her today before the cast, and she was like, because uh, she and I are gonna start a podcast together. And, nice. Uh, she was like, maybe we should meet up later so we can focus on our podcast, and mm-hmm. you don't have your head in the other one. And I was like, okay. <laughs> She's a nice person. <laughs> she knows that. <laughs> she knows I know that. Yeah. And feel that way. I think I think the tone has been conveyed that you you uh, you like this person you appreciate them. <laughs> She's gonna say something about it too if she if she it's gonna hopefully she I don't fucking I don't know what's worse I don't know what's worse if this comes out and then she says nothing the next couple times we hang out and I'm just gonna be like <sighs> so what you what you spend four hours doing did you spend did you spend four hours doing anything recently. Fucking no, hope not. No. <laughs> uh, she'll be fine with it. She's yeah. fine. <laughs> what's your What's your Twitter? Oh, uh, my Twitter is at uh, Jacob Allen Kuban, A L A N, and a lot of it. There's some stuff I don't use Twitter that much. A lot of it's my Instagram going to it, mm-hmm. and then just racism. There's a lot of really terrible jokes I put on Twitter Because I won't say them on stage I'm not proud of it But But it's there Yeah I think I have a joke on there One of my worst jokes on there is like uh, Did Seal burn his face by Bobbing for fried chicken wings Like I said I'm not proud of it But if you look past the racism, 
is pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's a well-written joke past the racism. (laughs) And you heard me say earlier that I don't believe in everything I say. I do see the comedy in many things. (laughs) I don't know if that's helping. I don't know anything. I don't know if anything that I'm saying is helping. It's all helping. Yeah. It's a funnier visual than something tragic happening to his face. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So let's just think about the world as a cartoon. (laughs) Pretend all of our skin is yellow or something. Like the Simpsons. Like the Simpsons. (laughs) And then the jokes don't matter. Mm -hmm. Then he just has scars on his face. Yep. But then the chicken wouldn't be as funny. (laughs) And that's the rub. That's the rub. It's the real rub with this game. That's the real rub of life is... uh, (laughs) Now I'm going to get my phone stolen. (laughs) Now that was racist too. It's great. Just digging a hole. You can't can't say everything that pops into your head. I know. We'll dig our way out. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that, Simpsons? Oh, fuck. No, no. Dig up, stupid. (laughs) I'm trying to think of how to end on a high note here. Uh... Probably shouldn't have gone with that joke. <laughs> you plugged your. Uh... Dude, I ended on such a bad note. I shit on somebody that I know. <laughs> and then I said racist, a racist thing. Several, several of them. I mean, if you listened this far, you've heard me say some shit. Yeah. So we, like, we know, we know. Shock the intentions are good, and the uh, the comedy was fun. And... <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think about the thing he did at hour two? What thing at hour two? All I can remember is him being racist towards... Yeah. Kissed by a rose in some fryer oil. <laughs> Kissed by ro- rose oil? It was supposed to be a joke on Kissed by a Rose. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> Batman Forever. But maybe the, the wings were in rose oil instead of ah. uh, vegetable oil. Is that more healthy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know that people use oh, it as okay. like perfume. <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows? He's rich. Yeah. He can, he can afford it. It's tragic. Ended it right there. (laughs) It's tragic. Stop. (laughs) Like that's how I try to get out of it. Because you know what? Yep, it's tragic. I don't know what I would do. I wouldn't be able to overcome diversity and and have a song on a Batman Forever soundtrack. Now it just feels like I'm being condescending, and I'm not trying to be. It's a great song. I love that song. It is a great song. I don't know what to say to I love my mother. <laughs> there you go. I love uh I, I love most of my family. Okay. <laughs> most. I can't even say all that. <laughs> I mean the the ones that I don't really care for <laughs> wouldn't know how to listen to this. Which is nice. Like it's radio? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Nope, nope, don't worry about it. It'll, it. I mean, it'll be a thing where if I ever even get on TV for stand-up, mm-hmm. some of those people won't see it. Yeah. Unless I bring them a copy. <laughs> on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly have DVD players now. But, yeah. Yeah, it'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm on Letterman tonight, which is 
I'm not saying like that will I mean, actually Letterman's, happen. Letterman's leaving. It'll oh, be yeah. Colbert. Okay. Fuck that. I'm not going on that. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> like, none of them are going to be like, oh yeah, it's 10 o'clock, we gotta watch Jake. It'll be like, I'm fucking tired. Let's <laughs> DVR it. I don't know how to DVR. Yeah, we don't have one either. Alright. It'll probably, it'll probably be funny. We'll... I'll, I'll call him about we'll, it. Yeah, we'll just think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Did that distract from the racist stuff? I think so. I okay, think so. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, pushed it over. I pushed it over onto, like, a family, uh, a side of the family that maybe would be more racist than me. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay. All right. What do we expect? <laughs> he, seems, he seems fairly well put together. And where's he from? Michigan? We'll, we'll give him a hand. Yeah. We'll, uh... It's that same thing with... It's the same thing with YouTube, though, where I fucking hate that I've done that shit on Twitter, but part of me is like, fuck it, I don't give a shit who's reading this. But then it's also like, it's crazy how much people put into Twitter where they're like, you have this many followers, and people will go and be like, ugh, he's not funny because he's not funny on Twitter. And it's like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. It's 150 characters of shit. <laughs> Yeah, I have some fucked up shit written on there. <laughs> and, and. Yeah. I don't like that I brought it up. I shouldn't have brought it up because then, no then no one would go check it out and be like, prove it. They'd be like, I don't care what his fucking Twitter name is. He's got three, he put his middle name in there. I'm not going to check that shit out. It's fucking, what is it, 14 characters long? I'm not even going to tag this asshole on anything. I had to do it because some kid in England has my exact same name. Uh. And he's a little bitch. I hate him. (laughs) I'll say it. He doesn't ever post, and when he does, it's nothing good. (laughs) You're squandering that fucking name, and now I don't get tagged in shit because mine is 14 characters long. Uh. You bastard. (laughs) That's why I'm racist. You could get it from him. Really? Yeah, I think there's, like, routes where you can, like, contact them and... Like, just... steal it from them? Yeah. Uh, Probably not, right? Or I don't know if, like, you'd talk to them and just talk, it's already talk late, to them though. and like, Twitter and... It's my Twitter and my Instagram or all that. It's all my full name. It's fine. The idiots are gonna know my middle name. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, who cares? Alan. Yeah. It's <laughs> cool. It's my dad's middle name. <laughs> He's probably more racist than me or whatever. <laughs> bringing it back <laughs> so so hopefully <laughs> okay well if you've listened this far <laughs> thank you thank you um tell everyone how how much fun you had listening yeah. to us um babble and ramble on and uh whew. i had fun and, dude me too and, uh, if you listen this long and you weren't having fun at all <laughs> i have no fucking idea why you listen this long <laughs> no clue you just love to sit in misery. <laughs> or part of them was yeah. like, maybe it'll get better. Yeah. <laughs> and we covered a lot. Yeah. We were we were clean. We had clean material. Thorough. We had some like background stuff <laughs> of my life. And we had some sex sprinkled in. Yep. And then a little racism thrown on top <laughs> with some opinions and sort of politics stuff. We had movie talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, we covered a lot. If you didn't find one thing you liked out of this, then you're just wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to tweet about you. Yeah, it won't be pretty. 
right. Oh, longest episode yet. So, four, four and a half hours. Cool. <laughs> you know what? It wouldn't be if you cut out the racism, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I make so many mistakes. I don't care. It's good. It's all good. Anyone who would, anyone who would like hold, I don't know. That's so stupid. I was about to say anyone who would hold that against somebody. <laughs> that's not fair at all. Racism's awful. Oh, yeah. It's terrible when it's actually meant to hurt someone. Mm-hmm. That wasn't meant to hurt someone. I was trying to get a, a shock retweet back from Seal. <laughs> and you didn't. And I didn't. <laughs> so he's clearly heard that joke before. He's like or some, he just didn't think it was funny. Yeah, he's like some kid in Michigan made the joke my cousin makes every year. <laughs> Family reunion for the Seals. That's his first name, though, isn't it? <laughs> and his last name. Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> okay. Oh, when you got shit faced. <laughs> Bobbing for This right. is This has been you and me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. And... Jacob Kuban, who should <laughs> stop talking a lot more than he does. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>